by Motosport.com Fly Racing and Decal Works Coming to you live from Las Vegas right outside the Lions Den with your host Steve Mathis And now strap in and get ready It's showtime I just don't like the guy The guy's just a douchebag Yeah Welcome everybody to the Pulp MX Show Coming at you. It's 5 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for listening. Anaheim 1 is coming up. Oh, my God, it's here. The offseason is over. Wow. This is the last offseason show, but then it's on now, and there's a shit ton to talk about. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Uh, appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a great show tonight. Looking forward to talking about A1, talking about the 250 West Coast. We have an idea now of who's going to ride it. Which is good. That's a that's an improvement over past years, and I'd like to think I may have had something to do with that. Probably not, but I'm going to think that anyways. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to get into some stuff. We're going to give away two sets of tickets to A1, so two pairs of tickets to Anaheim 1 this weekend, courtesy of the folks at Feld Motorsports. Thank you to that. We are also going to give away two uh, Ride TV apps, which are subscription apps to watch the Kicker Arena Cross that is kicking off this weekend in Colorado. Honda HRC's Hunter Lawrence will be on the night. Hunter Lawrence will be calling in. Of course, uh, you know, he's had a great year in the last last year, and he's going to be uh, letting us know what's going on. He's going out East Coast. So we'll talk to him about his team, his bike. He's got a, a press conference in Costa Mesa on Wednesday. What the hell is that all about? We'll get to the bottom of that and more. So Hunter Lawrence will be on the show tonight. Uh, Steve Westfall will be on. He is the current manager of the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team. And Scuba, as he's known to everybody, uh, came out in a press release uh, this week that he's leaving the team at the end of January. So we will get Scuba Steve on uh, to ask him why and why, what's happening and what's next and everything else. That's going to definitely be a big blow to those guys. Uh, our buddy Phil Nicoletti, he will call in because he's he will uh, help us uh, – Break down some of these coasts and, and break down Anaheim 1. Scott Huddlestone as well. He's the general manager of motorsport.com. Scott's our buddy of ours. He's been in studio a couple times. We're going to call him too. And speaking of kicker arena cross that's kicking off this weekend in Colorado, uh, Todd Hammock will be on. He is the uh, promoter of the series. And uh, so we'll talk to Todd about what's happening and what's new for his series and what's next. And Kate, Kyle Peters will be racing it and Josh Osby and the 800. And we'll find out more uh, on that. So uh, please check it out. 
Thank you for uh, listening and downloading and watching and all of that stuff. Uh, don't forget the Pulp Max app. It should be done. It's 2022, so uh, it'll be done real soon. I'm looking forward to the Pulp Max app being done on a Friday of 2022. Uh, we'll keep you informed on that. Don't forget there's great codes to save under sponsored deals on Pulp Max Show, whether it's Karcher or Grill Your Ass Off uh, or the uh, sponsors that we have. You can save the money and uh, use the codes and uh, help yourself and help us and help them. And, and yeah, it's a win-win, people. And also Amazon widget on PulpMX.com. Uh, click on that widget. takes you to Amazon. And uh, we got a small slice of that, all right? So, again, I'm Steve Mathis. Thank you for listening. Thank you to motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Motorcycle Tires, Cherubis, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, OGO Power Sports, ORW, Skosh, Pro Filter, FMF, Guts Racing, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Get Data, WUSA, Ride Engineering, Intense Cycles and Manscape all on board with us. Also, thank you to Suspension Direct as well. We're going to tell you more about them later in the show. Uh, they are on for 2022. Thank you to uh, SDI guys. And uh, Travis Mark is going to be a big benefactor to these guys coming on, and we'll tell you why. And thank you to Renthal as well. Renthal has been on the uh, Steve Mathis uh, Racer X show for a couple of years now. And Renthal has come on over to the Pulp MX show as well. You know the, the name. You know the brand. They are the absolute the pinnacle in when it comes to uh, motorcycle handlebars and sprockets and more. Grips, of course. Renthal.com. Uh, you look at Honda, you look at Kawasaki, you look at KTM, uh, the best riders in the world use Renthal. So thank you to Renthal for coming on, and we'll tell, tell you more about them as we go on. But uh, my co-host tonight, he has uh, been in studio a few times. It's been a while since he came in because for reasons unknown, he ran his own race team, and he was too busy to come up here. Uh, but now he's here because he's got more time on his hands. It's Michael Lindsay. What's up, man? How are you? It's great. Uh... It's a week before A1, and I'm not dying in a puddle of sweat and stress. Dude, it's great. It's, uh, it's good to have you in here. You're back at Vital MX. Uh, of course, our buddy Steve Guyberson uh, taking a step back and enjoying life, and you t- went back to Vital. You were there. Uh, how is it going? I mean, I'll, we'll get into the team thing in a little bit, but how's the Vital going in your return there? Fantastic, actually. Uh, yeah, so before I was there as uh, basically a content creator just on staff and uh, the guys were nice enough to ask me to come back and as you said guy b is sort of semi-retired kind of moving on um so yeah i get to be a head honcho and have fun back where i used to be and it's it's great because like everything about that job i I know really well so it was you know fairly easy to step into even though it's a higher level of responsibility um you shouldn't have left in the first place you know, Steve literally was teasing, Steve was literally teasing me about that. Like uh-huh. he goes, "I told you, you should you should stick around a couple of years. You'd right. be running this." And right. I was like, oh, you, "You know what? Yeah, he was right." Okay, okay, all right. <laughs> he was right. You know. um, but yeah, so you're uh, you're doing the shootouts, you're doing bike stuff, you're, the stuff that you're very good at. Uh, you're good at shooting photography. You're good at riding, riding dirt bikes. Uh, this is all right up your alley. You're back yep. there. I feel like this is a really good move for you, and the, the site's going to benefit from it. Yeah, it's been even just uh, been three, like th- just under three and a half months I've been back. And yeah. we've seen from our end, like what I can see, we're we're making a lot of improvements on a bunch of stuff. So yeah. I'm also glad to see like being able to step into this, being able to help the staff below me and just uh, be able to make kind of an instant difference was definitely very gratifying. and made me feel like I definitely made the, the right decision. Did you get more money, though? You got more money this time than you did last time? Case you, you, you got more responsibility, right? So Yes. What, what's the old saying? Sometimes you have to leave to... to Dude, I, I, I left Racer X. Racer X came to me and said, hey, man, we love your stuff. You're doing a great job, but we're, we've got cutbacks and we can't afford you anymore. And I said, oh, shit. Okay, so I went to Transworld Motocross for a year. 
And then they came, Racetracks came back to me and said, hey, we made some changes. We want you back. Uh, and I got way more money coming back the second time. Yeah. So maybe this works. <laughs> you know, I don't know. But. I've saw that before, and it, it worked out for me. So. Right. right. <laughs> um, so what are you looking – so, okay, I'm, I want to get to the Anaheim. We're going to come into all of that. And, again, we've got a great show planned for you tonight. Um, what do you enjoy most so far, like the, the, the riding – uh, the photography, the riding of the test riding, bikes, like riding, riding, yeah, riding. Yeah, I, I, we went in to shoot out, and I had rode a motorcycle once a couple weeks before 450 shim. Before that, I hadn't ridden in eight, nine months yeah. or so. I rode yeah. two or three. I think times the last time that. you were in, you were you had your team, and you were like, I hadn't ridden a dirt bike forever. Yeah, yeah, that was the first year I had barely. So over the course of two years, I rode a dirt bike like ten times or yeah. something. Especially the second year, I barely. It was months and months without I ever even. Yep. Touched a bike over the maybe riding it up and down pit lane. That was it. <laughs> so, so yeah. yeah. So riding, getting back on the dirt bike is. Oh, that, that's why I right. like probably most people while you're in the street, like that's, I love riding. Yeah. Like kind of like Chris and aspect of like, that's why I'm here. That was probably the worst part about as involved as the team was the second year was just like, look, I, I, I work in the industry cause I like to ride dirt bikes yeah. and that part's missing and that's right. pretty miserable. Uh, your old rider Mumford. <laughs> I'm yep. running the shirt Run tonight. The, you got the Mumford I, Army, Mumford, the Army. The Mumford Army shirt tonight. Thank you to Mumford for the uh, for the tease. Uh, so I got my casual word dialed in. I'm a Mumford fan. I'm a Mumphy yep. fan. Uh, of course, he's fly racing now, and he's on the Bar X team, and I wish nothing but the best for Mumphy. Even though you're Blue Crew, you still RM Army at yeah, heart? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. I, nah. Listen, I am Blue Crew. This just happens to be Mumford <laughs> Army, but I am Mumphy. Okay, I'm Team yeah. Mumphy. So uh, really hope he's doing well, and of course, uh, Cody Shock crushed it for you uh, last yep. year as well, and he's on to the bigger and better things with those guys, uh, the Phoenix guys. So, you know, like, at least your two guys, um, Mark Carson didn't have the year he wanted to, but, uh, you know, he he did, he did found himself a, a decent ride, and Cody certainly stepped up. Yep. So, yeah. No, that was uh, everybody that was kind of at least the one saving grace of when we closed down. It's like either people had homes or had a route to a home really quick. So yeah. not that we had a big crew, but it was right. also nice to like, okay, nobody's – here is going to be like left out in the cold. They're all going to have yeah. a, a good home. There. Are you out of debt? Oh, hell no. Okay. <laughs> right. No, no, no. I'm in drastic. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no. Riders, riders are all paid. Staff's all paid and everything, but I'm in debt. It's great. Dude, unbelievable what it's you great. do. And we're going to get into it more on the uh, on the show for sure. Uh, how's the forum moderation going at Vital MX? I, I, I was directed to a certain thread. <laughs> yeah, you're week. Week. Well, you yeah. know, they're saying you're worth somewhere between one and a half or three million dollars. I walk into this mansion. I'm sorry. Oh, I think go. the forum's Here right. we go. I, I'm going towards the higher because number. Because what? I got tall ceilings? Very tall ceilings. I mean, you got a huge fireplace. Place. What, You've got a bedroom that you have to access from another balcony. Like, yeah, wh what is this? I, that's poor construction. Is what that is. That's poor construction. You should not have a bedroom ever like that in, in a house. I feel like, but, 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 uh, and I love it because I, I, I uh, Daniel Blair was busting my balls about it. He's the one who first told who, me. About who hasn't? Then they walked well, in Blair, here yet. Blair was busting my balls about no the thread. Oh, the not, thread. Yeah, the thread. <laughs> And then uh, I went on there, and of course, everyone's a financial expert, right? Oh, yeah. They're all, everyone's a financial expert. So Hey, on the bright side, you that. had some people defending you. Like, what? If that's all he's worth for doing all the work yeah. he does? So, I mean, you but guys, it, uh, uh, Net worth you is what money. you have minus your bills, correct? I think so. Like, right? That's yeah. that, that's what you yeah. have minus your bills. Yeah, so, when yeah. you live in a mansion, you know, it's uh, probably true. Oh, my God. Your, your, your website. That's, that's your site. It's um, great. Uh, looking forward to uh, uh, talking to Michael Lindsay throughout tonight, of course. And uh, we're going to talk about a little bit of star racing team changes. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about the coasts. Uh, we think we haven't figured out. I want to talk to you about Anaheim. Probably Warren. the most we ever had. Like, I'm surprised. There's only one or two question marks. It's pretty much 
sealed yeah. the coast. Which yeah, is which, is, which is refreshing, right? Uh, directing the show over there, uh, d- making the cameras work. Uh, I don't know. Are they working yet? Yeah, they're up. We're up on Facebook, on RacerX, and PulpMX YouTube. It's Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? Hi. What's happening? New year. New me. New year. Oh, wow. Really? We're rolling. Not really, because you came in late, rolling. and you're super stressed because you forgot about the camera setup from the Racer X show. Right. So, I set up right. the cameras for the right. Racer X preview show, and yeah. I uh, was like, oh, I'll just get them when I come back, and I yeah. didn't give myself time to, yeah. to reset so you, them up. So. so that seems like a lot like the I 20... said new me. Like, old me would have been on top of that. No, 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 no. <laughs> old, old you would have also came in later and been like, oh, shit. Yeah, well. Okay. Anyway, right. hey, so it's right. new year, new me, new app? Uh, the app is held up at the port right now with everything else. <laughs> everything else, sure. So. Uh, I've cleaned up aisles for him. I don't know what else I can do. I, I've I've cleared aisles for him to devote. It's on a ship time. off so. the coast. Um, <laughs> Hopefully so, it gets here soon. I mean. What? It's 2022. Yeah, it, yeah. It could be here. Yeah, it'll be here. <laughs> it'll be here. <laughs> Famous last words. <laughs> By the way, Pulpamex Fantasy, uh, are you playing? Oh yeah, I'm signed You're up. In? I'm signed okay. up to lose so much money. I'm in Championship League. I'm in Industry Idiots. There's a Vital Paid League. I have two buddies on Vital to start other paid leagues, and then somebody else hit me up about our one today. I'm just You're take in. my money. Yeah, I, I yeah. suck. Okay. All right, that sounds You're very in. responsible for someone that just mentioned how much debt there is. Yeah, I know, yeah, right? right? I'm trying to gamble my way back well, out. <laughs> if you win a if you win a blue crew, you could win a YZ450. I'm gonna turn around and yeah. sell that thing. Yeah, absolutely. I believe in you, buddy. Uh, we got a motorsport.com. <laughs> we got a motorsport.com whole shot challenge too. It's all free to play. So you got a new addition to the game this week. Hey, I made, it, I made it easier for private leagues too. I added a search function for users so now you don't have to scroll through like 30 pages oh, my to find oh that's right. actually really Thank good God. yeah so yeah. i know that's probably our most requested feature so i, I got that added in so that'll nice. be nice for good everybody. job um i saw you guys added mulligans too mulligans which are doing well marks right they so are far? yeah people yeah. don't want to get left uh left hanging if they wake up hungover and forget to make their picks i mean so. honestly i think it's a good idea can you you You're know welcome. what you should have done for a mulligan though there should have been a mulligan and a sketchy mulligan so it just like added a ray k like all the work <laughs> yeah, yeah, just automatically right. went for the <laughs> yeah which <laughs> which you could end up with like 400 points or you could end up with zero like whatever yeah either way hey, are you in the pot for a ray making the main at a1 no, no no i heard about this it's it's a big money don's been raising money for him i think last i looked it was over three grand and even Cade put in because Cade goes i'll give a ray money if he beats me into the main <laughs> We're going to get into that. Uh, I don't like A-Ray's chances, and we'll get into that a little bit. It is uh, – you're on camera, so Ugh, you just did I, I know. I know. I, it's right. brutally honest. I, I'm going – Cade's got the higher chance, in my opinion, right yeah. now. Um, also, uh, taking your phone calls over there in the corner, filling in for uh, the Tits Legendary who uh, – came up sick uh it is talent taylor what's up talent hey what's up new year say me yes none of that marks uh <laughs> that's what i should have said i huh? saw you yeah. went riding up in the hills in the snow hills yeah it was fun oh god till i i found a rock in a sand and wash and that part wasn't your fun, front but. fender was just destroyed yeah i did it for deegan oh, front yeah. flipped right oh boy no good. you can't be doing that you already broke your back like calm down bro <laughs> yeah i was thinking <laughs> about down. that as i was crashing i was like this is not good but but you're all right yeah a little yeah. sore but we're good beta life beta life oh boy he's a beta guy Big beta he's, guy. He's ready for beta to Big come in. Beta Big guy. beta guy. And Shorty was hey. when Shorty was in here last time. Shorty right. said, "I heard you were fast or something oh, like okay. this." And well, the rig will look familiar. That's my old rig. Oh, the beta one. The beta taking nice. Supercross. Yeah. Nice. And they're going to do Supercross next year, right? Yeah, the following yeah, year. Yeah, 2023. Yep. Seems like they're going to be uh, ready to go. So that's exciting. Yep. 
this guy over there, he's gonna, he'll probably end up being team manager at Beta Supercross. Effort. He'll be able, he's yeah. gonna ditch you. He's gonna be media right. slash press relations right. or something. Hey, Carlin's still there. Carlin Gardner. Yeah, he's team manager, I believe. Oh, he is yep, team manager. Yep. Okay, yeah, he's a good dude. Uh, I'm glad. Yep. Uh, good for Carlin. That's that's awesome. Um, all right, everybody. Again, seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Travis has an LCQ idea. Travis, what's up, man? Where are you? What are you? What are you doing? What's up, boys? How's it going? Good. Where are you at? Where are you located at? Uh, I'm out in Simi Valley, California. Do you want tickets to Anaheim? Oh, I'd love some tickets to Anaheim. All right. Thanks to the folks at uh, Feld Motorsports. You're going to get uh, a pair of tickets to Anaheim 1 this weekend. All right? Awesome. So stay on Thank hold you, afterwards, and we'll uh, we'll get your information. But what's your idea for the LCQ? All right. So we take everyone from fifth back that scored points, and then we do a Pulpum X Enduro Cross main event. Three laps, all out. Bro. I, I want to I I take your tickets back. Honestly, that's that, that's ridiculous. That's what am, what am I going to do? I'm going to hold an arena with logs. I'm going to. What am I going to do? How am I going to do no, that? No, you talk to your buddy. Talk to your buddy Pinard, and uh, just be like, "Hey, dude, let me do three laps." Even after his I show. mean, they would give me three laps at Endurocross for sure. But how am I going to get all the privateers there? I guess they would go because there's money. Yeah, they want their eighty grand. Right. I think we see <laughs> how much JT money you put up there. Well, it was ninety grand. The 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 Yamaha LCQ challenge It was ninety last year. Wasn't it ninety marks? Something like that? It was 70-something. Oh, okay. 70-something. Still a lot. Still a lot. Yeah. Still a yeah. lot. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, we're doing it again. We're going to launch it this week. Travis, thanks for the idea. I don't really like it, but um, it would it would cause chaos. Uh, stay on hold, all right? I thought that was your goal. Chaos. Yeah, but chaos at an enduro cross? I'd rather have chaos at a super cross. Yeah. You know? Travis, stay on hold, all right? We'll get your information. Cool. Uh, get his uh, phone number and email, uh, Talon, please. And we'll, well, thanks to the Sean and everybody at Feld for that. Um. So I did talk to Sean Feld about doing something, and yeah. we're we're, I mean, I, they didn't say they'd do it, but there's a chance. There's something that we could do. So you're saying there's a chance? There's a chance. I don't know how big, but otherwise, I'll just I'll just like I said last show, I'll just that last race, fifth place will be for all the money, and then I watch the shit go down. So can there be? Know. Is there any bonus money if somebody ends up in a Pulp MX net during one of your Pulp MX races? A hundred percent. Uh, you put a dude in there, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm in. So uh, it's not who, not who a would who would murder more people for fifth place takes all in your LCQ race, A Ray or Nick Schmidt? Well, Phil, I think number one because Phil said he will get a 450. He told me that I will get a 450 and race that your race. Like I, I will do it and I will, I will land on a guy's head. Is what he, he said. He can just take trolls, right? Yeah, he said I will land on a guy's head. That's what he said. So. <laughs> He's already that, landed on a photographer's head. Fuck my ass. Yeah, no, exactly, right? So um, uh, so Scuba Steve's on the show tonight. Steve Westfall, that he's was, leaving. That's that, I was, I mean. That's I, a big deal in the sport. Very shocking. Super stoked he's coming on because that's one of those things like team-wise. Like, okay, you know, do you want to talk about it or not? I know when we were talking about guests, that came up. I'm super stoked he's coming on. Um, like to, yeah, here he mm-hmm. says. It's, it's interesting just because that team, I was thinking about going into this offseason. I was like, man, you know, it's kind of been Bobby's old group. They yep. really stuck together. Yep. So seeing Stephen leaves disappointing, but interested yeah. to hear what he has to say. And we'll see what they do for a fill-in, right? <coughs> uh, or for a replacement. Like, uh, I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I think they kind of mentioned it. They're at least trial period after he's out. I think Murph, who's been doing the race team coordination, I think, yep. kind of doing it. I mean, Roger's above that, so maybe they kind of use the tune to fix, do it for now. So, so you're saying there's no chance that Zach Osborne's coming back. I asked Zach. He's like, I don't know anything, and I don't think he's playing. I don't think he's, you know, yeah. lying or whatever. He's like, I don't know anything about it. So yeah. we'll see. Um, all right, Anaheim one coming up this weekend. Weather's going to be perfect, uh, or looks looks going to be like it's going to be perfect. 
Can Barsha seriously pull off a fourth in a row? Can, can this really happen? I'm not going to be surprised if it does happen, but I'm also not going to be surprised if it isn't. But I don't know. He just seems to have some sort of magic with the opening round. I, I'll I'll give it a 50-50. Really? You I'm go that high, it. huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give him a decent chance. Right. Like, I just don't know just what it is. something about the opener. About the opener. Yeah. I just feel like he, he comes in, peaks early, like just I, I don't know if it's all the confidence behind it or what. Yeah. Just uh, it would not surprise me. Not a bit. So we're doing uh, – we did the Racer <coughs> X Supercross preview videos, myself, JT, and Weege, and we all kind of said – like my whole take is, look, a change is coming soon to the sport. Yeah. Uh, Sexton, AC, um, you know, the, uh, these webs still young enough. A change is coming. Ferrandis. Ferrandis. They're coming. Uh, but I think for this year, I'm still – Tomac, Webb, Roxon are still my guys to get the most wins and the championship out of those three? Or do you think, Michael Lindsay, that it, it does change finally? And we see a a Chad Reed in 03, a McGrath in 93, a, you know, a changing of the guard. Do we see somebody come out, grab some wins, and really become a force? Or do you see those three guys still being the guys? Um, I kind of agree with, I think you guys talked about on the show, is I, I don't see a lot of winners. Just when you go yeah. off historic statistics, I do don't see there being i would say the highest winners we see a season is six but i'm gonna lean towards the usual five yep um i feel like yes you know it's time for for a sexton or an ac needs to step up for that one i lean a little bit out of those two i lean a little bit more towards chase maybe solidifying himself this year yeah ac came out today grade <clears throat> three ac joint which we we talked yeah. about about that but yeah which so. sucks weakness shoulder does he ride a couple rounds mellow does he make it a little worse we'll see it around um but of the three you mentioned, my title favorite is still Webb going into this. Yeah. Just Webb is so, yeah, so mentally. We I, all picked Webb too, yeah. I, I just – he's too mentally strong. I can't – I don't see that with the other two we've mentioned. The right. only – And what do you hear about the new bike? I've heard he's uh, – from reasons they explained at the intro, I would understand why everybody's saying Webb is so much better in the whoops because they talk right. a lot about the rear of the bike, the new shock tower design, basically disconnecting the energy – Applied from the rear of the bike to the front of the bike. The videos I've seen of Cooper, the How bike. How do they do looks, that though? They moved it. Um, I mean, the shock like, tower on the old bike was part of the the center spar that came yeah. down. It was part. It basically just mounted to the yeah. back of the center spar. So every time there was energy being applied to the shock, that energy would travel up the front of the frame okay. to the forks, and vice versa. Now it has a shock tower on it, like a Japanese aluminum like, frame yeah, bike. So off the, the frame it, spars yeah. come down. Yep. You have a separate. Uh, tower that goes up so the energy on it's pulling up more on the tower and you look back at the ktms even when dungy is on they've always seemed to struggle with that bike even if the guys enter the whoops good they seem to struggle mm -hmm. driving yeah. through the full set i've heard cooper's nine day bear in the whoops the videos i've seen of him look yeah. better of course yeah. it's the whole hey they're at the test yeah, track yeah, by themselves yeah, yeah. But faster than ever right yeah. faster than ever bear never but everything says that everything with bike looks good if that change is positive there that's probably cooper's biggest weakness yeah. is whoops yep I, I yeah. don't see, like, there's nothing, you know, what are the other guys doing? Like, okay, so we've got the mystery of Tomac being on another bike. We don't really know if Kenny's changed anything. Like, has Kenny changed anything, gone through his sickness? Like, I don't know where he's at with all that. Cooper won last year, and we're saying he's got a better bike, and he seems bike. happier with the program. So, yeah. right. Michael Burns, smart guy. Uh, yeah, he knows the training uh, from Alden's side of things. I, I don't think Burner <laughs> lets anything go. I think that Burner's a uh, smart dude. So that end of... Like it's a big question mark. Liam leaving Webb or yeah. leaving Alden, but I like the the switch to Burner is fine. Like yeah. you know, like yeah. The only one. So you say those three. I, and I'm not 
I, I honestly am 50-50 if I'm saying this is Tomac or, or Roxon in this case, but if anybody is to dethrone one of them and be that top yeah, replacement the next top guy, guy yeah. for Andis because the do mental think, yeah, strength. Okay. I see, I would go Sexton or Adam. Yep. To me, Sexton and Adam have what you can't teach, and that's the raw speed, and they'll, they need yep. to smooth it out, of course, and they need to be more consistent. But what they have, Ferrandis doesn't have. Uh, Ferrandis showed sometimes and yep. Supercross that he was good, but – so, yeah, to me, I think uh, I like those guys. I like Sexton or Adam to be the uh, new guard coming in. Uh, Ferrandez yeah. will be there. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah. yeah. I just leaned towards Ferrandez a little bit. He got her coming into 450 last year right before it. I think coming out of the outdoor championship, once he's, he's one of the only guys I feel like is really mentally strong in that top group. Right. But to what you're saying, if, if you left me the choice between AC and Chase, based on everything I think I've seen Chase, I lean towards Chase being a little more likely than Adam to um, step up this year. Mookie's flying. Mookie's yeah. on Alden's program, following yeah. it re- religiously. He's flying. I hate to say dark horse because I don't know if you can really label Mookie as one, but that's yeah. the one I'm the most curious to see what yeah. happens. Because yeah. I think one of the crazy parts, like even his brother sounds probably is like, hey, he is 29 years old, but... Mookie's so, 29? That's what his brother said. I hadn't what? looked it up, but I could swear to God his brother said he's like 29 or 28 now. Can somebody oh, look this up for me? Yeah, we got we got this. Okay. Let, Mark, Mark, let yeah. Mark's actually do something productive. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, um, wow. But what I was saying is, the other thing with Mark's? Malcolm is, not not with MCR and stuff, but like this is the first time he's been the 29. focus. 29? Yep. October 27th, 1992. Mookie's 29? Yeah. Fuck me! I, this this twenty twenty two is off to a rough start. I, I, I'm, I, I'm <laughs> shocked. I would have put him like. Are you shook? I would have. Are you okay? Him, I would have put him like twenty six, twenty seven, right? Yeah, yeah. twenty nine. Yeah. But this is the first time he's been on a factory team where he is the focus of the yeah. team as well. Yeah, he, he. I don't. And I've told Roger this. Roger Larson, who helps him with his career yeah. a little bit. I've told he's Mookie's been mismanaged, in my opinion, a lot with <laughs> the fill in rides and the different bikes and the different teams that he can't get along with and whatever. There's always two sides of every yeah. story. I'm not putting it all on Roger and Mookie, but. Malcolm, just when he gets used to something, he's on another team. And just when he gets used to a, a, a team, he's he gets dropped or whatever. Like, I don't feel like it's been – I feel like he should be doing outdoors for a long time now. Yeah. You know, all well, that stuff. I love the commitment. He's doing outdoors. The team committed to him for two years. Yeah. Even though he was at MCR multiple years, it was one-year deals. Yeah. He went to Yamaha. Yes, Yamaha, the star Yamaha, was a factory program last year. And not that he was mistreated, but he was sort of the third redhead yeah. stepchild. Yeah. They didn't have And they'll tell you he wasn't suspension. in shape, too. Those guys will yeah. tell you that he wasn't in shape. And he didn't have, a, they didn't have enough work stuff. For it. it was just like – he was there, but it wasn't the focus. This is the first time he's the focus of the program. Right. He's committed to them. They're committed yeah. to him. Uh, it's the best so, opportunity he's he's yeah. had, per se. Yeah. So you think Ferrandis yeah. coops their title favorite, but Ferrandis gets in the mix, wins multiple races, and is top three or four in points? Like, you could yep. see that happening? I could see him being the one to bust in. And I would – so out of that hierarchy, we said, I, I, for me, Dylan's that guy. Right behind him, I say, is Chase and then AC. And the worst part for Adam is doing the shoulder now coming into the season yeah, puts yeah. the bigger question mark on for me for right, Adam right. for another season. Uh, DV Factory, uh, you know, yeah, so. Fuck yeah. you, you're fired. That's that's DV. So. Who's DV? Is is DV also working with Marv or no? Yeah, Nichols, Marv, and Dylan. Nichols? Guys. Yeah, Nichols ah, too. Yeah, okay, absolutely. Okay. So, um, um, by the way, what um, what do you think of James's appearance on the show? Absolutely fantastic. He's great, right? I was long, way longer than I thought it was going to yeah. be. I didn't think he, he'd stay on that long. He told me, how long do I have? And I said, how long do you got? He said, whatever you want. And I said, all right, like, let's do an hour. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> I could have gone longer. but it, it was um, fantastic. He was great. Um, yeah. 
the only thing I kind of laugh is, so I went back and listened to his episode two this week. Yeah, did he mention the show, the Pulp Show? Somebody tweeted me. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he talked about it, and he talked about it feeling like he, I think him and Roger talked about it, and he said he felt like it was the best interview of his career. Oh, wow. He was super stoked about it. He said also that he kind of talked about, I think, that release being away for racing, just how he, talking to yeah. JT, like how he just felt like none of the prior racing competitiveness. He yeah. said it was so nice to right, sit right. down and oh, talk. look at that. Best interview um, of his career, Mark. I'm pretty sure he Dude, said it was, it was good. It was. Um, I, I was a lot of good feedback. How about, how about when we asked him about the finding Stu video, and he's like, I wasn't in a good place. I like, like how he was like, even – I was trying to find Stu. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was but pretty funny. that yeah. fits – it was so interesting. He's talked about it in his podcast and when he was on here as well as like, you know, just hearing people that have kind of been around him, it sounded like he was struggling identity kind of wise when he left the sport. And mm -hmm. he, you know, and like how he's done so far with his show is he touches on a bunch of little things. He's not gone too in depth on, but he keeps kind of letting out these little hints of it. It definitely sounded like he was really struggling with was he going to keep racing? Was he not? Who, who right. is he now? And it's great to have him back. I haven't listened to episode two yet. I felt like episode one, you know, needed some structure, but uh, hey, whatever. Episode I'm not going to complain. Is better it's yeah. still fairly scattered there was a nugget where he starts to talk about how they got roger DeCoster to come in his bus to talk to him about ryan ktm and how they like hand signaled him when to was come that? over in the bus um like Suzuki it was days yeah or, yeah and how they got him to come over and they just kind of get on the topic like you're about to get the nugget yeah roger came in and then and then they got sidetracked on oh, their story oh, damn. <laughs> i was waiting for it to circle back yeah, see that's where if i'm in the co in my, they if need i'm in the host you. chair i'd be like oh no 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 Back up to this Roger Costa. You got you got to right. start flying out right. there to Florida. Right. You got to be in the room, yeah. right? Um, Michael Lindsay brought you by the folks at Decal Works. You use use Decal Works? Do you have you? Yeah, we do on the project bike stuff. Uh, they've led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics plastics around. Uh, Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Yamaha, Cowie, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, Gas Gas. Quality, service, and knowledge. The expert staff will go above and beyond. Chris Kiefer now running Decal Works as well. So uh, Kiefer's run. Nobody will go through graphics like uh, Keith, Chris, and uh, Aiden. And uh, DecalMX.com. Well, no, does Chris really go through graphics? He runs a little cutout sometimes. I mean, sometimes yeah, he doesn't even have them on. Though. I know. No, I know. Uh, DecalMX.com code PulpMX to get 20% off your custom graphics. The Red Bull KTM guy, so Web AP, we'll talk about AP a little bit too, mm -hmm. and Marv uh, will all be running uh, Decal Works uh, sponsors stickers on their bikes. Uh, Rockstar Energy Husky off-road team as well. Thank you to Decal Works. Use the code PulpMX. Uh, Michael Lindsay brought to you by those folks. Also, CTI. Since 1983, CTI knee braces have remained the trusted choice of professional athletes in leading positions around the world. The rigid carbon fiber frame is streamlined and lightweight, helping to provide functional ligament support and stabilization of the knee. Store.oser.com. You can get the off-the-shelf stuff, or you can get your physician for the CTI Customs. Do you have Customs, or what do you run? I think I'm finally going to get a pair this year. I've never had a pair. You've and never had a pair I've of, never of had Customs? Pair of nope. Oh, my God. Nope, me guy and I never so never locked nice. that one in, and that's that's one of those little like holy grail items I haven't gotten yet. And I'm like, ah, I'll set you up. Or do you have a contact or? Do... Uh, yeah, okay. Brent, I think. Good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say I can set you up if you need to, but uh, the CTI braces are great. Uh, they got the off-shelf stuff as well. They got something new coming down the line as well, so stay tuned for that. CTI uh, store.oser.com. Thank you to CTI for coming on board. Uh, we got Phil Nicoletti coming on as well as Scott Huddleston right away. 
uh, on the show. Off-Road Warehouse is proud sort of supporting the uh, Club MX team. And, of course, they were a big part of your effort last year with yep. uh, Mumford & Shock. ORW butt patches on your team and then this year at Club MX. Uh, they have stores throughout the West Coast, Temecula, San Diego, Corona, Vegas, Arizona, Atlanta now. Speaking of the East Coast, Atlanta. Uh, OffRoadWarehouse.com. Pulp MX code to save. Get your bike to the track with style and performance from Off-Road Warehouse. Speaking of Off-Road Warehouse, uh, one of the premier riders, first guest on the show, 250 East Supercross uh, Club MX rider, Phil Nicoletti. What's up, Philip? Oh, hey, Stephen. How are you? Michael Lindsay's back at Vital MX, by the way, Phil. Phil. Uh, I know. Trust me. I know. I, I, I check out Vital almost every day. I if, like to see the gossip. If you need something about my net worth, it's on there, apparently. So, <laughs> you know. Um, it must be. It's pretty high, I would assume. It's, it's all true, right? It's what's, all true. All you do is walk into what this is house the, and it's clear. It's what true. is the craziest thing you've read on Vital, Phil? Like what? <laughs> like honestly, I don't know. Some of the shit actually blows my mind, but it's it's entertaining. People love uh, chaos and craziness, so that's yeah. why they go on there. Well, yeah. I'm disappointed. Is you are chaos and craziness. You're, there's not more topics about you on there. I'm kind of disappointed now to think about it. No, I, trust me. I remember <laughs> reading the Alessi Nicoletti thread, and that was enough for me for a lifetime. So, yeah. <laughs> that's I, a good Good point. You were like, that was a massive yeah, topic, right? That yes, that was, the, it was. yeah, yeah. It uh, was, and then you got yeah. all mad. At, you got mad at Galdi for that. Uh, you, uh, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I got mad at a lot of people you for did, that. You, you did. Know? You did. But I don't know. Yeah, I'd like to say off vital. You know, uh, especially if it's about a topic of myself. So right. Um, I feel yeah, though, nothing, Phil. Nothing good happens there. I feel like Phil, um, and thanks to me, of course, of course. Um, I feel like you. Like you have, a, don't, Michael. Correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like Phil has a high approval rating from the fans of the sport. Like I don't, yeah. You know, like I don't feel like I feel like Phil's approval rate is ninety percent. Everyone likes Phil, whether it's this show or the Racer X stuff, or that you know he rides with a lot of heart. He, he's a he's a East Coast moto guy. Like I think people like Phil. Yeah, yeah. So he's got uh, a higher like approval rating than Troy. I like to meet those people because I only know the. 10% that don't like me. <laughs> uh, by the way, Phil, uh, is, is the ORW thing done? Are we done? with? Are you running the butt patch? Uh, is that done? Uh, yeah, we okay. all are. They're, all right. they're on the semi. All right, fantastic. Good to know. Yeah, I, you know so I was getting conflicting uh, reports of the of the negotiations, and you know, I didn't want to get involved in it. But uh, I, I, stay, I stay out of it, too. I'm just here to ride my dirt bike, you know? I leave the contract up to the, the, the higher-paid people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, hey, uh... I was talking to this with Michael before you got on. Can Barsha really win four years in a row? Like, you you, you were former teammates with this guy. Can he really do it again? I, dude, I don't know. I mean, if if those, like I said, in, the, in your guys' pre-race show or whatever, like, what would the odds be in Vegas, you know, to, to have something like that? Like, I don't – I mean, yeah. if he was to hit four in a row, I mean, he'd probably make it pretty pretty – uh, pretty penny. Yeah. Right? I hope he takes a bet on himself. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know. Um, with the amount of people, and Bam is a phenomenal starter, and mm-hmm. I don't, dude, it's it's possible. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I could, I could actually kind of see it happening. You know, it would be wild. It would be amazing uh, if he did it. Yeah, absolutely amazing. I got, I got yeah. an under bet. Before your East Coast starts, does Troll get a top 15 in Supercross 450 before East Coast? Is that six rounds? Yeah, six rounds. Six rounds? Or make some aim? Top 15. Uh, Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Sure. Do are yes. we are we feeling better? We got softer suspension stuff put in. I mean, how do how are we looking, Troll Team Troll? 
I don't know. I haven't seen him in oh. two weeks well, since you were here, and he hurt himself. Well, oh, not okay. hurt himself, but uh, that was the last time I seen him ride. Yeah, he, he's so, fine uh, physically, right? Like it's just not, you just tweaked. His yeah, skin. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, right. yeah. Uh, right. I hope so. I don't know. It's all just going to come to a comfort thing. If it feels good on the track and people, and uh, gets a good start, you know. Um, uh, hey, so AC came out today. He texted. I t- talked to him like last week or whatever, and he's like, "Yeah, I hurt my shoulder. I'll be fine." You know, he said, "I'll be fine." That's what he told me over and over. So whatever. Uh, he came out today. Grade three AC joint separation. AC's got an AC joint. Um, Phil, have you ever ridden with that? And do you know anything about that injury? And how do you think it'll affect? No, him? Okay. not 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 really. Knock on wood. I've I've been pretty fortunate with my shoulders. So mm-hmm. um, knees and ankles, not so much. But uh, yep. yeah, I, I can't I can't comment on shoulder stuff. Um, I would assume for him it can't be good just because he's had so many shoulder issues. So mm-hmm. uh, I think that'll just add to his the the nagging stuff that he has going on. And not only that, but I don't know if that happened to the side with his ulnar nerve issue. Um, I'm just speculating. If it is, it's another double whammy that he's kind of has to deal with. So uh, that would kind of be a little bit of a confidence killer. Yeah. Um, if it was me um, having to deal with something like that, so that would actually kind of suck. So uh, this time of year is, is hard for riders. You know, I don't know the holidays and everything. A lot of guys start getting banged up. I don't know if they fall asleep at the switch or, or yeah. what happens. You know, so it's just it's always this time of year. Three weeks before, guys start cracking or something. Right. Something it, weird starts happening. So then JB, the day before I came, came down there, JB crashed and uh, had, you know, he's fine. Nothing broke or whatever, but he took time off the bike. He's back this week. Because uh, be- believe me, because the Brayton fan club, the number one fan club uh, <laughs> president, was telling me all about JB back riding. Um, yep. Uh, how how is that going to affect JB? I mean, look, he's a veteran. We, we got it. But at the same time, that's two and a half weeks off the bike. Yeah, uh, but I mean, if he gets this weekend, I mean, it's really not not bad. JB's been riding since mid October. Yeah, you know, yeah. so okay. he was riding outdoors for a long time. So it's not like he doesn't have time logged. So, uh, and we, when you we were here, we talked to him like a little bit of time off. Probably, I mean, it's not the circumstance that he wants to have time off, but it's really not a bad time to kind of take a week and you know um, enjoy and kind of let the body recover and absorb all the training that he's done in the yep. past. You know, two and a half months and uh, coming to a one feeling okay. I so mean, yeah, so I you're know. you're okay with like it's not gonna we're not gonna see a off the pace. No, no, right. no, I don't. I don't think so. I think JB will be fine. Right. So, and he's always pro- proven in the past that he JB is really good in the first five or six rounds, anyway. So, right. um, comes okay. out when and he races podiums. You know, like he's pretty good. I think he has a harder time closing out the end of the year than he does the beginning. For you, Phil, so like the last two weeks in California, it's been pouring rain, just enough intervals that nothing's been able to drive out. So, you know, everybody's corner tracks, hill tracks, and I, I kind of laugh different. Some guys seem a little more okay with taking the time off the bike, as you said. I you're think Tomac Craig went to Arizona, right? A couple guys yeah, did that. Yeah. So that's what I was going to say, weigh the difference. Like, if you're in that position, how important do you feel really it is after if you've had a solid two, two and a half months? Are you the guy that's like, hey, I'll just ride a couple corner tracks on some supercross suspension, not a big deal, spend some time on the road bike? Or are you the guy driving five hours out to Arizona to ride a really crummy supercross track for two mm-hmm, or three days mm-hmm. just to ride supercross? Uh, yeah, I mean, again, I think it all comes down to with how comfortable you are. You know, I mean, if you if you feel really comfortable and your bike setup's good and everything's dialed, then, yeah, I mean, 
I'd be I'm okay with riding a super um, corner track, riding out in the hills with a little right. moto track or whatever, you know. But if you still have some stuff you need to take care of, then you got to take the effort in. Yeah, go to uh, Arizona Cycle Park. I know Alex went out there with the Surrey kid, and he said Tomac was out there riding as well, and a couple other heavy hitters. But uh, or some people just want to stay in the routine, you know, regardless of where they have to go to get it done, you know. So I don't know. It's all certain preferences, um, you know, like. For me, it would definitely have to depend on how I felt at the, on the bike at that point in time. You know, if I still didn't feel comfortable, then, yeah, I'd be uh, sacking up and driving to Arizona for sure. Uh, Phil, give, I'm going to give you the name of four privateers. You rank them one to four at Anaheim 1. In the main or out of the main, whatever whatever you want, uh, however you want to rank them. Four guys. Fast Freddy, A-Ray, Troll, Cade. Rank them. Uh, Alex, Freddie, and Kate are real toss up. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have to go with Cade, Freddie, Ray. Cade, Freddie, Ray. What about Alex? Yeah, Alex is first. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, Alex, Cade, Freddie, Ray. Yeah, right. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. All and, right. And, and yeah, I don't know. The yeah, that fuck. That one's a tough one. Um, because I see Freddie and Kate ride every day, and Freddie is really good on certain days, but then has Freddie like moments. Yeah. And then he always Kate, has. Freddie has Freddie like moments. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so um, I, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I'll have to go with Kate for Freddie for yeah. Okay. Yeah. But right. they're neck and neck as right. as far as speed and stuff. Yep. But yep. consistency wise, I'm gonna have to go with. Kate there on that one. Freddie oftentimes will look great, and then he'll have like a grenade in his airbox. And, yeah, the, and, and, yeah. and it's just over. It's over. I don't even understand. I mean, I've seen it. As soon as you see it, you'll understand. Freddie can have a phenomenal week. Yep. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Then show up the next Monday, and it's just a shitty, <laughs> shitty Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. And you're like, what the fuck? You're like, what that? happened, Freddie? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't even know. He's just like, I don't know. It's unexplainable. <laughs> you know? um, so. Hey, before we get, uh, before we get uh, Scott on the line here from Motorsport, to talk about your uh, the big deal with those guys, um, Marchbanks Garrett Marchbanks, lots of um, lots of hype for for Garrett. He looked fast when I saw him there. Uh, you know he's riding west. Um, yeah, I, Marchbanks. I mean, look until his outdoor season kind of went to shit the second half, sick and crashes and mm-hmm. a bike problem here and there. He was really good. And so, what's this kid's? Is it a podium? Is a podium possible for this kid on the west? Or a win? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, don't want to pump his ego too much, but Garrett, Garrett has been riding really good. But same as you know, a lot of other Tom, Dick, and Harrys are flying Monday through Friday as well. So yep. it, it, uh, it doesn't matter. All that matters is what happens on Saturday night. So um, I, I, I really want Garrett to win a race and get a bunch of podiums because I know he's really capable and he works his balls off. So mm-hmm. I, I think he can do it. Um, he feels really confident on his bike and he looks really good. But, um, okay, yeah, like, he, you know, there's there's three heavy hitters from Star that are, you know, phenomenal uh, practitioners as well and all have won races. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know. I, got, I, I really I don't know. We got Jet. We got Moseman, Nichols, Craig. Right, all those Thrasher. guys. Yeah. Well, I I put Marchbanks on a Thrasher level. I kind of do. 
I mean, you can say that, but Thrasher won two main events last I year. I know. It's amazing. He rode great, but I don't know. I know. Yeah. I, I, and people forget about that, but it's kind of just like, I don't, uh, yeah, I, I really don't know. And then and then you have, uh, did you say Forkner? Forkner is east. He's east, I think. You get to race him. Yeah. Really? <clears throat> yeah, you get to race Forkner. Oh, nice. Hey, there's, I did the math. There are 33 riders on East Coast that are under awnings, per se, on teams. Yeah. And, and Compared to 22 on West. Also, Vince is riding West. Real shame that Phil and Vince don't get to battle together. Uh, but anyways. Um, I like Vince. Well, maybe not on the track. You might not. <laughs> um, do you like, like say, do you like anyone on the track? Is Mumphy doing West? My guy Mumphy? As far as I'm aware, he's doing okay, West. Right. The Bar X team, I only saw one guy listed free, so it was Drake. Right, okay. The other three were West um, last I checked. All right, that sounds good. Um, okay, so, uh, yeah, Phil, well, hopefully, I mean, look, it'd be really cool for a, a team like Club to get on the podium in a 250 Supercross. That'd be pretty amazing. So, yeah, well, I, I mean, you if know? you want to take a bet on Garrett again this year, I will take that bet with you and take your money again. Did I... Take a bet? I, I Yeah, you paid me $150 last year. Because what was the bet? I, I bet you Marshbanks with Podium, Orlando, first round. Did you really? No, yeah. Are you like I, Truman? You take I, so many bets you can't yeah, remember yeah, yeah. the bets. I, I do not remember this bet. I mean, I paid yeah, you, though. He takes the bets, and then he doesn't pay him. You got to, it's like crying teeth to oh, get the money. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, all right. He's let's hang uh, out with Weege too much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Weege. Um, all right, let's get to our let's get to our, our next guest. So speaking of ORW stepping up and helping the Club MX team, which they are, uh, also our guys at Motorsport.com are also on board with the Club MX team this year. It's very exciting. It's all due to my uh, intervention and everything else. And Phil has signed up with Motorsport.com. It's uh, Motorsport.com. Scott Huddlestone, what's up, Scott? How are you, man? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Steve? How are you doing, Michael? Good. How are you doing, sir? What's up, Mister Scott? No, no, Phil. Okay, so Scott, Scott, listen. Let, let's. So, have you ever got less out of a sponsorship than Phil in 2021? As, as motorsport, as motorsport.com. Fucking do it. Well, I mean, let's be honest. You, you there was I, a good injury I'm, I'm, clause in there, right? I'm, try, I'm trying to get to the bottom of this, Scott. What? There was a terrible deal that I negotiated, and my rider, we didn't come through for you. And so, why did you want to come back on board with Phil? Yeah, well, I'm glad you brought that up, Steve, because I've thought a lot about this. Okay. And the more I think about it, and you mentioned it, uh, you were the agent on this deal, so I'm holding you responsible and accountable. Uh, <laughs> so that means motorsport sponsorship of the show is free this year to make yeah. up for it, right? Wow. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I, yeah. Sounds like right. a good deal right there, Steve. <laughs> Listen, I was uh, I was on board. We were coming back to America. We were going to make our presence felt for the uh, the, the Nationals. And uh, There's and a it, lot of wheeze. How many bikes you ride on the back of these days? I know, right? Um, so, Scott, uh, uh, so but, but you decided to come back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely with, uh, with Phil, uh, despite him not – uh, getting all the rounds in for outdoors last year. Uh, he represented the brand well. He did a, a fantastic job of uh, promoting us and mm-hmm. uh, showing me respect on, on the show, yeah. uh, which yeah. I really appreciated. And, uh, of course, he was always digging on you, and I appreciate that as well. So, okay. you know, all those uh, things combined, signing back up. And I, I can't wait for, you know, they call Barsha Bam Bam, and I can't wait to uh, see Nicoletti in uh, 250s uh, when we go East Coast. Uh, are you paying him per throat slit at all? Uh, the gestures? Are you, is that is there a bonus for that? No, no. I, well, I don't want him to get suspended or anything like Can that. You, uh, in, in, yeah, go ahead. I can't imagine like like Johnny Rocket from Omaha racing 250 East Supercross in practice up against Phil 
and the things that Phil is going to, you know, do to this kid if he cross jumps him. You know? <laughs> you make me sound so terrible. I'm not that bad. <laughs> uh, but, but, no, Scott, that's good. I'm glad you're back. But you're also going big with the Club MX team. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I tried to be uh, with with the club team. Uh, so I had actually conversations uh, a year ago with Mike Bonacci when he mm-hmm. came over to club about doing something with the team and it didn't work out. And then with Phil being part of the team, uh, Alex uh, coming on board, shoot the whole stable. They're, they're getting to be like stars. They're, they got like six or seven people on the team. Who knows what next oh, year's going to look like? Lopes, Lopes, yeah. Curry, Jace Owen. Yeah, yeah no, it, it's, a, it's a total, total effort over there. Yeah, so and it's actually more than that. The uh, uh, myself, Bryce, and Amanda, we had a chance to go out and, and visit the facility a couple of days before you were there, Steve. And the facility itself that they have is pretty uh, remarkable. And uh, we have the opportunity to partner with them and the, and the amateur riders they have there and the practice riders. So it's it's, it's certainly the team sponsorship and being part of the team and being with uh, some uh, some uh, pretty impressive riders for the uh, for the series. Uh, but also just be able to be there and interact with the their customer base that are coming through the gate to to practice at their facilities. Yeah, I missed you by a couple of days. Wow, that and I got the tour from Mike and, and Brandon. Wow, that yeah, that that's pretty impressive. That Club MX place, that's for sure. Yeah, it, it's cool. I mean, it's I mean anybody Johnny Blue can can go there and practice in, in part of their uh, facilities, and they have some really great tracks. They maintain them really well. Uh, I wish I lived over there. Shoot, I'd, I'd be out there running around on some of those tracks. It's a really cool facility. Uh, what I really want to do is go back out out there again when they start running the outdoor uh, yep. course. <laughs> some of those obstacles look pretty obscene. Those I definitely would not get on. I don't think you want any part of Osborne's original sand track either, Scott. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Right, Phil? That thing looks a little gnarly. Yeah, I try and stay away from that as much as possible. Right, right. Yeah, the original track that Osborne set up just looks like Lomel. Uh, with like be, like white sand, white sand, Lomo. Is that where you go when you're in trouble? You're in trouble there. They make you go ride it. That's the only reason. <laughs> yeah, Phil, do you, do you have to go ride that ever or no? For what? For do you have to go ride Osborne's track ever? The original track? No, no, I no. I only ride it when it rains. It's not. I don't want to go there for any other reason. Right, right. We, we, you know, it's uh, that's a man's track. I I don't know. I, and I sucked at sand growing up. <laughs> And the only reason I got decent at sand is because of that track, um, which is kind of not a good reason. But, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's gnarly. And in the summertime, there's no wind. It's covered by trees. And, it's yeah, it's pure hell. Yeah, I, I would think so. Uh, motorsport.com, of course. Uh, get your OEM and aftermarket parts there. Uh, go through the banner on pulpamex.com or pulpamexshow.com and uh, – Takes you to a whole section, uh, a lot of partner deals with us and, and, and everything else on motorsport.com. Well, Scott, listen, we, we the Pulp Mech Show, we are one entity that you have sunk some money in that has not let you down. So I, I'm just, you know, I'm just putting that out there. Yeah, that, that's correct. I mean, it took Mark's two years to finally put together a, uh, a whole shot challenge for uh, Public Mix Fantasy, but glad wow, that that Mark, song come to life. Mark's got just, ha- no, Mark's just got hammered by Michael to, earlier. It's really just no going way, down. Mr. Scott. He's going to just walk out soon. What's that, Phil? <laughs> There's no way Mr. Scott listens to your bullshit that comes out of your mouth. <laughs> no, I think he does. I think he does. Um, Is that bullshit including uh, doing Phil's deal? Right. No, yeah, exactly. I get Phil the yeah, FXR right. deal. I get Phil I get Phil Motorsport deal. I do more for Phil than hey, anybody else. I, I got to give Mark some credit, though. I emailed uh, literally 10 minutes ago because uh, Steve, in, in my bad, 
You always called me Huddlestone, and it's actually there's no E on the end. It's Huddlestone. I emailed him, and within two minutes, he had the uh, the, the banner up there corrected with the oh, E drop. So nice. Thank you, Travis, for jumping on that. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Uh, so, so uh, my bad too, Scott, on that. Um, but no, uh, that, no, that's cool. So also too, as we said earlier in the show, Pulp MX Fantasy signups this week. We've got a Motorsport.com whole shot challenge game. It is uh, free to play uh, for our listeners. You can sign up. You can just get your feet wet with fantasy if that's what you want. Motorsport.com gift cards as well um, on there. So that Scott, this is something that you guys are excited about, and what we are too. Yeah, very excited about it. Uh, you have fifty dollar gift card each week for the winner, and five hundred dollar gift card for. Soupy and then Moto, and then uh, that certainly ties in with our uh, ongoing sponsorship of the Pro Moto Cross Series and uh, MX Sports with the, the whole shot. So uh, looking forward to getting that finalized and uh, going outdoors uh, in, in six months or, or so from now. Uh, but, yeah, thanks, thanks very much, Steve and Travis, for uh, putting the whole shot challenge together. It's a pretty exciting thing for us, and I hope the fans enjoy it. Phil, are you going to play Pulp Mix Fantasy this year? Are you in? Not unless you give me a free membership. I'm not paying for that shit. Okay, all right. Well, <laughs> fantastic. We are, we are not. Phil, you could win a YZ450. I mean, you could, you know. Dude. Yeah, okay. Give me the free membership, and I'll try winning the YZ450. Oh, okay, all right. That's how it works. All right. That's, <laughs> I don't think. I said it's working. You don't get an agent percentage, nothing. No, nothing. I get no. nothing. No, I just try to help Phil. And, you know, and now, uh, by the way, too, Enzo Lopes running a Pulp MX sticker on his helmet. Uh, we have stepped up, made a deal with Enzo. Phil, so I hope everything's good with the family side of things and with, with Enzo's sister and all that because – Yeah, every, everything's great. I'm glad Enzo took my money that I could have had. It's fine. No problem, man. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> we're Supporting immigrants. <laughs> Listen, Joe, Joe told me this is the right thing to do, Phil, that, so I'm just following, you know, Joe. And I know you're, you're a fan, Phil, so I know Why that. Why not? Support, supporting immigrants, you know, I, 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 I appreciate it. The Thank country you. was founded, Mar- on, founded every, on immigrants, Phil. Every American rider happy that you're doing that. I don't know. I, Steve, though, I'm, are you like Phil's agent for everything? Because what happened to this rock star thing? I thought uh, – Yeah, Phil, what happened to your rock star helmet deal? What happened to that? Rockstar's out. Pepsi's out. I have no idea. That's a Lucas deal. Oh, okay. We'll blame Myrtle on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, two agents, Steve and Lucas. We have a guy who just volunteered to play for pay for your fantasy. Who? Uh, Energy781. One of our listeners. Uh, how much is the fee? 30 bucks? Yeah. Jeez, man. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, can we can we add 30 bucks to his deal like for, for 2022? We might have to up his sponsorship for, uh, <laughs> yeah. for next year, yeah. Whatever you pay him, add 30 bucks just so he can. I don't know how to, pl- I don't know how to play it, Steve. You guys make it so complicated with the handicap. Half the people that, playing the don't know how to play. It's not complicated. Yeah, exactly. We, I don't know how to just, play. We just uh, published a new video thanks to our guy Roto. He, it's a new how-to-play video. It's yeah. on the Pulp Mex YouTube channel. So, Phil, no excuses. Okay, no. Mark, here's the deal. If, he, if you give him the 30, if you get somebody to pay for his entry, just give him a bunch of free mulligans and he can use those. <laughs> Can you, imagine he He's Phil, our can you imagine guy. Phil paying 30 bucks out of his pocket no. and, and then playing and then getting so mad at A-Ray or whoever <laughs> when they throw away a main event Him finish, or Kate you know? or right, Troll. Or... Right, right, Just furious. So Yeah, I don't, I don't need that sort of stress in my life. I got enough stress already. I don't need Pulp of Mixed Fantasy weighing well, on me as well. You're, you're going to have a lot of people picking you for Minneapolis and so on and so forth. So, Mr. Scott, do you play this or no? 
I regrettably do, yeah. (laughs) Like the rest of us, he regrettably tosses his money away. Yeah. See? See? So so freaking frustrating. Yeah, Yeah, I'm out. I I don't think I can do it. Can you at least play the whole shot, motorsport.com, whole shot challenge? That's literally you pick the man to get a whole shot. That's it. Not even first to the finish line. It's just whoever gets officially credited with the whole shot. And that's a different entity. Uh, yes, Den- d- different entity, oh, free to play. Can you do it's that? It's on the site. It's still on the same site, but it's just a different. It's a separate it, game, it so you don't have to do anything. Okay. Phil. Okay. Free that's gift card, you win. I'm going to deduct that from the sponsorship fee. <laughs> yeah. Wait, who's cheaper then, Phil or Weege? Uh, we did. Weege is cheaper because Phil will spend money on good food, like Whole Foods and stuff. Okay. Where Weege will not at all anything. So yeah. Um, Here I have the value bag of chips from freaking Costco. Weege dropped his mom off at the front of a of a Dunkin' Donuts to use a coupon, and then he drove through the drive-through and used the coupon because it was only one per car. <laughs> You're it's kidding me! That is a true story. Oh my god! Yeah. So uh, you know, anyway, so that that's where that's where that's where Weege is at when it comes to cheapness. Phil will at least spend some money. So can um, we get Davy to take us to a steakhouse this year and just ruin yeah, Weege's money yeah, saving? Again? Absolutely. Yeah, we can totally. <laughs> Uh, hey, Scott, too, by the way, um, so uh, our buddy Kay Clayson, also a friend of the show, uh, he has been using yep. motorsport.com to place some orders. Uh, that's awesome. So he, he's, Yeah, yeah. Thanks he, for connecting us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, our, one of the top privateers this year has been buying things from motorsport.com and, uh, and getting the great service at that. So, yeah, that's, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, he, uh, he, he pumped up our gearheads, and, uh, yeah, we set up a little sponsorship, and Got to meet him actually out at club uh, when we were out there as well. So I'm glad to uh, glad to have Cade uh, part of our little program as well. Um, and uh, also, so what besides Phil Scott? Who else on the club team? You know, c- kind of perks your interest a little bit for Motorsport.com. Like, what do you? Who do you, I mean? What did you see when you went out there and talked to them and, and hung out with them? Which guys did you kind of enjoy talking to besides Phil? Well, Amart, of course. Yeah. Amart was uh, fantastic. Amart, uh, Phil, uh, Bryce, and Amanda and I went out to uh, dinner. It was, it was great. We get, we get the bill, and, uh, of course, Motorsport covered it. But uh, Phil offered uh, Alex to pay uh, Phil's bill uh, if, <laughs> if, if, if I was open to that. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Amart. But, I, you know, what I'm really excited about, and we guys already talked about it, is uh, March Banks. You know, last year he did really well uh, coming out of the gate. and. Yeah. You know, he he was just on the club team at the beginning. You know, late uh, 2019. You know, leaving uh, Kawasaki or 2020, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, so a full year on club. Really excited about what uh, Garrett can produce. And actually, I didn't know Jace was going to be on the team. So pretty cool to see how he does as well. Uh, now that he's getting healed up. Yeah, I feel like Jace is a little under the radar, Phil. A little bit. Like I know he's riding. He's riding east, right? Um, but like he's had some good finishes. Yeah, yeah, Jace is, Jace is good. Him and Enzo both have really good talent on a dirt bike. I just don't think they've really had um, been able to show it on on a Saturday night, which is weird because Jace is quite old now. Yeah. Uh, but they both ride dirt bikes really, really good. They both have way more talent than I do. Um, it kind of pisses me <laughs> off a bit. But uh, they, uh, I don't know, I think the bikes are good. I think both of them will have standout years. So hopefully they uh, – don't beat me, but I, I think they'll both crush it for sure. Enzo has such good style on a bike. Like, his elbows. I, I don't and, even want to fucking dude. talk about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he gave him the one compliment. We're moving yeah, on. Yeah. We're moving on. He just, he yeah. looks, he's so perfect on the bike when he's riding. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, that's why you're sponsoring them. Right. That's why we're running a helmet deal with with, with Enzo Lopes, everybody. That's what, that's what we believe in Enzo. That's, that's just what happens yeah. when you're you know a little easier, a little more agreeable on yeah. your price. Yeah, you're just a nicer guy. It's not so not so hard to deal with, you know. So, so hey, Phil, hey, uh, the, uh, the give us your thoughts on the other immigrant on the team, which doesn't have a pulp deal. Maybe it needs one, but uh, no one's really seen uh, Thurry ride. Uh, what's your uh, thoughts on him? I think. Well, Steve doesn't really like him that much because he screwed him in fantasy so many times. But I think <laughs> Nick will be better this year. I think uh, last year, nerves kind of got to him a little bit. Being on the semi, not really expect, you know, not knowing what to expect, not knowing how Supercross really was working. But he rides really good, especially when it's kind of a little bit muddy and rutted. And, you know, there's going to be some West Coast that are going to be like that. So uh, he'll be a main event guy every weekend for sure. I, yeah, I, I like the fact that he's a dog guy because I guess he brings his dog everywhere, apparently. And the fucking right? dog's annoying. Okay, so the dog's annoying. But I like, so I like Thurry that he's a dog guy. He seems like a hell of a nice guy. But, dude, every time I picked him last year, he would just crash and burn. He would be good in practice or qualifying and then, you know, go backwards. I picked him two or three times. And then when I didn't pick him or couldn't pick him, he would crush it. So that makes it, like, even angrier with the guy where you're like, bro. Like, I see what you can do. You're 12th or whatever. Like, you're yep. a good rider. And then, okay, I'm picking you next weekend. Oh, there he goes, sending it off the track. So, mm-hmm. I'm, I have so a, don't pick him anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's Pulp Effects Fantasy. This is, what, this is what the game does to you, everybody. How about the game yeah. you should – this would be a little bit of an algorithm. But, add when you pick somebody over and over when they score bad, can you just pop up a little menu that just says, are you really sure about your poor choice? Like your poor well, choice we have that with life. A-Ray. We have that with A-Ray. Yeah. So, you know, we are, we are covering our bases with that. So, hey, uh, Phil, I'm kind of curious. So, of course, on the team, even though you said Jace Older, you and, and Troll are, of course, the most experienced veteran of the team. There's a lot of younger guys on it. Of the two of you, who do you feel like has the uh, the better advice for uh, your teammates? Which one of you has a better uh, is a better guiding light per se? Uh, uh, I don't know. I guess it depends on which guy you're dealing with. I think. I think uh, Alex is better with the the softer side of things. Um, you know, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't really know how to explain it. Um, it all depends on the topic, I guess. When it comes to maybe manning up or yelling at somebody, I can kind of handle that. And you know, kind of like caring for him or whatever, being a baby. Alex is on that side of things a little bit, <laughs> um, but it's like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think we both give advice in different ways and different lights, and then you know, it depends on if they take it or not. I'm I'm not really sure. I might come off a little aggressive for some. You might come off might. a little aggressive. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> can you do me a little favor with that aggression? Next time you uh, you see Colin Park, can you just just teach him to punt Osby already? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, he Colin. <laughs> well, Ad, it's funny you say that because uh, I mean, you know, Colin got hurt, right? Yeah, yeah, did the yeah, yep. yeah. Um, but I actually, I didn't really know Colin, but he's actually a super nice kid. I was kind of giving him a hard time, but um, oh, I thought he was going to have a decent year. But um, his crash kind of, uh, my first day on Supercross, literally the first four minutes down there, and I just see him completely auger himself. And I'm like, this is great to see on my very first day in the first four minutes. <laughs> Seeing dead bodies somebody, going through the air. <laughs> yeah, somebody snapping their forearm right in front of me. I'm like, great, uh, you know. Are you happy, Phil, with your bike setup? Are we still testing, or are we at the point where everything's good and you are just uh, ready to go? I'm still going to do some testing. I'm going to come out and uh, 
test with Gilly between ATU and San Diego or San Diego and ATU one that that week. Yep. Um, uh, and do a little stuff, but I uh, got another shock last week. Uh, it's been raining here nonstop as well. Like it's been in California, so I haven't really been able to uh, test a whole lot of stuff. Um, but tomorrow we'll be able to get back at it and, mm. and see. But yeah, I feel pretty comfortable right now. I mean, not. Still not super up to speed, but still got a month and a half, so I'll be okay. Uh, Scott, just another deal I did for him. I forgot about that, the KYB deal. Just another <laughs> another thing, Scott, that I did for him. You know, and, and you're not getting anything out of it, right? No, no. Cut. My friend's just getting factory suspension, and I'm getting, you know, I just get shit on. So yeah, that's another thing. Uh, so I don't know. I, it's just it's frustrating at times. Uh, Scott. I'll give you that one. I did, I'll give you that one. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. He, he is going to give me that one. Uh, motorsport.com, please check it out for all of uh, your online needs. And, uh, again, I tell people this on the podcast. If you have an issue with motorsport or, or whatever, email me using a contact form on Pulp. I will make sure that Scott gets a hold of it or Bryce, and we handle any questions at all for motorsport.com. Uh, it's terrific to have them on board with the show and terrific to have them on board with Filthy Phil Nicoletti as well. So I mean, uh, yeah, just, yep. it's great, Scott. You you've really you really elevated our our show as well. <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate that, and uh, very happy to be part of the uh, the program with Pulp and expanding it into the uh, the whole shot, and then and certainly Phil and the rest of the club team. Look, looking forward to uh, a one here in uh, four or five days. Do we have any sort of requirements for Phil on the podium for motorsport, uh, like for motorsport promotions or anything else? Do we have we worked that out, Scott? Anything like if? Oh uh, no, we got to figure that. We got uh, six weeks to figure that out. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll figure out something. Plenty yep, of yep. Plenty, <laughs> plenty of time, he said. <laughs> uh, well, thanks, Scott. Thanks for coming on. Uh, we'll see you this weekend, right, at the race. Yep, absolutely. Okay, all right. Make sure uh, make sure we run into each other. Text me or call me, and uh, I'll come see you wherever you're at. So. Yep, will do. Do you have a suite, by the way, for this week? Well, just uh, no, hanging out with uh, somebody else. Uh, okay. Oh, you talking to Lindsay? Yeah, like <laughs> I, I want to come into a suite, you know. But <laughs> Wasserman's got a suite. You can go hang out there. Oh, do they? Oh, yeah. agent can hang out with an yeah, agent. Yeah, maybe you're yeah, an agent. I, right? I am truly an agent, so maybe I'll do that. Um, yeah, we'll check it out. All right, Scott. Thank you, man. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. See you, Mr. Scott. See you later. All right, that's Scott Huddleston by the way, uh, from motorsport.com. He's been in studio a few times, and uh, great guys, Phil. Big part of your program, and, uh, yeah, you know, we're tying it all in here together. Yeah, and Mr. Scott's been awesome to me, and so is the whole motorsport crew, so I'm, I am actually really grateful for them. You have uh, I'm a Comeback, you have Motorsport, you have Muck Off, the club team, just crushing it this year. Yeah, and big title sponsors nowadays. Oh, yeah. You know, big money's rolling in. <laughs> but nothing going to you, Phil. <laughs> no, 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 nothing. Nothing. It's, yeah, exactly. All right. Um, I'll take it on the chin. All right, Phil. So we are doing a live show in Minneapolis at Inbound Brewery uh, Friday night. So you're going to be a guest on the live show. So, uh, What day is that? That's Friday, Friday? night. Friday night. I don't want to hear about right. FXR. You nope. I don't want to hear anything about FXR. You have to come to this. Well, if I got a chance to go hang out with Mill and the boys and ride snow bi- uh, snow bikes, I'm going to do that. I witnessed the last time you rode a snow bike. Oh. I don't know if I'd say <laughs> that. I know. I was actually just thinking of that, and I just pictured my chain snapping on the fucking thing. <laughs> I felt so bad for you because I was right in the midst of like Phil Rex at Bad News. Phil, Phil Rex, everything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He literally makes it half a lap on the snow bike, and the chain just snaps over a double. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, we had some good laughs with that. Don't worry. Yeah, I wow. ate shit. I think Pat ate crap. He ate. It was. Ugh. Still yeah. like- All right. 
Yeah, so I don't know. So why won't you let me come on with Scuba, Steve? You can come on with Scuba if you're still going to be up when he comes on. He's on much later, so I didn't think he would. What do you make of that? What do you make of Scuba leaving? Mm, I mean, I kind of know what Scuba was going through, and I know it was a lot on him, and um, it just comes to a certain point where it's just like, uh, you know, sometimes enough's enough with some things. So I don't know, and he's been there for a long time, and maybe he just wanted to change their breath of fresh air with some stuff. So um, I don't know. Yeah, I respect his decision. You know, I mean, it's, he's had a hell of a run. Yeah, dude. Well, listen, I, I mean, I did it for 12 years. Like, uh, it's it's a gnarly grind, man. And, you know, I mean, he's even doing more than I was, but I, I get it. I talked to Kehoe for a while uh, a couple months ago about his deal, and it's, dude. It's, it's, and Michael, while well, you own the team, I mean, yeah, you are just on that fucking pushing that stone up the hill all, all year long. long. So, all day long. And I, I texted Scuba just uh, like, hey, I, I said, I, I had my level of stress and I can only right. fathom what it is yep. at that so, level. We'll, it's insane. It's got to be you insane. Can, you can come back on, Phil, if you want. I'll be sleeping. I mean, you and school will be talking so much shit about me anyway. We are. I, I, I have a couple stories, and he's bringing in a couple Phil stories from New York, so I love it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's got a couple good ones. I don't know if they're good or bad. Or, <laughs> well, they definitely ain't good. Good depending on what side of the fence you're sitting yeah, 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 which is never on the good side. Well, for our <laughs> listeners, it'll be a good, it'll it'll be be a great. good side. Yeah, absolutely. Great yeah. radio. Yeah, I was reading that thing actually, your, uh, uh, your thing with J-Bone today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's yeah. back. Rider liaison or whatever he's going to be. Uh, the, I, you know I had to throw the question in there. Um, yeah, oh, I fucking read it. I read it. And he acts question? like Gallagher. He acts like – Jibbo is fun, funny because the way he re- it read, it was just like, oh, Gallagher was right and I was wrong. But there was no way. Gallagher was way wrong and I was right. I don't even know what he was talking about. He acted like I knew what I was talking about, so I didn't no, know. No, I know. But, yeah. but it just goes way back. Gallagher DQ'd me from a semi and made me go to a fucking LPC. <laughs> I, so I lost my shit. What did you do? What did he think you did? Dude, he said I, I jumped on. I had won the LCQ and he docked me four spots or something. Or no, I got second. I don't even know what it was. It was just enough to bump me out of transfer spot to put me in a In a semi. Yeah, you want a semi. semi. Yeah. Yeah. And I had jumped. There was a red cross on an over-under, but the the over-under was a step-up. So, like, I jumped on top of the tabletop. Which is which it happens a lot. That happens a lot. Which happens like, yes. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever fucking rolled one of those things? I know, right? I mean, exactly. Can't. Yeah, you can't. You can't physically it, roll it. Yes. You disappear. Right. Yeah, that's what I was fucking trying to tell him. I lost my shit on him. I was, yeah, he could have, you know what? I was prepared to get my AMA license. Yeah. Hey, did you do the whole try to hand him the bike and dare him? Like, yeah, hey, you yeah, fucking try to ride yeah. I, told him, I said, you go fucking ride up that thing. But we had, yeah. there's been numerous instances of riders landing on top, like barely getting over it and being fine and nobody getting dude, docked, you know? Dude, so. yeah, I know. He fucking docked me. All right. Yeah. I was John, so mad. John, I like John, but he had a temper and he had a, he was emotional at times. And you know what I mean? And I just felt like yeah. you can't be like that, you know, when you're doing this. So if, Jay, I, if I was doing it's that, Jay Bone, Tooley, and Mike Pelletier who are now yeah, going to be three guys that are going to determine. If if I had that job, I'd want another cell phone. Yeah, like yeah. Another right, cell right, right. <laughs> After the race. all the threats that are coming in. Yes. J-Bone's yeah. like a nice guy, though, so I wonder how he's going to do. Like, you know, he's going to be like, oh, that's how we see it. Sorry, man. And then, like, <laughs> I don't know. Just jump the jumps. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I'm going to tell him. I just jumped the jump, J-Bone. What do you want me to do? <laughs> I took your advice. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good. Uh, no, I'm looking forward to it. I like J-Bone. I think it's going to be good to have him back at the races. And I like that three of them are going to be level-headed and look at everything, and I hope not so emotional. 
yeah. you know, when they make decisions. That's all. So Yeah. yeah I, I don't know. I think Jabo is going to get caught. And it's going to be tough because he has so many relationships with so many people. Yes. You know? Yep. Yep. I just, I just think there's too much attach, too much attachments to, to that to where, yeah, I don't know. Right. I think it's going to get tricky. Right. Okay. Uh, Red Dog just texted me and said, "Send me a, li- a link to listen to this crap. I can't find it anywhere." <laughs> like seriously, like dude, uh, I don't even know what to say to people like this. Like, what? What do you mean you can't find it anywhere? Like. Uh, hey, that's your guy. Hey, Phil, I got one for you. Speaking of the J-Bone made me think of this. So, you know, a lot of people think of you as 450 guy, but you've rode 250 career in Supercross. You rode JJR when they were the factory Suzuki team. I think you mm-hmm. rode fill-in on a factory KTM 250 the one year, correct? Uh, yep, yep. Uh, in 2010, um, for actually a lot of the year, because uh, Tommy Searle had gotten hurt. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I have, but back then, like, uh, 08, 09, 10, 11, and 12, um, well, 11, yeah. I was in Australia, but I really didn't race much 250 Supercross, yeah. so. Where I guess um, I, was, I was wondering is, for you, the more of a bike question, club bike, how's it compared to when you were JGR on two, since that would have been the last time you were on 250? Yeah, it's quite a, quite a big quite a big difference i really like the alma 250f mm-hmm. you know um power torque uh chassis like it's, it's really really good so and it's just it's just crazy to me how the, the 250 and the 450 are kind of the same chassis but how different they are yeah they are they're uh, same frame same yeah, frame and everything yeah yep. yeah it's just it's 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 really mind-blowing and i would have never thought that until i rode a yamaha 250 and i'm just like oh my god yeah blue crew you bro. Know, it's just right yeah it's it's phenomenal did so. they win your shootout yeah it, oh, on your shootout? Okay, because it didn't win everybody's 250 shootout. Did not? Oh, well, of course they didn't win MXAs. Yeah, somebody's. Something Orange mm. White does. Yeah. I think it was White. Yeah. Um, how was it even uh, – it's such a long time ago, but does it does it shock you how good even like that, like a private team's 250 is compared to like the factory KTM you rode in, in 10 and Searle's bike? Like, oh, dude, it's, it's unreal. I don't even know how to explain it. I was just – I was talking to my – I think I was talking to my old man about that, just like how good the production bikes – are nowadays like i remember being an amateur and it was just like everything you could do to have like a a good run in the amateur bike at 42 horsepower you know what i mean or the (laughs) yeah now your stocks bike stock bike blows them out of the water you know and they run crisp and you don't have to worry about them bog well they do still shut off every now and then but (laughs) don't don't have to worry about yeah, the Honda bogs and the Yamaha bog whatever you know it's just like how about we we had carburetors flying off uh, <laughs> in my era, right? So, um, yeah, it's amazing, right? Well, it, it shocks me. Not that, you know, motor is important, but still being able to see, you know, certain privateers or team guys that end up having to ride maybe early 250 Supercross season, literally on a, like a stock motor yeah. 250 just with suspension ECU. I mean, they get around still pretty darn yeah. decent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it, it's, it's, it's you're right. And you got Twisted doing your motors. They're, they're running a sec- second injector on your bikes, I believe. Those things are great. That's a great idea. And they're fast, man. March Banks, like, I, I mean, March Banks is a big dude. And outdoors last year at Colorado and different places, he was no problem. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, so I don't know. Jamie uh, Twist has got the two fifties figured out on the Omaha's and they, they run really good and they you know, I'm not light by any means, I'm hundred and eighty pounds. Garrett's one ninety, you know what I mean? They 
they run fucking good. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, uh, the Suzuki was always just like, you know, when I got on 2017, they had, hadn't done any development on it really since fucking Jason Anderson won on it in 13. So it was just like super outdated and, uh, we're always playing catch up. So it's kind of just like, I never really got a fair shake on a good TKDF. Um, and then 2018, JGR finally took it over and Dean Baker finally did the best that he could with it, but still, it was still an old engine. You know what I mean? Like there was, wasn't much that they could really do with it. Um, so now it's just like I get on the Yamaha and it's just like, holy shit, you know, this is what a 250 F is supposed to feel like. Now I'm sure the Starbikes are still a little bit better, mm -hmm. but I don't think the gaps are as big as what they used to be. No, know? I agree. I think in both classes, the gaps are nowhere near what they used to be. I'd say especially know? in yeah. Supercross. Yeah. I think outdoors, it shines through a little more where it's a straight. Yeah, yeah. Far but sure. I think like any between like a Jamie or Chad, some of those guys, like you can get such a good 250 to race Supercross on now. Yep. Like, um, all right, Phil. Well, thanks for coming on. Hunter Lawrence coming up next. He's got a he's got a a live press conference on Wednesday in Costa Mesa, Phil. If you want to come out, yeah, I'm bummed I can't make it to it. Right, right, Mertz, dude, Mertz, <laughs> big Mertz, yeah, doing just, it, just 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 crushing the PR side of things. So yeah, yeah. So when uh, no, but before I go, okay, are we uh, are we gonna do a podcast with you since you were here? Because you have to tell the stories that you were fucking telling me, Steve. Oh, uh, on, on, <laughs> you loved it, didn't yeah. you? You loved it. Oh, my God. I, I think I've told them all. Uh, we can, though. We can do another one if you want. Um, Dude, so I, yeah. I was telling Phil mm -hmm. my mechanicing career, like from 96 oh, on. <laughs> How many stories involve stuff fault. falling off? Yeah, yeah, no, no. Bikes oh, blowing up. And, 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 and Phil was just like, you got to be fucking kidding. I'm like, no, Phil. And then this happened. Hey, and Phil, then, after and, these yeah. stories, would you trust this man sitting across the table from me to wrench for you for Listen. one race? <laughs> Listen, Red Dog. Red Dog's listening, so I'd appreciate if you guys just, you know, dude. There's, there's a, no way. He, do you know how much PTSD he probably has from you? Listen, you, oh, you, I know, I know. Listen, national winning, summer cross winning, Bud's Creek first moto winning mechanic. That's me. You can, that's me. You can use all that to try and cover up all the terrible stuff that's happened, but, but it doesn't work. Man. <laughs> you, you were loving you can't it. Can't bury that. You were loving it. <laughs> Dude, hey. and Steve, Steve legit had 11-10 like style years for fucking six years <laughs> Okay, Phil. Not here, really, here, not that Phil, bad. But, over under. But, but, but the, uh, the, the circlip, where'd you get the circlip from? <laughs> I got it from the drawer. No, where'd you get the circlip? I'm like, I got it from the fucking container, bro. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Phil, yeah. here, here's, here's why I want to weigh how much you, you value life. I give you the option. Ride the 1110 Mods bike for a Supercross night again or your bike with Steve working on it? Oh, stop Dude. it. Come Dude. on. Come on. I'm actually, I'm taking Steve because. <laughs> Thank, I, you. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know. I, I, I take Steve's experience. Are we talking about right now or Steve in 1996? Yeah, back in my prime. Not now. Not now. Uh, I barely work on my bike. No. Man, so. I, I don't know, man. Um, I, I, I'd have to take Steve. Uh, the 1110 bike was just too. That's like Russia roulette, dude. <laughs> hey, was that one of those classic? Was that one of those classic situations where everybody says like my bike was running so good when it, before it blew up? If it ran better, were you like, man, I got like five minutes out of this the, thing? Probably. The best 1110 story though is Troll driving to Redbud with his own money and everything else, and he made it two laps of practice. <laughs> they drove all the way to Redbud. His bike blew up two laps in, and he sat and watched the whole weekend while Phil rode yeah. and everybody else. Well, rode. My favorite was like the one Narcos so. had just about running the bikes through tech with no motors on a meter. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, we'll, 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 we'll figure that out, Phil. We'll do that for the fans. You need to. That'd be fucking funny.
Uh, thanks for the time, buddy. Appreciate it. Uh, congratulations right. on the motorsport deal and the KYB deal and the FXR deal and everything else I've done for you. So, yeah, that's, uh, you know. That's right. Uh, uh, thanks, buddy. If you buddy. Know any more people, let me know. Talk I will. See you guys later. All right, see ya. That's Phil Nicoletti, everybody. Uh, Hunter Lawrence coming up right now. Uh, thanks to the folks at Firepower, by the way. Uh, do you use Firepower for your guys' stuff, some of it? Do you, do you get some uh, not a t- Yeah, media stuff I do now. Their All batteries right. are really good. Batteries are great. Uh, they got a variety of chains made in Japan. They've got featherweight lithium batteries as well. Firepowerparts.com. They support a lot of privateer riders in this sport and a lot of teams as well. Of course, they got Firepower uh, Marty team. Marty. Marty Firepower. Jordan, running Jordan the firepower. Smith and uh, Fry. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, that's a firepower title for those guys. That's awesome. Um, so thank you for those guys. Your, your uh, boy Phil gets to race them. Yeah, yeah. I hope I like Jordan Jordan yeah. Smith. I like Jordan Smith. I hope he has a, a good comeback. He has yeah. had some crappy years, and the dude's a really good guy, and he's fast. And you know, I, I, I cheer for Jordan Smith. You? Yeah. Okay. No, Jordan. Jordan's had it. He's had it rough. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, speaking of uh, rough, uh, this weekend will not be rough uh, for Hunter Lawrence. He will not be racing, but he'll be up in the stands watching. So it'll be a good weekend for him. Brought to you by the folks at Renthal. He uses Renthal bars on his Honda CRF 250, uh, whether it's a twin wall bar, 7 eighths bar, fat bar, fat bar 36, Renthal.com. More championships than all the other brands combined. Uh, so please check those guys out. Great grips as well. They got so all sorts of things going on at Renthal.com. Really informative website. We welcome Renthal on the show and they're bringing you hunter lawrence what's up hunter how are you man hey mate what's up steve happy new year how are you we're good man thank you for coming on yeah appreciate it michael Lindsay's here and he doesn't even own a team anymore now he just works for the media now hunter so it's much better oh, so nice. <laughs> what's up michael how are you oh pretty good yourself yeah not bad mate not bad can't complain what uh what rental bar band do you use i'm pretty sure it's the ironically um is it the Suzuki one? Uh, nine nine seven would be Suzuki. I believe that either nine nine seven or the nine nine six. Okay, all right. And do you run uh, the twin wall or do you go crossbar less? Uh, is it fat bar baby? Fat bar. Fat bar. Yeah, yeah. The okay. only one that runs a crossbar Honda is Kenny. I can't take these guys switching. Everybody switches now. AC's gone back and forth fourteen times. Like I don't know what. Really? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't understand what you guys are doing all the time. Riders. He's nice. He's guys. Honestly, happy. mate. Honestly, like. But when we make silly little changes like that, we're chasing that half percent of, yep. of comfort, half percent of, of something. Yep. You know, that's literally what it is. No, I agree. I agree. And when you take your crossbar off, uh, it does make a difference to me. Even a local B vet rider, I feel like a cross without a crossbar, the bike suspension feels better. I feel like that. Yeah, it's, it's tough. So for me, uh, with the crossbar, like – I could never run them because where the crossbar goes onto the thing, you know how you have like that little rubber bit on the bend yes. of the bar, just yep. past the bend of the bar. I run my levers, so clutch hard. lever and front brake lever, uh, yeah, yeah. so far in right. that I can't run it in enough. So for me, the twin wall was never an option just because I couldn't run my levers where I wanted to run them, you know? You know what? Your fellow Aussie, Mitch Evans, has the same problem, I believe. Yeah, has, I believe that. It's the same I issue. Believe that. Yes. Yeah. Um, Hey, so Costa Mesa, Nordstrom parking lot, some mall, uh, Friday or Wednesday. You guys are building a track. Yeah, you're building a track. You're going to ride? Like if the weather's good? Is this this what we understand? Yeah, Yeah, mate. No, for sure. It's uh, so basically to to sum up what's going on. Yes, please do. Yes. (laughs) Basically. All right. In a nutshell. Okay. 
Well, we train to the chest. all off-season, yeah. right? We train all off-season, we work our butts off, and, and there's all this hype. The media's out there hyping up the first round, right? You yep. guys are out there. Yep. Uh, who, who, this guy looks fast at the practice track. This guy's looking good, you know, creating all this hype. And the first time that the people, the fans of our sport, get to hear from the guys is, is they watch a Zoom call. Yep. You know, yeah. so as, as, as far as that, you know, in all honesty, we're just trying to put ourselves out there, give the public access to ask us whatever they want. Yep. Uh, you know, it could be something dumb like, hey, what, what are you going to have for breakfast? Or like, hey, what was the funnest thing you did in the off season? You know, like whatever they want, they can come and ask us that and just give back to the, to the people that in, in all reality you know, keep our sport going, um, yeah. you know, coming to watch us race and stuff. So it's going to be really cool, mate. It's at, yeah, it's at South Coast Plaza, um, Costa Mesa. It's free. Yeah. You don't have to pay anything to be there. So it's it's 100% going just to give back, dude. Like, it, it's going to be awesome. Um, I like everything, Everything's a Zoom call. Everything since COVID, in all honesty, it's kind of been crappy, you know? Like, it sucks, dude. It's it's not what it used to be. So it's just trying to, to get out there and prove that we're not too good for this stuff, you know, yeah. trying to say, Hey dude, we'll go there. Well, you can ask us whatever you want. It may be the dumbest question, whatever. We just want to hang out with you guys, give back to our fans. We have amazing fans. We have amazing supporters and sponsors and, and people within mm-hmm. our team. It's just kind of a bit of a party, um, a Q and a, and then, yeah, you'll see us ride a little bit. Um, you know, you can get there early, uh, go shop around. It's a great mall. Um, I love that place. You might see Jet in Tilly's looking for another pearl necklace. Um, so yeah, it's, it's right. going to be cool. It's going to be really like cool. It. Yeah, I like it. I think it's cool concept for anybody who doesn't understand. Like South Coast Plaza is one of the nicest, most like high end malls yeah. in the world. Costa Mesa. Mm-hmm. We're blocks from the water. Like this is this isn't like oh somewhere in Riverside yeah, I no, throw an event. Like the I fact that know, you guys are building a track at this location, like that's. I want to yeah, know how this conversation. This is not, this I is not a this, minor effort. I want to know this how this conversation went. I want to know how this conversation went with Mertz and Honda and the mall. Hey, we want the boys to ride, and then we're gonna build a track yeah. on your parking lot. I, yeah. So the venue, so the venue we're doing it at is what makes this even cooler. Um, you know, some people may not care, but to us, it's, it's really cool because it means a lot to us. And I think everyone that attends it is, is going to have such a great time. You know, like it's literally, we're doing it for, for everyone else that supports us, yeah. um, you know, as a fan, as a sponsor, as a, a whatever, you know. And even if you don't know the sport, maybe you're at the mall and, and the chance of having some people from outside of the sport, you know, businessmen, yeah. uh, companies, et cetera the chances of that person coming to that event at South coast mall, mall like uh, Michael just said, it's, it's one of the most high end malls in, in America, you know? So it's a lot better than, you know, yeah. on a weekend that, that type of uh, potential, you know, new sponsor, uh, someone that might want to come in as a title sponsor for the sport for all we know, isn't, you know, he's not trying to go out on the weekends. He's trying to spend time at home with his family, you know? So, um, but yeah, back to what I was saying, the place we're doing it at is called Ancillary Studios. And this place is, it's like people bring their exotic cars, Koenigsegg, one-off Lambos, one-off Ferraris, like, and, and they photograph, it's a design studios. Jay Leno does his 
uh, Jay Leno's car, car garage. Um, oh yeah, in there as yep. well. Um, it's so it's it's awesome. It's so it's a high end car um, place. You know, there's um, the guy that runs it does album covers and photo shoots for album covers for music bands and stuff there as well. You know, so it's it's a, a high end elite. Um, studio of its own and you know we're all elite racers and and it's it's hopefully going to inspire some other people and teams and um stuff to hopefully do do more stuff like this in the yeah. future well mertz know? mertz dude just you know he's not he's not working for phil uh you know he's not getting phil any deals he's working on setting up tracks in <laughs> well, costa mesa for you guys the, the jay leno thing <laughs> because i actually when yeah. mertz called me and told me this was happening yeah. i remember i was just having this conversation with somebody the day before was like Look, yes, there's been some cool press conferences here. There's some some events that the sport has done, but it's always facing towards the media or the core size sport. Yeah, I, maybe I'm missing something in between. But the last like event that I can really think of a, of the past era that has tried to connect riders maybe with a, a different audience on a grander scale like this is I think a Jay Leno of Tonight Show yeah. when McGrath <laughs> and Carmichael Watt set up the the track out back of the studio. They yep. did a little Tonight Show Cup, and then we're on the show. Yeah, it's only two bits. Still, this is. I was super stoked when Mert said you guys were doing this because yeah. that's what it kind of reminds me of, flashes me back to, is when somebody like McGrath was taking the sport outside of our circle, trying to take yeah. it to a, a more of a, a mainstream stage and expose new people to And it. also, too, Hunter is so well-spoken and such a, a good ambassador of the sport. And then there's Jet, who, you know, <laughs> Jet is Jet. Yes. So, like, we have perfect – We have perfect, we have a great comment. We have a great – pair of brothers to, yeah. to do this right jet's the one that can't really speak all that well and he's just jet and then but hunter will hunter will carry it so yeah. it was yeah. it you label your brother the most annoying human being yeah. on the planet right the most annoying human being <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly exactly um, sorry who whose idea was this i got out at the end of the day which between who thought like oh, this is all how this this is mertz i mean come does on. mertz really get all the credit uh come on hunter a hundred percent he does a hundred percent lucas myrtle jeremy Malat. Uh, the crew at Red Bull, you know, um, Lucas and Jeremy, two great minds and, and, you know, working together with them to help make all this come true is, is awesome. And, and honestly, like this kind of goes a bit above Jet's head and stuff. Um, <laughs> but like, I love it as well. Like, yeah. I love all that kind of stuff. I, I think it's going to be awesome. The place it's at, the venue it's at, the, the, the reality of like this shopping mall is it, it does the biggest numbers of any shopping mall in America. Really? And wow. we're going to, yeah, yeah. And we're going to put, you know, a little track. It's not going to be a A1 layout. No, in a, in no. A, you know, like it's just it's going to be some little. And just to do that and put that sport at that, our sport at that venue, I think it's really cool. And it's not, it's not to, to like jam it down anyone's throat like oh hey it's us it's the lawrence brothers we're, we're better now it's, it's not at all like that like we honestly hope that this time next year there's three or four other other mm-hmm. riders teams sponsor whomever it is doing this because at the end of the day all it does is benefit everyone because it's the sport of supercross you know like it's it's yeah genuinely to yeah. to get the sport better and bigger i mean i know it Steve, Michael, you guys know it. We think our sport is the best, you know, and it's it's incredible. And we want it to one day, hopefully, be on, you know, the level of mainstream, you know, which is a tough thing. But, I mean, nothing's impossible, you know. Right. Uh, by the way, congrats on the Red Bull helmet deal. That's really cool that uh, you did you. one. And I've, 
We got right. Stu's helmet on the desk here, Red Bull Stu helmet, and it's one of the coolest yeah. things I have because it's a Red I, Bull helmet. I will say I am super wow. stoked you got the Red Bull deal. I'm just slightly disappointed because of some some of your kits this year were cool, especially like I'm a huge F1 fan, yeah. big Dan and Ricara fan. Love the, yeah, the yeah, collab you yeah, did with him. Yeah. Oh, Hunter, shut, shut Hunter up. I thought that was, yeah, it was okay. I mean, oh, you just, know. Um, it, was, up, it was incredible. <laughs> no, don't worry. There's plenty more. That kind of stuff won't stop. But yeah, I agree. I agree, Michael. I was I was stoked on on you know the helmets, the kits we were able to pull off this year. It's a huge shout out to Alpine Stars. You know that wouldn't have been possible without um, Jose from Alpine Stars, Gabrielle and stuff, and our designer David Durham. Um, Durham kills. Yeah, it. having those guys. Wait, Durham's yeah, at Alpine Stars. Durham's the best. He's like. Durham? Yeah, yeah Durham. Durham's been doing, like, okay, he so... Fox? He lives at Fox, right? Yeah, no, when oh. they closed down, he was over shift, and when they kind of yeah. tapered the staff, so, big hint, the first thing that he really did when he went Alpine Star, the Michael Jordan jersey you saw Sexton oh, wear, that, 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 was, that was kind of the beginning oh, yeah, yeah. of Durham right. doing stuff okay. with Alpine Stars. Um, interesting. Uh, hey, uh, Hunter, so... Jets riding west, uh, I think that's been planned for a little while. But, you know, whether you're a Mitch Payton or whoever, Geico guys, they always tell everybody, be ready for west because, you know, you never know what can happen, an injury strike, and we want you ready to go. But is that a case for you where you're 100% ready to go or, or are you kind of peaking for six weeks down the road for that east kickoff? Like, where are you at in your preseason prep? Yeah, dude, you know, it's uh, we've been having some pretty good days at the practice track, not going to lie. We've been good. having some pretty good days. So, uh, yeah, I mean, West is not completely off the table, you know. It's, uh, it's yeah, we've been having some really good days. So I wouldn't say I'm waiting to peak for East Coast. That's not the case. Oh, okay, yeah, so you're ready. Like if something happens or yeah, somebody yeah. feels like it, you're ready to go. That's yeah, good. no, I mean, I'm... We're in a good spot, mate. We're in a very, very good spot. That's for sure. How's uh, obviously Kehoe, great dude. Uh, he steps aside. Our, my buddy Lars is now the team manager. What's that like with Lars? How's he doing? How's how's he working? Good, mate. It's good. He's, uh, you know, it's funny because I was at Geico when, you know, Dan Bentley left and then, you know, Josh Weisner, a good buddy of ours, stepped up into it. And, you yeah. know, it's, it's after a month or two, you ask it and you ask him and you're like, man, dude, like, How's it going? Yeah, yeah. And they're just like, like I'll be real. They're just like, oh man, fuck! Like the mental stress is like so gnarly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's it's good. No, he's doing well. Um, yeah, if, it's crazy to see Eric step down. You know, it, it's he said to me because I'm like, oh man, you couldn't go a few more years. And he's like, well, you know, how old were you in 1980? And I'm like, well, yeah, you know, pretty young. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And he's like, yeah, well, I've been doing this this whole deal since then. I'm like, oh, yeah. wow, okay. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. He's like, dude, I'm just, you know, I'm looking for something new and stuff. And, and so, yeah, but no, I mean, Lars has stepped in and he's, he's killing it. So it's yeah. good. Um, it's cool because actually today I found out that uh, Lars's father also was a team manager oh, at one yeah. point. For Honda. Yeah. yeah, for Honda. For yeah, Honda. absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, I, hope I, bet, I bet that's so cool to him and special, like like to you know be in the same role as your father once was. I think that's I think that's a pretty cool thing. That's uh, pretty cool. I bet he's stoked on that. I hope he doesn't get all serious. I hope he doesn't get no, all super he's serious. He's good. Yeah. He, team okay. intro. He was so. Him. We won't let him. Hey, okay, great, great example. Yeah. We're at the team intro. These guys are riding the the track there, Blackmore Ranch. Yep. And I, was it you, Hunter? He grabbed Lars. Was literally like, hey, see that flat track over there? Like, go right. <laughs> Okay. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That was really cool. That was really cool. Like we didn't, 
we kind of eyed that off from the start, but we were kind of like, you know, it wasn't water or anything. We're like, uh, maybe we're probably not allowed to ride it. And then mm. he pulled me off and was like, hey, go ride that thing. Go check it out. And I was like, yep, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, nice. I saw Lars point you over there, and then after you did a lap, your brother saw you. I thought your brother was going to hit a fence at Mach 10 going to the flat track once he saw you over there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause he, so he said he was like, yeah, I wanted to get over there before anyone came over to pull us off because he didn't know I was told to go ride it. So he thought I just went on there and, you know, someone, Kayla or, or yeah. Lars or someone was going to come, hey, get off there, you know. So he wanted to get there to do a few laps before someone would kick it off, kick us off. <laughs> right. Uh, um, speaking well, of staff, how's uh, Hutch, uh, Hutch is on kind of is uh, sort of taking Josh's role for you guys as crew chief yes, for your 250 yes. program? Yeah, mate. Honestly, like, when when we found out we were losing Josh, I was, you know, we were so bummed. And I was kind of, it kind of sucked because I was like, damn it, like, I love that guy. You know, he was he was so good. And and then, we, you know, we were told, hey, we have a guy like Hutch. His name's Hutch. He's coming. And we we're like, okay, yeah, sure. Um, but, oh, man, like, the guy's awesome. Like, it's it's so good to have, you know, another great guy come to the team because, like, you know, you worry when you lose someone that you know and you've been with for a few years and you know how good they are, you kind of worry because automatically you're just like, oh, is the next guy going to be good? Or, you know, like you just yeah. don't know. So, um, And no, we, we dude, we're, we're very, very happy. Hutch is awesome. He's contributed to so much in the new bike already. He understands suspension. He understands engine, um, chassis stuff. Like, he, he's so all well-rounded. Um, which is huge. You know, he's, he's a massive asset to the team. So, uh, yeah, having him, uh, we're stoked. Cool right. guy, cool guy. We got a call from down under for you from Ash. Uh, Ash, welcome to the Pulp Mech Show. Hunter Lawrence is on, brought to you by Renthal. What's your question for Hunter? Ash. Hi, guys. Hi, Hunter. How are you, champion? Good, mate. Good. How are you? Um, I hope it's clear, man. I'm awesome, dude. Hey, um, I do have a question, but before I dive into that, I just want to say... Um, I know Jet's got lots of little 16-year-old girls wooing over him, but I just want you to know, champion, that you've still got a shitload of awesome Aussie moto fans here cheering on for you and just hoping you kill it, dude. So um, That's awesome, just want you to know you've got, you got plenty of love love from back home, man. I appreciate um, it, brother. That's I awesome. do have a question. All right, go ahead. Thanks, man. Um, so... You know, I've been following your career for a long time and just watched you come through the GPs and then come over to the U.S. and ride Soupy. Um, as much as I love you, man, that first year in 20, like, fuck, it was, it, was, it was tough watching you adapt to a Supercross track and stuff. But last year, you came out flying, killing it. Your whoop speed was through the roof. Um, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, you've always rode motocross. But do you now feel that, like, Supercross is finally like clicking for you the way it should be and I, do you feel you're even maybe faster and soupy now than than mx yeah great question so yeah um dude 20 was rough a lot of it um i never doubted i could ride supercross you know i trained with jet and was always competitive and stuff and riding it was not an issue it was more just my body wasn't allowing me to do what i needed to do and and that's a whole nother story for another day and 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 it's a lot better now. You know, last year was the first year I was somewhat healthy. And just that that alone was huge. I was able to do, my body was able to do what my mind knew it could and wanted to do. So 
yeah, I mean, Supercross now is definitely even better than last year. Um, I've just had a really good preseason, you know. Last year I got on the bike at uh, the day after Christmas, you know, 1st of January, more or less, on a track. So I had five weeks, six weeks uh, to prepare. So this week, uh, this year we've had a lot more, and I'm, I'm stoked, man. And, and, yeah, I love Supercross a little more than motocross at the, at the moment just because, racing in the stadium what i what i looked up to as a kid and watched on tv it it's just so surreal like it's just amazing and and when i'm on the gate before a main event like there's literally no other place i'd rather be like it just feels so normal and and like i'm at home like it's where i i belong so um yeah i hope i hope that kind of answers your question mate now that was awesome um Thanks again for taking my call. Um, you know, we, we idolised Chad for 20 years. Shit, we still do. But, you know, you and Jet are, you know, obviously really special. So um, here's to the next 20 years, pulling for Lawrence Brothers, man, especially even with your dad, Dazza, who's a Tell you what, it's real. From all the interviews I've heard. It's real fucking frustrating as a Canadian to not. I don't have jack shit. To, like you, you have got three Canadians you had, in Supercross you had, this year. You had, you had you had Jeff Leesk. Le- Le- yeah, yeah. Leesk was amazing. He was a great rider, and then they went right into fucking Chad and Burner, and these great guys, and then they're they're gone, and now it's the Lawrence brothers. We stopped at Rollerball, and that's it. Like JSR was okay, and. You gotta help build you know, up that next generation. I don't know. It's just frustrating to see hey, these Ash. Aussies. You know, Ash. Yeah, yeah, man. Hey, so yes. obviously, given you're in Australia, I know you unfortunately can't make it to our our press conference tomorrow uh, Wednesday um, at 4 p.m. But this yeah. is for everyone who can't make it as well. It's actually going to be live streamed, so you'll be able to see everything that's going on and stuff. It will be live streamed, and and you know that'll be for free as well. So oh, nice! I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, sick. I'll be checking that All out, right. man. Thanks. We're um, thanks. I'm yeah. a southeast Queensland boy like you too. So represent awesome. the homeland. Thanks, thanks, Ash. Thank you, man. Nice. Oh yeah, thanks, mate. Thanks, guys. Bye. Uh, Hunter Lawrence on the line. Brought to you by the folks at Renthal again. Yeah, for, uh, Wednesday, Costa Mesa Mall. Check it out. Uh, just check it out to see what dumb thing Jet's going to say. I mean, honestly, like, hey, who is knows? There, is there going to be a pop-up hey. store for donuts or no? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You just have to come by and see. I'll, I don't I don't there. take care of the donut stuff. That's not my... Yeah, that's uh, not, not, your, <laughs> not your end of things. <laughs> right. Hey, how's, uh, how's the 83 compound? Obviously, you're out here now, but how was it out there? It looks like uh, it's a stacked thing. We were talking about it on one of my shows a couple weeks ago. Like, what a, what a facility going on and what a, what a level where you guys are pushing each other. Yeah, it's good, mate. No, it's really good. It's been hot in Florida, not going to lie. Yep. It still felt like uh, a little bit of summer back there, so the cold out here is a good change. But, no, it's good. It's it's a really great group of people, you know. we got the bottom shops, got Coop, Jet, and Bogle in it, which is, you know, good group of lads, and, and we talk shit, and we keep, you know, we make it light when it needs yep. to be light, but obviously still do our work, you know. There's no mm-hmm. doubt about it. And, um, yeah, then we've got Shane and, and Max, um, at the top shops, that's cool as well. And we got a few AM guys, and no, it's good. The place is sick. We love it, and it's uh, it's good to have those lads there. We just got a good group of people, mm-hmm. which you know is is there's no one negative. There's no negative down people and stuff that bring the vibe down, and and it's good. Cool. And the level, obviously, yeah. I mean, is yeah, 
Very high. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Well, thanks, man. Thanks for coming on. Good luck with this uh, this thing Mertz has got going on and you and Jet. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, watching it online. And, uh, yeah, man, it should be fun. I, I hope you guys get the ride. So weather permitting, you're yeah. going to ride. Weather permitting. We're yeah, good on yeah, weather we're... next week. There's no room yeah. for me. Should be good, mate. Should be good. I, uh, I'm pretty sure there was a set of socks there for you, Steve, if you did end up coming. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I mean, I'll have to get them at Anaheim. Yeah, I won't be down there. But, uh, mm, um, you okay. know, I do – I do run the Jet Sox now. I'm on the program. so That's good. That's good to hear. It's right. good. We're good. good to have you on board. Uh, thanks, Hunter. Thank you, man. Thank you, guys. Have uh, a good one. All right. One. See you later. Cheers. That's Hunter Lawrence, everybody. Brought to you by the folks at Renthal. Uh, always a good interview. Always. Renthal. Uh, Hunter. Is, I, I think one other cool thing we didn't touch on about the event I forgot I was going to bring up. I don't know if I'm saying too much here, but while there is really cool brands involved that don't get me wrong, are helping them do this. I know the boys are coming out of pocket to put on this event. Really? For yeah. the fans. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah it's not right, – right. it, it's like I said, they got great people helping them, but at the same time, you know, in the sense of giving back, they, this isn't just something that all their sponsors are together and they're showing up for. They're they're out of – they're putting some of their own in on That's this awesome. to create this event. Which uh, speaking cool. of uh, Hunter and Honda, uh, com. if you are a company and you're looking for some people – uh, go to MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com and, and get these guys to list your job on their website. You'll find uh, some of the best people out there. This is a full-time job, an engine builder in Torrance, California for Honda HRC. Yeah, yep. Honda HRC. You can work with Kenny and Jet and Hunter and yep. Sexton. I think it's engine assembler for the 450 side. Oh, for 450 side? Okay, yep. yeah, it's just here. Yeah, absolutely. So they're looking for a qualified engine tech to help Honda HRC build works bikes for Roxon and Sexton. This is not a joke. This is uh, this is an employee position through Rilgula, a trusted partner of American Honda. It must be some sort of... Uh, That's how they run all the trucks, right. all the necessary. Right. So, uh, so yeah, this includes uh, building motors. You want to get in with a race team, people? MotorcycleEnergyJobs.com and uh, go there and uh, they're looking for an engine builder, full-time job. Hey, so get great to gig. to all the great people. We just talked to Hunter about Lars, yep. Hutch, all those guys, Ryan Cox. Yep. Be around a bunch of real bright guys and if you want to learn something in this industry, I would uh, jump on that gig. Yeah, there we go. MotorcycleEnergyJobs.com. List your job for free. Upload your resume for free. Find an employee. Find a, find a great guy to work with and, um, and everything else. So before we go to commercial break, uh, here on the show, real quickly, uh, some other industry news. We talked about Scuba Steve leaving uh, Rockstar Husky. Well, this man left the uh, Rocky Mountain KTM team. Uh, he's we a, got him? We got him on the line. It's it's Jericho. Uh, Derek Rankin, what's up, man? How are you? Pretty good, dude. Titans are number one seed, so yeah. he's looking up for me. So life is good for you. So, <laughs> listen, we're buddies. We're friends. Uh, I can't believe mm-hmm. you just you, you, you quit working. Uh what happened? What happened? What he saw that? he saw the post on Vitals, saw how much money you were making. He thought he couldn't come work for you. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, what, what dude, are you gonna get the media money? What are you gonna do? Why'd you quit? What happened? What's next for you? What's going on? Uh, well, man, uh, that's the that's the question. Huh? That's the question everybody's been asking me for a week. Uh, I mean, it just comes down to just. Not being over it because I wasn't over it. Okay. I was uh, really enjoying what I was doing. Uh, I felt like I was doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put together a pretty good program for the boys. Uh, all three riders are pretty happy. Well, they were happy. I'm not sure if they're happy this week, but uh, uh, basically, it just comes down to one day. Me and my boss just kind of uh, had a disagreement, and I felt really. Okay. 
felt uh, slightly disrespected. So uh, I uh, I made it clear from day one that I didn't really have to be there. Right. Um. So. Wow. As soon as uh, as soon as that happened, I mean, I gave it like, you know, five days. Thought about it. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, just was like, yeah, just, yeah, it. just wasn't out. wasn't gelling. You weren't gelling. <laughs> Let's call it. Uh, no, I mean, no, well, honestly. Well, with we were jealous, dude. Everything was going good, like the entire me and Forrest get along great. Me, Seth, okay. Dylan, you yep. know, all the guys are killing it. All the mechanics, Dalton, Cody, Anthony, dude. Like it's a good group that we put together. Uh, all the riders, you know, worked well with them. Uh, it just comes down to me and uh, one other guy, the, the uh, other co-owner of the team, that group. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, so. I, I think we got the, the idea. Um, do you want to get back in the industry? I mean, A-Ray, A-Ray said you could get a job tomorrow. He named a few teams that are looking. Yeah, I mean, dude, I mean, I don't know. (laughs) It's just one of the, it's just, you know, kind of a little burnt right now. So, I mean, I'm not against it by any means. I don't feel like I'm totally done with it personally right right this is your um, this is the shit you love you love this stuff i've been there dude by the way i've been in your spots where i i never walked off a team like you did but i've certainly been like fuck this i don't deserve to be treated like this uh you know and i've come close yeah you know yeah. so i get it you work so hard and for so long it, it, you know like we're all human beings and it doesn't take much sometimes for people to be at the end of their wits with the amount of hours and work that you put in on a race team you know so yeah. I, I get yeah. it but but you love this shit. So, I, Michael, I thought this was um, – uh, I thought he should come back in a wrestling mask. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. like the anonymous mechanic or the anonymous crew chief. Hey, we got job at HRC. There, I know there's some jobs at Star. I mean, we're about to have Scoob on the line. Put on your agent hat and get this man the team manager off our Husky job. <laughs> Alex is worried for – Alex is really worried for Derek's sanity. I'm more worried for Alex's sanity on a oh. weekly basis. Yeah, no, I'm I'm fine, dude. You're good. Yeah, you're back home in yeah. Indiana. You're back. Uh... Yeah, dude. Wow. Yeah, oh, Boonville. Boonville. Going, uh, yeah. Come on, Steve. Nice. Start cranking out those project bikes. Any, Get this man you know, some stuff to work you, on. Uh, if you hit James up on Facebook, maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe he's got something for you. Um, oh man, no, I, I'm good. Uh, so have you? Have they tried to call you back? Have they people been tried to convince you to do something else? Have you just kind of uh, gone on the low key? Nah, I mean I've kind of just went off the radar here a little right. bit, you know. Right, right. Uh, you know the deal, but uh, no, I mean I've been in contact with you know Dylan, the new team manager over there. You know mm-hmm. I didn't, I you know I I realized how I left was kind of shitty as far as like you know putting the load on Dylan yep. and Seth. Right. Um, so I made sure, like, I've been talking to Dylan pretty much every day, running him through some stuff, like, right. said questions. So I make sure I uh, – Yeah, you try to, try you to know, cover it, yeah. As much as I can. Right, you know? right, right. Uh, I actually talked to Forrest today for the first time. Oh, boy. Went, yeah. You know? Yeah, no. How'd that, how'd that go? Me out. It was fine, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So are you working <laughs> so, right now? Do you have a job? Do you have some money saved up where you can take your take your time to figure out what's next? Or what are you, you going to do? Is there any race teams yeah, out of Boonville? I mean, <laughs> no, not really. Uh, no, I'm just kind of, you know, I mean, dude, it's only been a week, so I'm just kind of okay. Just kind of chilling right now, you know, spending some time with the family, you know. Yeah. I mean, hell, the past 10 years, I haven't really been around, so. No, no, kinda, no. Yeah. My nephews and stuff are all, like, that like 
14 to like 19 range now so yeah yeah like you can actually like conversate with them <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, it's been uh it's been nice just hanging out with them and you know just um, doing uh wow. went mudding the other day so that was pretty cool yeah he went mudding went mudding um <laughs> well come back okay come back get, get a job and come back you, it, go back get a job where you can like do something on the weekends and then go back to Boonville and then go back. Like, you know, do something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see, man. I mean, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm open. So. All right. Well, anybody wants to contact me, hey, Does I'll A-Ray need a mechanic? Out. What? Does A-Ray need I, that's reunite? Where, that's where I'm like, hey, get on that team, <laughs> help them out, you know. Uh, Jason needs help. Yeah. Jason. I already put that offer out there. He didn't take it. What? Really? I'm gonna call Jason. Yeah. This is BS. Yeah. Call Jason that, up right now. Come on, come on, come on. Gosh, uh, unbelievable. I told him I needed all this sponsor money. I mean, <laughs> yeah, there goes my hero. Indeed, Derek Rankin yeah. off, off into the woods. Jeez. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, uh, how how was McElrath and Savachi uh, and Anstey looking before you left? Uh, Joey's looking really good. He's uh, he's gonna be. One of the, I mean, it's the same thing every year, you know. Yeah. Everybody like say, oh, if this guy gets a start, he's going to be a handful. Yeah. So. <laughs> I heard, I uh, heard Max was coming quite a ways with Supercross as well. Yeah, I mean, Max is, you know, the best he's ever been on Supercross. I mean, obviously, he doesn't have a whole lot of time on Supercross. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, take that with a grain of salt. But, I mean, I think he'll definitely improve his results over uh, where he was with, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the other bike. Right, right. And then uh, Shane. Uh, dude, Shane really surprised me. It's just, like, how easy he is to work with. Yep. Like, I'm, like, watching him ride, and, like, I'm watching the bike, right? And I'm, like, in my head, I'm, like, this bike sucks right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, looking at it, I'm, like, dude, this is not good. Right. And then he'll pull off, and I'll be, like, all right, well, you know, what do you want to do? Yeah. And he'll be, like, no, dude, it's good. It's good. Nothing, nothing. I'm, like, wow. well, you're lying to me. But, uh, all right. <laughs> wow. Derek Rankin on the uh, Pulp MX show here did dropping the bomb. He has quit the team and gone back to Boonville, Indiana. Yeah, you got you to gotta have respect for yourself when others don't. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Yep. No, I agree. I agree. And I, I've been there, man. I, I've been on some teams where I'm like, you can't talk to me like that. You can't treat me like that. And But I've stayed. But I've been like, you know, fuck you, basically. You know, I, I get it, man. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's too much work. Too many hours, not enough money to to not be treated the way you think you should be, you know. So yeah, I mean, I think it would have been different. Say, had what happened gone down, you know, like mid April, you know, July, whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. I probably would have stuck it out then. But yeah, yeah, when that happens and you haven't even got the Anaheim yet, you're like, do I really want to do a whole year with this? Was it something that was brewing, or was it one thing that happened, or was it something that was uh, a, a few incidents that? that teamed up no i mean there's a couple things on my end but uh it really all just boils down to you know yep one thing one day just really right not sitting with me right <laughs> so yeah. is there uh not any crazy but any mm-hmm. chance you go back any yeah uh to to like the industry in general or to, to, to the team, if said uh, said thing was to be resolved or not, or you for sure. Uh, nah, I mean, 
Nah, probably not. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> I think I'm kind of over that one. So. Well, maybe, why did you get reunited with uh, Bogle over there? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know? like I said. Pipes, Pipes uh, listens to the show. Pipes. Dusty. Pipes, call Rankin. <laughs> Make it happen. Uh, he had to get my number from Justin, but... Yeah, and then and then imagine out. imagine you coming in with Bogle and toppling that team, like you know Bogle left, you left, and then you guys topple the old team. That'd be great. It'd be a pure wrestling. Is that a show or a work or what is that? Uh, I mean, everything's a work, brother. Okay, all right. Okay, got it. All right, I never <laughs> never quite understand that 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 terminology, but now I got it. Yeah. Um, no, uh, I mean. Justin's got a good mechanic right now, so. Well, okay, you know. but yeah, but do, go do something over there. I, I don't know, something. <laughs> um, all right, Derek. Well, thanks, man. Thanks for picking up the phone. I wasn't even sure you'd pick up the phone to be honest. So thank you for that. <laughs> all um, right, man. Please keep in touch. Come back. We we miss you. Get, yeah, get no worries. Why don't you call up your number one rider, McConaughey? Find out what he's doing. Uh, what about Freddie? What about Freddie? <laughs> uh, I mean, you love Freddie. You know, maybe maybe the St. Louis Indy, you know, everything close to Boonville. When you all get close to Boonville, you know, maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll peek my head out a little bit. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> Take care of yourself, Derek. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Keep in touch, uh, man. I appreciate it. All right, thank you. That's Jericho, a.k.a. Rankin. He's out. Well, Does he come back to the industry? Yes. I agree. I think he, he comes ain't back. Walking. He, he can't ain't, walk away. Right, he ain't walking away. Uh, hey, uh Second caller right now, 702-586-7857, gets a pair of tickets to Anaheim 1. Second caller, 702-586-7857. We're going to go to commercial break, and uh, we'll be back. We've got Todd Hammock coming up, uh, Steve Westfall, Jason Thomas, uh, more with Michael Lindsay from Vital MX. Stick around. I'll be right back after this, everybody. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motorsport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. You want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So uh, for you guys out there listening, you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work. Or Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt Bushings. in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator 
You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Race Tech. Good people. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with the right sprocket and chain kit for your bike. With more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex EK has more gearing than your garage has room for. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Star Racing Yamaha and Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandis and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, orange, silver, and Kawasaki green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will be. Call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and mention promo code PULPMX2021 and get the best deal on your next order. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hey, Pulp Nation. Andy from Guts Racing. We are the leaders in seat technology. We feel like for any need that you have with your seat, we've got you covered. For 2021, we're going to be adding more colors to our, our product line, and we're going to be adding more merchandise to our product line. Also new for 2021, we've expanded our distribution through motorsportoutlet.com. So please support the people that support Pulp, support Guts Racing, and also support motorsport.com. Hope to see you guys at the track soon. Once again, this is Andy Gregg from Guts Racing. Thanks again to Pulp Nation for all the support. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years.
it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com, visit your local dealer or online retailer, and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys that wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Our guys at Works Connection have always been there for the Pulpamex show, and they're there for you as well. Uh, they're just as passionate and dedicated to the sport as you are. For over 30 years, Works Connection has been designing and producing innovative products like the Pro Launch Start Device, the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch, Elite Axle Blocks, and much, much more. You'll find Works Connection products on AMA Pro Riders bikes under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, Smart Top Honda, as well as top teams and privateers alike. The best part of this deal is PulpMX20 code saves you money at WorksConnection.com. Stop by your local outlet and check out the new lineup of Works Connection products for 2021. I've got the perch on my bike. I've got the engine plugs. I absolutely love it. Great product. I've got the uh, start device as well, which helped me in one moto at the World Vet Championships in one moto. Not so much. WorksConnection.com. PulpMX20 is the code to save. Please check them out. All new. 2021 products now available. Thanks for listening. 
Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati. Today, Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Welcome back, everybody. Paul Mitchell presented by Motorsport.com. Fly Racing and the folks at Decal Works. Again, Motorsport.com. Fly Racing, Decal Works, Race Tech Suspension and Engines. X-Brand Goggles, Renthal, Michelin Motorcycle Tires, Cherubis, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, Skosh, ORW, OGO Power Sports, FMF, Guts Racing, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Get Data, WUSA, Ride Engineering, Manscape, Suspension Direct, Intense Cycles, uh, and a CTI all on board with us as well. And uh, we got uh, uh, Todd Hammett coming right up from Kicker Arena Cross. We have Steve Westfall as well. Thank you to Derek Rankin for coming on. Thank you to Scott Huddleston and Phil Nicoletti and, of course, Hunter Lawrence as well. Um, so Michael Lindsay from Vital MX here. Uh, Michael, OGO Power Sports, uh, great company. We uh, they got the, the speaking of jet, they got the donut uh, 9800 uh, that they're all sold out of already and everything else. Um, I love the 9800 stuff. I love the rig bag for riding. I use the 9800 for traveling. I got their backpack for traveling with the laptop sleeve and, and more uh, pockets than I know what to do with. But for you, OGO, what is your favorite? 9800 from when uh, I'm always impressed how much. <laughs> Look at mechanics at a race when they come in on build day and see how much stuff they can fit in a 9800. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty impressive. It's nuts, man. They got great wheels as well, great traveling stuff. And uh, I need what I do need from them is uh, I've got the uh, hydro packs for mountain biking, which I didn't realize they made, and then they do, and they dialed me in for that. I need a uh, a carry on one from OGO. I got to hit those guys up. I, I, my, oh, carry mine, on, mine is uh, pretty damn old now, but I need the carry on OGO. OGO Power Sports, email us using the contact form on Pulpamex. Uh, we'll pass it on to the folks at OGO, and you can get a Pulpamex show deal from the folks at OGO. Uh, so thank you to those guys for coming on board, OGO Power Why Sports. Why do you need a carry-on? I thought you were supposedly going to be done going to the races by now. Uh, that was the plan. That was the original plan. Yeah, done done with the races. And then you bought a mansion. You got to support your lifestyle, so you just keep going, and you add these people and these cameras. This, this and- house is not – this is basically the same square footage as the last house. So you were in the last house. Did mm-hmm. you think that one was a mansion? Thank you. I need to get Thank a tape you. measure answer, out. I don't believe this. It's basically the same square footage. It's not the same. It's a little bigger, but it's basically the same. And Views, this, a pool. Yeah, I got a, a bedroom pool. you have to walk across a balcony to. There's going to be a ban on house talk on this show from the guest. <laughs> there will be a ban... We will enforce this ban. <laughs> there will be a fine jar or something, you know, something like that. Fuck my ass. Something like that to get you people to stop talking. 
uh, about the same square. Wait, you want us to come on a radio show and stop talking about the house? All right, I'll put a hundred in the jar now because we're not stopping. <laughs> stop. I'll say, where does this rank up against a topic that you would let go for two, three years at a time? I don't know what you're talking about. That's <laughs> that's that's not me. That that's is, that is not me. No, that is Are not me. Are you kidding me? Um. Uh, again, coming up, uh, Race Tech rant of the night, racetech.com. Uh, uh, you've worked with Race Tech guys uh, yep. over there. Great guys, great company. They do a lot of work for privateers, for a lot of race teams out there, of course. Uh, Jerry using Race Tech. Uh, Zombie Blows as well. Using- Zombie Blows is opening a Race Tech suspension center. I saw that. So that's that's Zombie Blows' new career move? Like he's still uh, racing, right? Yeah, yeah. racing sure, but he is starting uh you know, he's from Phoenix, so it's Phoenix but spelt different. He is doing his own uh race tech center out there. So yeah. we gotta get him, Colton Fasciotti, to get a couple guys to see who is the fastest suspension tuner in the suspension world. Suspension tuner, yeah, I like that. Uh race tech rant of the night. Look, I had it all planned uh, a couple days ago for my rant. It was gonna be my yearly rant on uh showing up at Anaheim and not knowing who was racing which coast. Yep, sorry, um, you got screwed on that one. Well, I'm not screwed on it, but this was my yearly rant because, like, it just it's insane to me that we would have these preview shows and these podcasts and not be able to know who was riding which coast. Literally, no idea who was riding which coast. It'd be just it's just like showing up for a hockey game and knowing only one team. You don't know who the other team is playing. You don't know any players that are playing. And that is my race tech rant. It's been my race tech rant for I don't know, Marks, uh, eight years, whatever, a lot, lot of years. And so, a lot of years. But then my buddy Paul Parabinos and I, and you, Michael, before the show, we were kind of sitting down and we kind of have the list. Yeah. Like, we're kind of good. My race tech rant doesn't really apply. We no. have an entry list and we have some injuries and some crashes that have made guys go to the other coast. And we have, we kind of know what's going on for the coast. We, we you know, it, Hunter talked about. Riding west, yeah. but he's riding east. We're pretty sure. Yeah, unless yeah something happens. On uh, Wednesday, but. Costa Mesa. If something goes down, <laughs> Jet just crashes right. into a wall right. at the, the mall. But uh, so and Forkner had a big crash on the PC uh, side of things. McAdoo had a big crash. They're fine, but they're going to go east coast. We're pretty sure it's Shimoda and Hamaker for the PC guys. We know it's Jet for Honda, Mosman uh, yep. for the for the TLD guys. Nichols and Craig and Thrasher, star yeah. guys. Yeah, which we've known for a while. Craig Nick or Craig and Thrasher were kind of obvious because Kitchen was injured. Uh, Jeremy got on the bike late. The big question mark for them, though, is they did flip-flop. They did. So when, when we had Kitchen on the show here, we were going through the math, and <clears throat> I said, well, they're not going to put the number one guys on the other coast. They're not going to do that, and they did. So no. they're not running a number one plate on a blue crew nope. in the coast. And now, I talked to somebody that was – at one time, close to the team, mm-hmm. and I was asking him, like, why would they do that? What, what, what is the purpose of that? Like, you would want the number one out there, right? And they said that in their eyes, uh, Bobby Reagan, the owner of Star, would not put Jay Coop on the West because he doesn't ride it as well. Mm-hmm. The West Coast dirt, he does not ride it as well. Now, obviously, West last year was East. Was East? Yeah, yes. we we already know that everything was East. Everything was East. So that you know it was no problem that year, but but you know you get Glendale and you got Anaheim, you got San Diego, you got Oakland, all a particular kind of dirt, and they said that Jacob rides East stuff better. Do you agree with that? And do you understand that? I, I could argue a little bit. I would think if I I guess here's the hard part. I think both Nichols and Jacob ride East well, but I would agree with him if I had to think of hard pack, I would put Nichols on hard packed over Jacob. I wouldn't necessarily argue that Jacob's better at East. I think both Nick yeah. both them won 
titles basically racing each tracks, I think. Nichols is great in yeah. really rutted technical situations, and Jay Coop is as well, but I'd lean towards Nichols for he's a little bit better overall form. Probably a little better throttle control, maybe a little better on the hard pack. So yep. that that would be my end argument is not the J-Coop situation yeah. as much as Nichols. I could argue that Nichols is a better chance at winning the West title than yeah. J-Coop and, is. And Craig is a non-issue for West. Yeah. Craig is, is great. Well, and then like we said, biggest thing is you had 200. You're, the biggest thing is you're not going to put Nichols and J-Coop on the same coast straight right. up. You're not going to put them on the same right. coast. So. Um, so my race deck rant doesn't really apply. We got, uh, got no rant. I got no rant. We got... Derek Kelly and Carson Brown, Surratt on the West, Schwartz, Mumford, West, Vince Freeze, West, we know, uh, Mitchell Falk, Mitchell Harrison, West, Zombie, West, yep. March Banks and Thurry, uh, Phil yep. confirmed that. Like So my race tech round of the night of the, what uh, the fuck Swole. is going on? Swole. Swole is West, too, as well. Speaking of uh, Scuba Steve. So, yeah, we kind of know what's going on. Yeah. We kind of know what's happening. So then the East will be Hunter Lawrence, Forkter, McAdoo, Jet Reynolds, Max Voland, uh, Pettis, Pierce Brown, the other TLD guy, Cooper, Martin Kitchen on the star side, uh, Fry, Jordan Smith on the Firepower Honda team, uh, Phil, RJ Hampshire, Styles Robertson. Uh, again, Styles is recovering from something. RJ so Hampshire. You said RJ. I said RJ. Lopes, <clears throat> Owen, Peters, and Park, uh, Osby, because they'll, well, Park, we don't know if he'll be ready. Park, but Park's going to be ready. Be He's ready. already riding. Right. So Peters and uh, Park and Osby, the Phoenix team, they're obviously going to be. Plus Shock. Shock. They have a four man East team. Uh, Oldenburg, we know, is doing that. So um, four guys you know. on the Rides Unlimited team. Brian Hassou, uh from Germany is doing it. Yeah. Um, the guy that Osborne's working with, I'm, I'm losing. Chambers. Chambers. Yep. Um, so the way I have it right now, I have either 21 or 22 guys on West Coast that I would call under a, a tent yep. that are under some sort of semi-team. Yep. East Coast. <laughs> I've got, I think it's 33 yeah. listed. Yeah. There, there's going to be some dudes that ride under a truck yeah. that are not making mains. Wow. Well, that's that's uh, also, too, uh, Sleeper, Luke Neese, riding really well for SGB yeah. nice, guys. There's three guys on East for them, yep. Han, Neese, and Kessler. Yep. And that's all on the SGB Honda team. Yep. Uh, Max's team. A lot so. of Hondas on East Coast. Yeah. So, like, we kind of have our, our 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 coasts. We yeah. kind of have it. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah. Um, We got a couple of calls. Uh, Let's go to them right away. Walker, what's up, Walker? Hey, wanted to talk to you guys. You know, the new World Supercross Championship and, and everything going on with it. We saw that news dropping. But, you know, I know what you guys were talking about, some teams riding it last week. And, and I, one guy that I can really see putting together a team for that deal is Yarif Konsky. I mean, that guy's made a big push to come in the United States in the last couple of years and wanted to see how you guys felt felt about that and see if you guys thought that maybe he might put a team together for it. Oh, well, I think he's uh, for sure in because you look, the series is starting with the Aussie team. I mean, they're going to be in yeah. it the first year. But, yeah, I'd say so. Yarif, I don't. I could be wrong. I don't necessarily know with his U.S. team if U.S. Outdoors is in his plans. I think for what he does, being able to do, uh, I don't even know if there is going to be a real Oz Supercross anymore. Is it going to turn into this World Supercross? It's basically going to be what he's been doing before, uh-huh. with but sending some bikes yeah. to Europe and then doing U.S. Supercross. So yeah, I think Uribe's group is a for sure. And uh, yeah, I, I don't, and I, I see a few guys <coughs> doing that series if they can work it out with their with privateer guys for not doing nationals. You know, just look at the guys that don't do nationals and. Yeah. Do, do you foresee any? So I was thinking about this on the way up here. Do you foresee any teams? And it's going to be a touchy one because I, I saw some people like, oh, why wouldn't a bunch of American racers and teams do it? And you have to start thinking about budgets for U.S. teams. Are you know, yeah. are they going to be allowed to spend their money? 
to send guys constantly on these races. Because right now, when guys go do bursting, a lot of that, a lot of them are renting their bikes, paying some of their own shipping costs, etc. But could you see it getting to the point, let's say, factory Honda. You've got one guy on it that's racing U.S. Supercross and U.S. Outdoors, and then you have one guy on the team that's racing U.S. Supercross and does World Supercross. Somebody like a J, somebody they have that's maybe like Kenny in a couple years, doesn't uh, want to do outdoors. He ends up doing the series no, in Santa Team. I, or I, no? don't, I don't see that because that's just more money, right? And yeah. these teams are already strapped, and they do 29 races, and that's what they're contracted for. Yeah. And you know, So I don't see that, but I do see um, – you know, a good quality, JB, yeah. those type of guys going well, for this stuff. What's got me the most curious is how they end up. I, I think this would be a big design factor, at least in my opinion, thinking about having done a team and, and what it costs to do it is how the transport system works. If they do something like if they're yeah. all shipping everything together, yep. if a team's cost is like, hey, the bike's building, it's, you know, we don't have rigs over there. We don't, if everything's kind of lumped together and shipped together, I could see it catching some momentum if it's if it's easy for the guys to do, if they're not having to figure all these yeah. gnarly logistics yeah, yeah, every week yeah, and yeah, okay because yeah. right. especially if it gets country country it might get kind of weird where if it's going from australia one week all the way over to italy that's when teams are like okay we have to ship one bike here and one bike that direction yeah. like yeah, yeah. yep no i i i think if you're the promoters you look into that you yeah. you, you do that you do you, you try to get everybody on board with that right so yeah. uh thanks walker thanks for the call man yeah, hey, hey Steve. Steve. Yep. Yes. Is the, is the Manscaped, before I go spend my money on it, is that thing worth it? The lawnmower 4.0? Yeah, bro. It's great. I, I've gotten them for a few people, and, and yeah, they're fantastic. They're great. High RPM. They okay. got a light on them. They last forever. They don't need a charge, really, forever. No, it's great. Okay. I might go buy one then. All right. Use the code PulpMX20 to save with Manscaped. All right. Appreciate it, guys. Thank right. you. Thank you, man. Uh, Tanner's on three. What's up, Tanner? Hey, but uh, I was just wondering if you're Cooper or Nichols, are you pissed that you're not getting to run the number one? I mean, they're both first-time champions. I mean, I'm not pissed, but yeah, I kind of want to. You know? I mean, I would, I would want to. I mean, number I, one's I, a big honor. You know, this person I talked to said <laughs> there is just no way that they think that Jay Coop can ride as well on the West, and I'm like, what? He's a great rider. What do you mean he can't? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't see either terrain holding these guys back from winning. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I, I don't really get it. These guys try to outsmart each other a little bit too much, in my opinion, these teams do. But, yeah, I mean, I think I, – I, I wouldn't be pissed, uh, Michael, but I'd be like, yeah, I'd want to run the one number one. I think it depends on variables. If both are healthy and you feel com- – if if you feel comfortable, if you want to race the coast and you get swapped, I would be pissed. But if it was – if you agree with the team – in, in a way, if you're the rider that maybe feels yeah. like you have a better chance of winning on the air coast, hey, run number one's cool, but if I got a better chance at winning a title, making the money, yeah, I'm but, going there. But, dude, what, what, has anybody been like, oh, Jay Coop, man, I can't ride Anaheim's. Yeah. I mean, that's just known. Like, nobody says that. No. Nobody's, but you al- know. Also, the other one, just because everybody's so secretive, any chance Jay Coop's been off the bike? Any chance yeah. he's been yeah, hurt? Of course, yeah. No, there is. Yeah. But not that we know of. We haven't yeah. heard that. But, yeah, I, I mean, I we have people close to that scene. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, Tanner. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you. Uh, but on the other hand, yeah, like Michael said, if you agree with the reasoning and you get it, then you're fine. But. I I do wish because it's happened. We've had a lot of situations where dudes don't get to defend their number one a lot of times because of injury. Mm-hmm. I, I understand somebody's going to point out, oh, it's going to be confusing fans. I think the guys should be able to run their 1W or their 1E regardless of which coast they race. That's just my. I that agree with that. One. That's ridiculous. If you get no, swap that's, coast, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. See, I knew I was going to get ridiculous out of somebody. That, yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, you, you, and uh, uh, Tanner here are off on 
crazy island with that take. Um, <laughs> thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Appreciate it. I know if you're Yamaha, you really would like that one east yeah. and one W out there. That's for sure. Hey, speaking of Yamaha, so you look last year, Star wins the, the two indoor titles and they win the outdoor title with Fernandez. Being, of course, with almost any team, there hasn't been a top-level team racing both classes for a long time that has this chance. Do you think over the course of the next two to three years, is there any chance we see Star win every single title possible in a season? With the team they're putting together, could you oh, see it? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, we can see it, right? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't predict on it happening, but I could see it, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Honda could maybe win everything. Could Sexton and the Lawrence brothers sweep 250s and, and they could. you know? I don't know. Something, something in my life. I mean, both those teams, I guess, I, I feel bad saying I didn't think of Honda, but it's, to me, that's interesting. You have two organizations that. Like I said, between, you know, there being different organizations yeah. running 450, 250. When's the last time since, like, the 80s when factory teams ran both the programs yeah, yeah. to this level that yep. that's actually yeah. been an opportunity no. on has the it, table? Has it happened forever? Uh, I want to thank the folks at the Cherubies, uh, the industry leader in aftermarket dirt bike plastics and accessories. They got Webb and CAC and Barsha, Anderson, and many others along the way running at Cherubies. They fine-tune their products to offer the highest level of performance and protection in the industry. Bring your bike back to life with their full line of replacement replica plastic kits, handguards, discards, frame guards, chain block, and slider kits at cherbiesusa.com, A-C-E-R-B-I-S-U-S-A.com, or follow them on social at a Cherbies USA. What's your favorite of Cherbies? Here's the thing I like about Cherbies. <clears throat> I've used a lot of aftermarket plastic in my life. Cherbies is spot on with, their, with their holes. It yep. fits. It fits perfectly. No matter mm -hmm. what it is, it fits. I love a Cherbies for that. It's yep. great. Uh, so thank you to the Cherubies for coming on board. They're bringing you our next guest of the night. This man is the promoter, owner of the Kicker Arena Cross Series that is kicking off in uh, Colorado this weekend, and uh, happy to have him on. It's Todd Hammock. What's up, Todd? How are you, man? Steve, I'm good. Thanks for uh, getting in touch with me. No worries. Thanks for coming on. Big weekend for you. I mean, obviously, we, we got Anaheim, but uh, your series is kicking off as well. Kyle Peters, of course, the defending champion. Uh, how stoked are you to get this thing going? Yeah, we're really stoked. You know, we just came off. We also own the AMA Enduro Cross and had a really strong fall season there. Wrapped things up, got a little vacation there. Thanksgiving, and uh, now we're looking forward to Arena Cross. Back at it again, and you're right. Mr. Kyle Peters coming. You know, he, he's nominated for AMA Athlete of the Year. Oh, is he? Yeah. First perfect season. Yeah. He, dude, he, he's, he's yeah. crushing it indoors, and he's making so much money, he won't even tell us how much money he makes. We're always trying to get it out of him. <laughs> hey, he's building you know? a house bigger than yours. Right. <laughs> he's, building, he's building the house. So, you know, um, this has been a really good thing for Kyle Peters and the Phoenix Honda guys. Yeah, they're, they're a great group of people, and they really – you know, he shows up ready. He's focused, and he certainly has deserved his uh, – his awards, his accolades for what he's done with Arena Cross and beyond. Um, so what are you excited about for the series? What uh, what new additions are you doing? What new venues are you going to? What's uh, what, what are you stoked about for, for Kicker Arena Cross, AMA Arena Cross for this weekend? Well, you know, first off, we're just excited to be back to a full schedule. I mean, as it stands right now, a full schedule back in arena stadiums. And, you know, that wasn't the case last year. You know, thank goodness in 2021 when COVID hit was like the week after we finished our series. And so last year played out in some really unusual situations, you know, going to an outdoor motocross track in Tampa. Uh, you know, these smaller leagues, we were, in, we were in towns of like Mississippi and Texas where we could actually still, you know, put on events. But, you know, we made it work. Mm -hmm. we, uh, we aligned with Flow Racing to be live on TV. 
uh, and that was a, a one-year deal that we did with them and finally you know, got out of that contract so that we could be where we are today ready to go. Uh, nice, yeah. It, and you know what's really cool is, your, is your, I don't know if you do this on purpose, Todd, but your series uh, ends before the East Coast kicks off, right? Um, and yeah, that was that totally totally planned this year, yes. Yeah, which is great for these guys to jump in and, and get Yeah, because last year KP, I remember it was down to the wire. KP was trying to figure out. Yeah. Okay, do I race one night and then I fly and do Daytona? Yeah. Am I doing Daytona? I'm flying for the second night. I remember talking to Eller and it was like day to day decision like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What's Kyle going to do? Right, right. Well, they want to keep their perfect record, so. I, I think that there's a more than enough spot in the sport for Arena Cross Series. I've said this uh, before, and obviously we had Jay on from the Hoosier Arena Cross a few uh, or a month ago or so. Um, there's nothing. Like I think there's enough professionals and enough support and everything else, Todd, to, to have Arena Cross Series and make it, you know, just what it used to be, right underneath the Supercross Series and have these manufacturers and teams support it. Do you feel like we're and we, of course we lost that for a few years there. Do you feel like it's coming back? Do you feel like you're are you are you getting more support every year and getting more interest in the series? Are we going to come back to the point where you know Mike Kidd was running this thing and it was you know crushing it and be and it was the second series? You know that is our direction. We, uh, you know, when we when Feld let go and their contract expired, we picked it up with the AMA. We, you know, we've been doing arena cross since 1995, and you know, a lot of our stuff. You know, I've had friends with Mike back in the day, worked with him, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know, actually ended up buying years ago all the Buku equipment when he oh uh, did you he oh, okay. that series yeah, yeah. I did, and <laughs> that was you know back in the early days for me. But you know, then we we, we aligned with the AMA and. You know, then COVID rolled in on us, and, and I'm sure that everybody's experienced this. A lot of things went went away during COVID. A lot of people were wanting to sit on the sidelines. So now it's, you know, two years later, you're going back and you're making these phone calls. Of, yep. Hey, let's get this, let's go. And they're just, well, you know, they, they're just not all back on board yet. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, you know, and, and you got to keep in mind, you, know, you talk to different suppliers or even manufacturers, nobody has anything. You know, go go try to shop at some of these places, and you know we're yeah. all experienced. I'm a rider. You can't buy crap, really. <laughs> you have to wait on it. So, yep. Yep. but it is it, it is coming back. And and you know one of the things that you know I know you're you're waiting for me to say is that we do have a three year deal with a national you know a major sports network. Uh, I can't announce exactly who it is because everything's still going to legal. I mean, as great as Christmas. And the holidays were, you know, that's for me, that's work deferred. And the same, you know, these people are all gone, and now we've got to get it through legal. And once that is done, uh, we'll be off and running. We'll make the big announcement, which we're hoping in about a week. Uh, my my sources tell me it could be FS1, Todd, so we'll see. But that's my sources. Uh, I hope it. I hope we are looking forward to something like that. That'd be awesome, you know. Um, uh, you know, if, it, if it's not them, it's something equal or better. So what we're going to do is uh, we actually uh, we got the Ride TV app that uh, you can watch the Kicker Arena Cross series from. We have two of those apps to give away tonight on the show uh, for free. For, uh, you can also watch the Canadian Motocross series on this app as well. Uh, so we, what we're going to do is uh, we'll pick two people who email us at contest at pulpamexshow.com. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. Uh, the first two, uh, no, let's go. Entry, uh, uh, entry seven in honor of James Stewart and entry... Number one for KP's perfect season. KP for perfect season. There we go. <laughs> and uh, those two people will win a, a Ride a TV app subscription uh, for your mobile phone or for, for your TV or whatever. And uh, you can watch the Kicker Arena Cross Series. So uh, thanks for uh, those guys for stepping in, the Ride TV dudes. Um, 
Todd, uh, I, the rumor is number eight hundred is showing up. Do we can we have, can, can we confirm this? The, the eight hundred is coming. He is, in? He, yeah, he's you know Mike's wife is pregnant again. So uh, and then she's due in February. So it keeps him. You know his plans. I don't think he can fully commit all the way through. Okay, yeah, he is coming at least to the first two rounds with us. And matter of fact, oh. you know I was just texting him a minute ago. He's already in Colorado. Uh, ready to go, so yeah, nice. it's going to be exciting. Nice, so that'll be really good. Add in uh, Osby, of course, and and Kyle Peters, and yeah, uh, is Osby? I think it's, uh, it's Colin. Colin it's Colin. Oh, there. Colin is back on the bike. Oh, he's ride. back on the bike ride. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's Colin and KP one and two in the series. Number um, one and number two plate. I thought Osby was doing them. No, <clears throat> he only did. I know, but I thought he was doing them this year. No, no? if okay. he wasn't going to do them, okay. if Colin wasn't back in time, uh, yeah. Heath was going to do them. Harrison. Oh, yeah. McK- he was going to go from championship yeah. winning mechanic with KP uh, to building his bike and racing I, with I him. I like that. I like that story. <laughs> uh, I, uh, best part, I asked Heath. I'm like, you getting ready? He's like, yeah, I've rode once or twice. I'm like, and he goes, I'll be ready. Yeah. I'm always ready. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, hey, Todd, so you got you got Loveland kicking off this weekend. You got Amarillo, Oklahoma, Greensboro, Reno, uh, Denver, all that. Um, there's always – and, you know, listen, you love all these events equally. I get it. I understand that. You love them all equally. But if you had to tell our fans, our listeners, like which event is sort of, you know, the, the biggest one or the crown jewel or has the biggest track or whatever, is there one or two rounds that, you know, you're really looking forward to this year? You know, the it's funny you ask that question okay. because we just did that round. I've got a one-off event that I've been doing for well over 10 years in Albany, New York at the Times Union Center. It's just next door to the state capital of New York, and it's really a neat – you know, the, the arena is right down on Pearl Street, which is the main drag right okay. out the front door. Yep. And it's, it's you know, these, these guys flood us with, with pit bikes, and it's just mayhem because – you're downtown New York City, or not New York City, but Albany, Albany, New York. Yep. Riding their bikes and racing in this beautiful facility, and you know we've been wanting to try to put it on the series, but it's it's usually the weekend before Thanksgiving, which is Minios. So it, it just makes it a little bit difficult. But but yeah, you know, when you ask the question, that's what comes to mind to me first. Now you know from from there, each one of them are unique. You know, Budweiser's you know Fort Collins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Budweiser Event Center is up in Fort Collins, Loveland, and it's always the the, the kickoff, which you know is exciting for us. Uh, Denver is a unique one because it's got a really cool indoor pit, and it just turns out to be a real big a big party in the pits and a lot of fun. Um, good sized floor too, and then the best dirt on this planet in indoor is the Lazy E Arena oh, outside of Oklahoma yeah. City. It's good dirt, hands down. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know you can get real creative there. So, but uh, you know, so I hope that answers some of your question. Yeah, no, it does absolutely. So, so this thing has been growing for you. Obviously, COVID. You know, you mentioned COVID and the and difficulties. But do you feel like uh, you can get to the point here? This is again, it's an AMA championship. Do you feel like um, bigger and better venues down the road if this thing keeps going? Yeah, we do. We're yep. we're already in works for twenty twenty three, uh, trying to get some dates set up. And I do, I see it, you know, if everything keeps going, you know, out of all this crap that we've been in and people I think are tired of it, you know, it's coming back and it's, it's going to be good. You know, suppliers will have product in, mm-hmm. you know, and they've got, the, you know, they got stuff on their shelves. They're like, Hey, we got to get this out. So 
Right. Um, right. Yeah. I, I think it'll, it's it'll, cool it'll too. Come back. Honda's on board. I mean, they helped the yep. Phoenix guys to go after this AMA championship. You know, Honda is supporting the Phoenix guys and saying, "Hey, this is the championship we want you guys to go get," and they have yep. been getting it. But that's cool to yeah. see an OEM yeah. step up and be like, "Hey, yeah. this is what it's yeah. for." Yeah. And you know, you know, there's there's rumors of Sherco and Beta getting into motocross. Yeah. Yeah. Beta sure is for sure. Heard that. Yeah. Yep. Beta, beta is, is for sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, I work. You know, I work closely with them on the enduro cross and. And uh, they're, you know, they're just, they're two years away. Yeah. Right. I'm a, I'm curious, how, just because I'm curious from the, the business side, like I look at from my perspective, me and Steve have to go to A1 next week. Uh, David Eller runs Phoenix Team is one of my closest friends. I'd love to come to Arena Cross, but straight up, I'm, I'm busy. I got to go to Supercrosses. What keeps you guys from running races in December, November when Supercross isn't going and, and being able to get the eyes on it? Because like, for me, that's my no-brainer comment, but I also don't know the challenges with stadium rentals and really what, what all goes on with the business. Yeah, you know, that's a, that is a good question. And, and you're granted, you, you, you would get all that focus on you because nothing really in the motocross world, Supercross is going on. The problem that I battle is I can't make it on the backside. It's got to be people butts and seats. Yep. You got to fill the arenas, and if you watch in the fall, you're competing with football and all these other events, and it's just hard to get people. Especially if you get into a climate that, you know, lately we've seen 70 degree days in November. Mm-hmm. They don't want to come indoors. People want to, you know, they want to go hang outside, which you can't blame them. Right. But once you get into January, February, and, and first part of March, you know, for the most part, there's, you know, it's dark. There's nothing to do. It's cold typically. Nothing's really going on other than you're finishing up the, you know, pro football. Mm-hmm. You like that. Okay, yeah. I mean, it makes sense for sure. I, I uh, yeah, it makes perfect could, sense for that. Could you foresee yourself yeah. in the future just, again, to access that, get basically the eyes on it? Do you ever foresee yourself maybe running one or two rounds right before kind of the holidays to, to access that beginning of December? Or is it even, even that time of December? Is it too much of a, like I said, just too much of a losing proposition? It's hard once you get past Thanksgiving, Uh, and that's why Albany is always the weekend before Thanksgiving, Albany, New York. And that that works well because that's a market. You know, if you look, if you think of like college football, and and college football is so hot and heavy then, you don't think of upstate New York having any really major college football. Now, you were to get down, you know, the south, uh, you know, Oklahoma, even my way, you know, there's a lot of big teams that, vie for those people wanting to watch but uh and i think that's part of why it works up in albany because i will we'll sell eight thousand seats we'll have over 500 entries and and uh, you know it's a good deal but uh you know to answer your question and i don't want to let too much out but yes we are looking at more now that uh you know things are coming back we're looking at doing a right. few more in the fall and i wouldn't even mind starting my series a little early if i could the problem you have there is you know, you say, hey, I want to start in November. The guys say, well, look, I don't have next year's bikes yet. Yeah, there's, yep. there's so some So they're going to ride old bikes. Yep, no, absolutely. Uh, Todd Hammack on the uh, Paul Pomex Show here, brought to you by the folks at Cherubies USA. Please check them out. Speaking of Cherubies USA, did you see little uh, Volan jump through those whoops on Instagram, uh, Michael? Jesus. That looked insane. Uh, Max Volan jumping I, through some whoops. I'm actually, I was kind of initially surprised he was riding East Coast, but then watching him do stuff like that, I'm like, I can't wait to watch him East Coast. Yeah, yeah, it'll be great. Uh, Todd, so we had Jay on from Hoosier Arena Cross, and, and he talked about his program a little bit. He's got, um, um, well, actually, no, he had FS1. Now, you don't have FS1. He has FS1. I'm getting it mixed up. Um, right. oh, man, get your facts. I know. Straight. So he, he, well, he had he had uh, Ralph and Jeff lined up to call the action on FS1. 
um, and, and, and then he has Hoosier on board, and his program's a little bit more uh, tailor-oriented towards amateurs. The tracks are a little tamer, and the amateurs race all day long, and it's it's more of that kind of program. Or is, uh, you, I think you're running yours a little bit different, Todd. Um, have you guys talked? Are you bitter enemies? Or have you guys talked about, hey, like let's try to let's see what we can do. We'll take some of your great events and some of my great events. and Or is this thing kind of like where you guys are, are going separate tracks? Well, you know, Jay does his own thing, and there's a lot of people like Jay out there. There's other series that go on. Mm-hmm. And I'm all, you know, I'm all for it because I was that guy at one time. Yeah. And I, you know, I always think, man, I'm doing great because, you know, we're bringing people up, riders up, teaching them to ride indoors. You know, in a close environment, and and it's you know it's just good. Get used to riding indoors. Someday, maybe they you know they all target and want to go to Supercross. But you know, we talk some on on dates, just trying to stay away from each other. Sure. Yeah. But you know, we've we've got our each individual programs, and and uh, you know, I've got the AMA sanctioning going, and right. I've got a three year deal with them as well. So nice. Uh, you know, we've we've got plenty to do. Do you uh, are your tracks like basically for the you know for the when the Feld guys were running Arena Cross, and even before that, what you know when Mike was doing it. A lot of the tracks are the same. They got a section whoops. You got a rhythm that goes three two or two three, and you got a catapult. Uh, Todd, how yeah. much do your cha- do your tracks stick to a basic uh, uh, build, or, or do you try to throw some new stuff in? Well, you know, you're limited by the real estate inside the arena. And, yep. And you know, like in Loveland, most of these things are either NBA centers, basketball facilities, or they're mm-hmm. a hockey facility, whatever it may be, yeah. wherever you are. And so, you know, for you're you're lucky if they've got retractable seating. Then you got to pay them to haul the ice out and take the dashers out. So you go from an 85 wide to maybe 110. That's probably usually about the best you can get. Then your depth could be, I mean, however the building's laid out, 220, 240. But when you're in a situation like that, you've got four lanes. There's only so much you can do. Yep. No, absolutely. You know, everybody right. wants a set of whoops. You got to have a finish line catapult. You got to have a start straight. Yep. Yep. And so there comes, you got your rhythm section. So yeah. But then you get to like Denver. Or, you know, even Amarillo's got a football side field in, and, and, you know, God, man, in, in uh, the Lazy Arena outside Oklahoma City, we were running 42-second lap times last year. You know, okay, at the point yeah, that's the same good. weekend, yeah, yeah. they were running 51 for Supercross. Right, so, right. You know, you're not much far off of that. Um, so, but yeah, yeah, we try to get different layouts. So this may not be great for Kyle Peters, but this would be great for your series, uh, Todd. So pass the hat in the uh, in the crowd. Uh, before the main okay. event or whatever, pass a hat. Everybody puts in a, in a, an amount, and this is the bounty to take down Kyle Peters. <laughs> you know, you get your you get your usual purse money, whatever, and then and then we we pass a hat. You and trying this, to bring Tyler Bowers back? Listen, I'm just trying to get this Kyle Peters guy to get some competition. And then listen, if they you gotta be, go faster, if you beat KP, you get what's in this hat. And obviously, if KP wins, he gets what's in the hat. I, I like say, it. Same thing we tell yeah. Colin. You just gotta go faster. I like it. Hey, hey, you just get David Eller to sign that off with me, and we're good. Okay, all right, fantastic. <laughs> we'll, we'll work on it. It's a, it's a Kyle Peters bounty, everybody. You know, you know, right. how, you know, you had to get David right. Just go, go sit down in his little local restaurant, get a couple margaritas with him, and you guys can work yep, this out. Yep. Um, yeah, that'd be him and Hilton. That'd be for sure. Yep. Yeah. Uh, no, I I, uh, I like that. I like the idea because yeah, KP's just just a machine, right? He's just crazy. I know he was last year. There was a couple rounds. I remember Colin told me he was so mad. Like a couple ones with whoops were good for him, and he's yeah. just like, hey, it's just like he's like KP. Yeah, KP's yeah. just solid every night. Starts uh, are solid. Everything. He's hard to beat. The yeah. uh, number one entry for the email contest at pulpamexshow.com and the number seven in honor of Stu. Uh, Gets two gets a ride TV app subscription for free 
for the Kicker Arena Cross. You've got some announcers lined up, uh, Todd, and uh, and and it's going to be streamable so people can uh, get their yeah, get their yeah. moto fixed this yep, way. You got it, Ride, Ride TV. Got Wes Kane coming on board. Everybody knows him. Yeah. Colorful character. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm right? West Kane and you're not. West Kane Mafia is in the house. Um, oh, God, we, we did a show, and my, my very first event was a cool arena in New Mexico called Red Rock Arena. And this was my 25th year, but I brought Wes out, and he had the crowd. You know, he had them doing the wave. <laughs> and, and you know, there's a lot of things that don't excite me anymore because I see it every weekend. Right, right. He had them doing the wave. Then he had them doing it in slow motion. You had 6,000 people in this outdoor arena. It was insane. So at that point, I knew I wanted to bring him on the winter tour. Nice. No, that'll that'll be good. Yeah, for sure. He'll he'll he's a hype man. It'll work out. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Any anything else for Todd, Michael, for Kicker Arena Cross this weekend, Loveland, Colorado, on uh, Friday, Saturday night. So and not much. I just can't. Yep. Uh, I'll try checking as much as I can. I want to see how Captain yep. Colton did. Pass the hat. Get, yeah. Let's take Peters down. Let's keep take take right. right, down. Okay. Um, it's it's arenacrossusa.com. You know, wait for our announcement to come out. But uh, it's going to be an incredible TV package. We're excited about it. Awesome. Thank you for calling in. Uh, I'll be checking it out as well. Uh, good luck with everything, man. And uh, we'll let's touch base down the road. All right. Thanks, guys. See All right. You. Thank you. All right. That's Todd Hammock, everybody. Brought to you by Cherubies USA. Uh, thanks to Maxima as well. Uh, love Maxima products, whether it's the SC1 or the uh, the contact cleaner or the uh, the chain lube or, or whatever it is. Uh, incredible filter oil, too. MaximaUSA.com. Code is Pulp20 to save. Uh, they've got the 927 as well. It is the, still the number one selling performance two-stroke oil in most markets around the world. 927. Uh, made in the USA. And for use in all brands, of course, MaximaUSA.com. Um, we're going to come up with uh, Scuba Steve coming up. JT as well coming up here. Michael Lindsay from Vital MX. We've got some emails to read. But my group text has been going off uh, nonstop here uh, during this uh, show tonight. And it's really alarming, some of the things that are being said in it. So in, to, to translate that to the show tonight, uh, let's get our friend of our show, uh, Chris Betts, on. What's up, Betts? Hey, man. I feel like my intros have just gotten... Just way less enthusiastic. Over the <laughs> I must last say, there was no enthusiasm. Oh, okay. I, I, Fuck my ass. I apologize. Uh, concern level about the grade three AC separation for for AC for AC. Yeah, I, I plead the fifth. No, uh, no worries. We're good. No concern level. No, I mean we're going to go out. You know, do well with what we got, and then we'll be healthy and we'll win, and it'll be over, and <clears throat> we'll be popping bottles. And if you hop on the train soon enough, you're invited. Oh, okay. You got to get on soon. All right. I have a bet with somebody in the industry for a thousand dollars on Adam. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? So Anaheim won. So uh, I, uh, I'm not. I'm. I hope he does well. Let's put it that way. I hope he does well. well what's the bet? What's it? Uh, what's? I have a thousand dollars that Adam will finish top six at Anaheim one. I mean, is it? Yeah, are, are they just taking anyone? I'll I'll put the mortgage on that. I'll I'll put you in charge with the gentleman, and I'll put you in touch with the gentleman. Is and this you, can... you and Dan <laughs> bet or no? Um, hey, uh, we had Todd on from Arena Cross, and I was mentioning the bounty on KP. <laughs> He's taking yeah. your money. Um, what uh, what were you saying? You had something like this in baseball. So I caught the kind of the midpoint of this, and then I heard the KP thing. So it's not really a bounty, but at some lower levels, like independent ball, like real kind of the lower armpit of professional baseball. Sometimes the 50-50, they'll pass a hat around. Mm. And uh, 
they'll give they'll give a guy on the opposing team the you know insert like the Bud Light K man of the night, and if this guy strikes out, um, someone goes home with a prize, like you know half yeah. the fifty fifty raffle. But the pitcher who strikes the K man out goes home with the other half of it. Oh. And this hat goes around the stadium, and there's stories of guys playing an indie ball making $800 a month that win, like, you know, 5000 bucks for striking wow. out the game because it's a sold-out crap. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I caught the tail end of it, and I heard Bounty XYZ, and we don't, wow. you know, we're not getting – we're not getting paid for bounty. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, I get Mark. it. But, but it's still something so, so still something big. Uh, Jason Thomas yeah, coming up here. Thing. Yes, Jason Thomas coming up here on the show. Chris Betts on right now, uh, pre-Anaheim 1. You are going to Anaheim 1, Betts? Yeah, I'm actually going to probably bail out on the alumni baseball game early to be there for qualifying. So oh, boy. See where my priorities are. You have Long Beach alumni, or what, what are you talking about? Yeah, the the high school alumni game is at one o'clock on Saturday. I'll probably just go shake hands and sign some babies before, and then rip out of there. Nice. Um, so the reason we had you on, and m- maybe Michael can help with this too, and, and Marks and, and and the guy in the corner over there. I'm in a group text with yourself, uh, JT, and Kellen Brower from Racer X, and somehow during the show, without without me taking part in this, you guys started talking about the best fast food restaurants. And yep. this is, of course, pre-Anaheim 1 hype, so this is the stuff we're talking about. Um, Kellen comes in. So, oh. you know, we, we, we cover in and out What's your favorite fast food place, Michael? Mm, Chipotle doesn't count, right? Uh, well, there was some thank kind you. of. Thank there, you. There was some... If it counts, I'm going Chipotle. If not, I'm going in and out Okay. And Marks, what do you, what do you, what, where are you at? I wasn't prepared for this question. Okay. Uh, Talent? Step up. in and out Okay. Ugh. <sighs> Okay, listen. Okay, here's the point. Here's the point of the of the conversation of why Betts is calling in. That was a sad group. Of a Mister Brower from Racer X put Jack in the Box in his what? top five. Yes, that should be in your happened. bottom five. In what? his top five, <laughs> Talon. I mean, Jack in the Box is okay every once in a while, but not top five. Uh, Jack in the Box yeah, is okay, okay when it's your only option at like two in the morning. Yeah, and there's nothing else for 30 miles. Tacos, no one's Jack going to Jack in the Box, Marks, right? Uh, there, I mean, come on. There is one off the freeway exit <laughs> I grew up on, and I don't, I don't think I've gone to it in 15 years. I won't. I go, no. in, I go in phases no. on Jack in the Box. If, if you catch me in the right time, I would put Jack in the Box in my top five probably. What? Really? Yeah. Tits. No. Like away. no. Put tits back no. over there. Tits was never here. Tits, tits, can't, can't, I, tits can't work out <laughs> over there. Um, I don't know. We started with cameras pointing the wrong way at the beginning of this show. Yeah, good point. Um, Call me bets, now. it's insane <laughs> to have that. And, he, and he's and he's doubling down on it. <sighs> yeah, and like if... Oh, it's all respect for Kellen. Yeah, exactly. My my dad loves going to the race with me because he meet, he gets to see all these people come up to me. He has no fucking clue who it is. It's like, <laughs> you know, hey, dad, this is, this is Jason Wygant. Like, he actually announces the outdoors and, you know, like, just busting each other's balls he's like who are you right like my dad's just like what are you doing in your free time and if kellen comes up to us and they want to be like hey dad this is kellen his favorite fast food restaurants jack in the box and my dad's probably going to just do the same thing you guys did yeah yeah or punch him in the face he's i was going to say i would go like, straight oh, for the works. face it, yeah he doesn't work at racer x it's just like this guy's top five is jack in the box uh it's, his name's kellen and that's how your dad's going to refer to him as a forever it, hey remember that guy who was top five jack in the box <laughs> it's an insane <laughs> exactly. take uh talon please tweet out uh, is Jack in the Box a top five fast food restaurant? Right? Yes or no? Is that that's what we do? Is that yeah? Make it a poll. Yes or no? Right? Yes or no? Top five. Who who uh, who did you have on between like six thirty and seven, Steve? Uh, Derek. 
Rankin? So that guy sounds like a nice guy. I don't know him, but like it was so blasphemous. Like you're interviewing this guy and you're chiming in in this group text about, you know, Jack in the box wall things. Like that's how it made all four, all three of our blood just go to 212 and start boiling right away. I couldn't believe it. JP and I were in the middle of an argument too. And we just stopped, and all of a sudden we're freaking allies. And yeah, because you banded together of your general hate. Yeah, I'll be right there with you. And I just let Kellen have it. And then, (laughs) and then Kellen attached a photo of Larocco with Jack in the Box, and just that was his comeback. That's the only good thing I can give Jack in the Box. That's it. So, Talon, put it out there: Uh, is is Jack in the Box in your in your personal top five fast food? Yes or no? I know what mine is now. It seems so obvious. What Chick Fil A. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> I was actually thinking you're Mormon. that's what I thought. <laughs> I, that's why I thought Vets was going to bring up. I thought there was going to be a Chick Fil A. I'm uh, I'm I've come around on Chick Fil A. I'm not as anti Chick Fil A as I once was. I am not. Oh um, wow! People, Wait, you're admitting you're wrong. People have told me what to get from Chick Fil A, and I've gotten it, and it's better than what I used to get or what I ate. What before. is someone so, getting a Chick Fil A that you never thought to get before? There's <laughs> chicken. The the grilled chicken. I was getting the greasy breaded chicken sandwiches. You're sorry, we're talking to an athlete here today. And, and, sorry. All, and also, I was getting them. I've been told too. When I ate Chick Fil A, it was at the ra- it was at the races with JGR. And I've always been told that those sandwiches are sitting there forever, like for a long time. So they're not very good. But I mean, I don't know that. I don't know how long. Isn't that any catered food is? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. Like, the like people are like, no, 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 those are not that good because they've been sitting there a long time and. So this is my experience. I can only go by my own personal experience. So I got so the, this is Koi's fault now. The, gri- the grilled deluxe <laughs> thing from Chick Fil A, and then people told me get the nuggets with the Chick Fil A sauce, which I have, and it's not bad. It's not in my top. It's probably not. It's not my top five. Don't get me wrong. It, but it's better than what my other experience with Chick Fil A is. So you got to go. Really? Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, you got to go. You got to go in and out. You got to go five guys. I think Wendy's is in the mix. I've had really right. bad experience the last couple times I went to Wendy's. I'm, I'm sad to say. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. I love Panda Express, so. <laughs> Does Panda Ooh. count? Does Panda count? Yeah, there's a, there's a drive through at the one in Barstow. So that's, uh, that's counts. A, yeah, so the one near me has yeah. a drive through accounts. Right. Chick-fil-A or Canes, Steve? Canes. Chick-fil-A. Canes. Ah. Yeah, Canes. Ah. I've barely had Canes. I've only had Canes like twice in my life. I think oh, I'm on uh, Canes just for the sauce. Oh, okay. <sighs> the Marks is Texas nodding. toast, you the fry. Over Bro, you, you mix some hot sauce in that cane sauce, fire. Amazing. <laughs> All right. 80, fire in your mouth or fire somewhere else? 80, 86% <laughs> not even close, Jack Jackbox poll. I mean, yeah, it's via, an absolute Via Kellen Brower. Yeah, it's, it's – JT, JT did drop a good one-liner, and Kellen said uh, some like, you know – my wife agrees, and JT said the Pope could agree for all I care. It's never going to touch my top five. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I'm sorry to say, Jack in the Box could come back and title sponsor team. I'm still out. Yeah, it, it is. It, I mean, I would say Jack in the Box would be a hard to make my top 15. Can you name 15 places? I would go to the liquor store places? and get an egg salad sandwich before I'd go to Jack in the Box. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know. I'm, that's not, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Uh, Burger King's better. McDonald's is better. Um oh. You know, you know what Carl's Jr. is none of you guys, none of you guys Carl's have been Jr. a cookout. Carl's Jr. I, I don't know what cookout is. I don't know what a cookout oh is either. God. Anybody know what cookout is? All right. No, nobody knows. This whole group shaking their head. No. I'll ask, you know what? Ask A. Ray. Tennessee armpit of the South thing. Okay. Well, maybe. What maybe is it like Zaxby's? 
No, it's it's like greasier and grimier. Like you can get a quesadilla, Wait, corn dog, and a gre- burger all in one meal. Okay, yeah, it sounds pretty greasy. I was gonna say if it gets greasier in Zaxby's, geez. I don't think. Oh, yeah, that, no, like yeah. the bag. If you if you drive more than five minutes home from uh, cookout, the bag's gonna break. Uh, does like, the does, not hold does uh, Del Taco and Taco Bell count as fast food? Even though they're Mexican, like, I, love I mean they're Del fine Taco. dining, but they're good. But I'm saying like in a burger type. If you're comparing it against Jack in the Box, I still would think those are both way better than Jack in the Box. Both of those places. I would, yeah, yeah, I would prefer. I would prefer a, a burrito from a like. I would prefer a fast food. Like if I'm gonna eat fast food, I want to really just eat shitty. I don't want like a eh, so so bad for you burger and fries. Like yeah. I want the nacho cheese filled burrito with the sour cream out of the caulking gun. Um, put, in the, in put, the put all the subway Doritos put, nacho shell. Mark asked me to <laughs> yep. name fifteen. Like put all the subways and all the Jersey Mikes and all the you know all that ahead of yeah Jack in the Box. Like any yeah. sandwich place you want, put that all in front. Really, Subway even? Yes, yeah. even Subway. Subway sucks. Yeah. Subway sucks, but it's better than Jack in the Box. It's still better than Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box. Subway sucks absolutely, no. but yeah. it's better than Jack in the Crack. That's your opinion, <sighs> but you're wrong. Okay, well, you literally it's you and Kellen on an island. That's fine. Yeah. We're going right. to chill and play video games. Okay. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, A1, uh, besides Adam, seeing Cirillo bets, who do you like? <sighs> who else is out there? Um, I mean, if we're being, like, dead honest, even when he's, like, not doing well, I just don't – I just kind of just watch him. You know, I'm not yeah. really as much of a fan anymore as I'm just out there supporting him right. and hanging out. Right. But I like it. Um, I don't know. There's a, I've been listening to a lot of these freaking janky radio shows lately because I've had quite a bit of free time this week. Um, and it sounds like there's a bunch of interesting storylines. So hopefully 2 through 22 is a good battle, and he just runs away with it, so I might be able to watch someone else. Are you? Uh, but, are we worried about uh, a free agency? Uh, I'm starting to sweat. <laughs> okay. It's uh, my agent. My agent's super cool, and he just, you know, he told me not to panic until he tells me to panic. Yep. Uh, and he told me not to panic. So okay, we're good. I'm fine. I just, you know, put it this way: the first of the year came and went, and I felt like I went from being a free agent to unemployed. Like did, I'm really like. Did God, he I say like that people have? I'm... Did he say that people have called at all? Yes. Okay, so somebody has called. <laughs> oh yeah, like I should. I should. I'm, I'm not. I'm not worried. Put it this way: I'm not worried about getting a job for spring training. I'm just anxious, and you know me. I think everyone here knows me that I'm just incredibly high strung as it is. Yeah, yeah. I get nervous about what I'm gonna eat for breakfast. Right, right. So, let alone knowing where I'm gonna spend the next 12 months of my career is up a couple notches from where's my next coffee coming from. Right, right. Okay. All so right. I'm yeah. I'm okay. I'm not worried about it, but I'm just over it. It's not fun anymore. I thought this was going to be way more fun than it is. Uh, a couple. One person said, "If you put Jack off box in your top five, you need to be immediately jailed and firmly kicked in the nuts." <laughs> another guy said, "Easily top three for me." Oof, it's and all then, over the place. And then, and then another guy put the green pukey emoji face. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm a little worried for bets now, though. What what if you end up on a somewhere a team that like a corporate sponsor of the team is Jack in the Box? I hear this, man. It's it's going downhill. Dude, the Angels do have a lot of Jack in the Box logos all over the stadium. Ugh. There, I mean, there's worse things. I don't know if there are actually, but I'm sure there's worse things. <laughs> there's there's if no chance. They cha- pay well. Yeah, they I'll pay well. There's no chance that uh, Jay signed you. They got a lot of catchers, right? There's no chance. Dude, I'm not writing anything off. Fucking that uh, the Cowie team in Arena Cross could sign me for all I know at this point. 
Cowie Team Arena Cross is now. gone. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. They're done. Yeah, Cowie Team Arena Cross is done. Damn. You you still got you got to, you running the team out there this year? No? <laughs> Mine's done yeah, he's too. No, he's done. He's done. <laughs> We're done. Yeah, he's We're done. all done. It's all done. Yeah. <laughs> See, what what fast food company did you guys cater? Uh, I usually would order Chipotle. Yeah. Everybody. Damn. Yeah. Everybody. In the pits, Chipotle is is Chipotle is, is king. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Cowie truck has a mean uh, candy bar drawer, and uh, co- right under the coffee machine, I think. If I'm guessing, Steve showed you that. Um, the Honda guys, <laughs> actually, the Honda people have the best Cowie or the best candy bar spread. Honda does better than Cowie. You're probably just not allowed to see the good stuff. Maybe, maybe. Uh, Jason Thomas is on the line. What's up, JT? Not too much. Ready to talk fast food. Well, listen. I mean, what else? <laughs> what else crack. is going on this week? Nothing, right? There's nothing going on. No. Oh, Anaheim. Anaheim. No, but we're no, talking no, about no. fast food. Well, listen. There's only one of us on the line here or in studio that uh, agrees with Kellen, and his name is Schmavish Marks. So about Jack in the Box. Yes, he does. Yeah. If yeah. you get me on the oh, if you get God. me on the right day. Yeah. Ugh. Dude, the burgers snap. What do you? I mean, it's like snap your stomach your in half, where you can't taste anything, where you have you have COVID. That would be the only way. Is if you have COVID, <laughs> you can't taste anything. You guys are wild. I still think my memory would just make it would defeat COVID, and I would still taste it. It's, yeah. Again, it, yeah. it wouldn't it's even make terrible. my top fifteen. It wouldn't even make terrible, my top fifteen. But I don't even know if I could name it out of here fast food restaurants, and it still wouldn't make it. <laughs> to, to, it's insane, Kellen. Like top five is a sacred place. Very sick. Yeah, Kellen doesn't treat his body very sacredly, apparently. Uh, well, he keeps. I mean, we're talking top five fast we, food restaurants. <laughs> every time we bring it up, he goes, "My wife concurs," and I'm like, "That's not making it better. You just have a house of crazy people." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that doesn't mean much. Um, you know, it's like it's. I like, heard about your Pope comment. It's like it's like something like yeah, like uh, my my mentor Jim Jones also agrees. It's like right, that, right. Yeah, that doesn't. Yeah, drink that, the, drinking the Kool Aid. Yeah, that's in my top five drinks. Right, right. Like that doesn't matter. So, um, all right, bets. Uh, we're gonna move on with JT now and talk some moto. So, cool. Right on. I'm I'm always down for some fast food talk. You know me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks for coming on, buddy. All right, guys. We'll see you this all weekend. Right, see you later. That's uh, that's Chris Betts, everybody, friend of the show. Jason Thomas brought to you by Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Uh, big uh, weekend for you guys, JT. Obviously, one of the presenting sponsors of Supercross, so you will have your uh, um, semis there and the containers and the gear and everything else for fans to uh, see and touch or, or maybe grab uh, QR codes, something. Yeah, it'd be, uh, yeah, we'll have all our product there. Um, I'm hoping it's fairly normal. I think it's going to be much more normal than like what we saw at Houston last year, where it was just everybody was terrified, and you know there was mass patrol everywhere, and it just wasn't wasn't great. Don't um, touch anything. Yeah, so I think I think it's going to be much more normal than that. And, and you know, Max and uh, Ricky and the team have worked really hard to uh, yeah keep changing our setup and keep modernizing it and give fans a reason to come over and look at our products and get to know us a little better. Yeah, flyracing.com. Please check them out in the pits. We have the Fly Racing uh, radio show as well after the third practice of the uh, day. Uh, so go there. Myself and Wygan and JT will do a little radio show, maybe have a guest or two on there as well. So if you're in Anaheim, uh, go check it out, everybody. Um, yeah, it's usually like 5 o'clock-ish, something ish. like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've got the x Brown Goggle Tariffs coming up with JT. We also got some emails Let's read some emails and get uh, Michael Lindsay's and Jason Thomas's response to this. Uh, from Jacob. Nobody seems to be talking about Max Anstey switching to RMATVMC. This seems like a big move forward for him. He's had some decent results on the Twisted T. 
Switching teams may help show his true potential. I'm not saying I think he'll be competing for wins, but maybe top fives. I'm new to your show. I'm not sure if this is the right way to do this. Sorry. Uh, yeah, you can write an email, Jacob. It's fine. Uh, Max Anstey. Telegram. Max Anstey, maybe top fives. Do we, Michael, JT, are there any, do we, are we, are we, are we on the Anstey hype train? Where are we at? Supercross for me, no. No. Uh, outdoors, if you're going to tell me he's top five at several rounds, I could possibly get on board with that, but not, not Supercross, no. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of with I'm with JT. I mean, he saw us take that step in the top ten, but I am stoked for Max to be on that program. Just some a little bit maybe more experience group behind him for Supercross, just help him out. Um, well, no crew chief anymore. Yeah, lost crew chief. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'd go top five for sure outdoors, and this is nothing against uh, the Twisty guys. Is like he was, yes, it was somewhat depleted, but at the end of the season when they made some big changes suspension-wise with the bike, he really came around. I remember there was a couple rounds er Earlier in the season, like when him and Cody would be battling, I, I felt bad to say a few times. I was just like watching Max. I was like, Ugh. Max is a dude that can run with hurlings, has run with hurlings on his best days, and that bike is not doing him, wasn't doing him some favors early in outdoors. So I think with the little bit more dialed technical program, I think outdoors top fives are, are doable. Okay. Uh, this is from Sean. Hey, Steve, I don't write in often, but wanted to send a quick note about how awesome it is when you have Rich Taylor on the show. I could listen to that dude tell stories all day long. Moto, Stuntworth, X-Brand stuff. It's all great. It reminds me of when I was a kid listening to my pops and his old racing buddies bench race and tell stories. Excellent. Yes, Sean, I agree. Uh, Rich Taylor, great uh, great guest. Thank you for the email. Uh, another one, I don't have the name here on this one, but uh, Mathis, I have a topic that should be discussed on one of your shows. As someone who has recently gotten back into watching motocross and supercross and plans to attend at least one race this winter, could you give attention on a show on the best way to attend a supercross race i know nothing about races and i was looking for info on pit passes available best seats to buy attending practice sessions etc i was wondering if you could do a little walkthrough on the show for advice on the best way to attend a supercross race for a new and re-energized fan coming back into the sport as a spectator maybe i'm just the idiot but i want to make the best experience for my family attending one of these races jt what should this gentleman do well i think you know you want to make a whole day out of it um and especially like, you know, the weather for Supercrosses is either terrible, but you can be inside all day, or it's typically really nice, like what we'll see this Saturday, and you can be outside and enjoy it all day without, you know, like a, a motocross race is tough, man. It's hot. There's really nowhere to, to find shade at a lot of these races. Like, it, it's really difficult to attend a motocross race at times. Um, not always, but at times. Supercross race, I think, is a little bit more accommodating uh, you can take your family there. It is a long day, but I, I would show up early. I would take it all in. Um, you can go see the pits. And, and it will be, you know, it's not going to be like 2019 where you can get up and close and personal with the riders and, and be hanging on the, the semi-railing. But you can still go see all of the cool activation stuff that the sponsors have. You can watch all three practices. You get this amazing opening ceremonies experience, which everybody knows I love. Um, but yeah, I would get there early, spend the whole day, get the, you know, the pit pass, check all that out. And, uh, yeah, there's, it's really not that complicated, but, um, yeah, there's just really kind of one pass. You get it, get the pit pass and off you go. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, like go watch practices. There's three of them. You don't need to watch all of them. Go watch one or two. And then the other ones walk around the pits and walk the, watch the people get ready for the, the, the riders and the teams and, you know, kind of, yeah, hang out a little I mean, bit, I, you know? Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And I would also say there is plenty of time to take in everything that goes in, goes on in the pits. 
and also catch the A practices. Like I would definitely recommend watching those, like 250A yeah. and 450A. You, yep. you definitely want to see those, the stars of the sport. But if you are going to have to choose between watching like 450C and then taking in the, the pits, I would go do that, right? There, there's a lot of things happening. You can see the guys coming off their bikes and, and kind of the debrief and then all the activation stuff. Because um, honestly, the 450C guys, nothing against them. I've been in that practice, but it's not the most entertaining session of the day either. I don't know. A1250C is pretty entertaining, but for very different reasons. Well, I guess 450C, but it's so late, right? It, it yeah. takes it's at the very end of all those sessions. Um, I think there's probably more to see going on in the pits at that point. Uh, what do yeah. you think, Michael? Is uh, all that sound pretty good? If you have the money, too, JT runs a VIP experience. Um, yeah, you can so, hit me up, too. Yeah, hit JT up about doing that. I think that's excellent. I, I still love with our sport and in the fact that even like you say, even though we can't be up against the trucks this year, still compared to so many other motorsports, there's just so much more access for a fan, so much more to enjoy. You just get to see way more of how the guys go about their day and mm -hmm. you know what the setups are. So yeah, make make a day out of it. It's definitely worth it. Yes, the night show itself's great, but if I had to pick, you know, Supercross for his outdoor, which am I gonna go spend an entire day at? Eh, Supercross takes it pretty easy for just a yeah, enjoyable day. Uh, Fly Racing, please check them out uh, in the pits this weekend, as well as your favorite motorcycle dealer or motorsport.com. Uh, also, thank, uh, thanks to the folks at Michelin, whether it's the Power 5 tire, whether it's the Commander 3 Cruiser tires, the Duro Extreme tire, the Starcross 5, which is now available in sizes 50cc and up. Uh, Motorcycle.michelinman.com. Visit your local dealer. Uh, Michelin's got a, a bike tire for you. They're also the official uh, tire of the wrap-up show, bicycle tire over there. So uh, at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook as well. And uh, so whether whatever kind of motorcycle you ride, uh, they make a tire for that. Mo Michelin does, and uh, they got exciting things coming down the road as, as well. So please check out Michelin, uh, motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information. I use the Starcross 5s. They stick to the track like glue. Uh, I love it. So, uh, all right, it's time for the X-Brand Goggle tear-off segment. Let's do this. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire q Rapid-fire. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere, like Chiz. Chiz wears X-Brand. Freddie Norn, X-Brand guy. Of course, X-Brand and FXR collabing together for that goggle that Phil will Factory be wearing ride. as well. Mm -hmm. uh, the Factory Ride goggle. So uh, please check out X-Brand. Pulp Show 21 is the code to save. Uh, it'll be Pulp Show 22 uh, soon enough. But, uh, yeah, absolutely great goggle, great company. And they have somebody doing pretty well at the car as well. We're in the X-Brand that I saw today. Is Howes running it or that Mason the kid? name already. <clears throat> I think Klein? it's Mason Klein. Yeah, he Skyler's was. in Scott. Yeah, Mason was fourth on the first full do, do you stage. you know him? Uh, I know Skyler. Mason is one of Skyler's buddies. That, like, oh, okay. Skyler yeah, he's train. rookie this year. He's like 20 years old. Uh, yeah, he got fourth overall. In his fourth stages. overall with X-Brand goggles. First stage and then second stage, he got 16. I think he's still so, in the top 10 overall. He's like right around 10th overall. Shorty's, uh, what, 12 minutes back? Shorty's not too bad. He had a better second day, I think. Yeah. Brabeck. Brayback's so horrible like an hour first back. day. He got really? Lost. Toby Price, horrible first day. Yeah, no, Toby I saw Toby overall is like fourth like right now. Hour. No, Toby's not for Toby not was overall? no Toby was with uh, I think he did I don't know if he did better on the sex stage but overall okay. him and Brayback got horribly lost the first day right. like, oh, yeah they all got lost right the first group the, uh, there's an overhead pan shot of like some of the top dudes Toby Brayback and like four guys and they're just sitting there in the dunes just like man I don't know where I'm going <laughs> wow and then Shorty had trouble too the first day. Was, yeah. he, was he in that group? A lot lost. of guys struggled navigation. There was a certain waypoint note that some guys got, and a bunch of others just got lost for oh, 30 okay. minutes, hours, well, I figured out. 
X Brown goggles. These questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Are you familiar with him, Michael? No clue. No. J J T. Uh, is he the guy that always is late with the questions and then makes excuses about why he didn't get them done? Yes. Yes. I think. Okay. He, I think yeah, he, yeah, yeah. I've heard. I've heard about him. I think he enjoys Jack in the Box too. So. Uh, um, all right. Let's do this. Alley. Steve, how many nets would you like to see in Supercross? Uh, as many as we can get. I mean, uh, they should be on every outside berm. So four, Kevin Wyndham agrees. Four or five. Uh, <laughs> I would say, didn't we dig up that that was not actually your, your no, uh, we, the, idea? No, what we forgot was it was actually my idea, then it got recycled. It's a long story. Uh-huh. What? Um, <laughs> as many nets as they can get. Again, what did I? What did I? What, what do these things cost? A couple hundred bucks? Uh, I don't know why you sponsor them all. Way more nets. Uh, I've offered that. I've offered that. I was told uh, it's not possible. But, uh, yeah, honestly, it should be on every outside berm around the uh, around the stadium and then on the inside as well. Like, why not? That, that, should, be your, that should be your threat to Feld, honestly, is you'll either either accept my LC, either give me the nets yep. or I start my, my chaos. Okay. LCQ. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. With the white cat? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I need a cat. So, all right. JT, whose will be the first to miss a race due to an airline canceling their flight? You or Steve? Oh, for sure, United. Delta's pretty rock solid, so I would say Steve. Yeah. Oh, my God. Michael, mm-hmm. compare your stress level from A1 last year to what you are feeling now. It's it's not even on it. There's no chart to, to show <laughs> There's it. There's no chart. I, I, don't, I really don't know where to <laughs> yeah, start. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, right now, I'm sitting here great. I'm not suicidal, so... Yeah, we're good. On a scale of one to Antonio Brown, where are you? <laughs> last year, Antonio Brown. <laughs> I'm surprised Michael didn't do that in a race last year. Hey, well, remember the first year I did. Just I did try to jump off the top of the semi. You did, yeah. Strip down and uh, and run off, wave bye bye to everybody. And run through the sand wolves at Millville and into the creek with your shirt off. <laughs> that if there was a round to do it, that would have been it. Yeah, good point. Millville was not good. Oh. For um, yeah. All right. What's the what's the poll at? What are we at on here? Okay, eighty one percent, not even close. There are nineteen percent people watch your show. Should just turn off right now. Yeah. All right. Next question. Haters. Steve, who's your sleeper A one picks? Uh, I was going to talk to JT about this in a second here of the two fifty class because we kind of have that list. But um, honestly, this is cl- cliche. I get it. I totally get it. But uh, Mookie would be my sleeper in four fifties. Maybe come out and grab a podium, right? Um and then a two fifty class side, let's go Jalik Swall. Let's go Jalik Swall. Why not? I no, like nobody's movie. talking about Jalik Swall. Like, oh, March Banks looks good. Uh, Craig and Nichols and you know what I mean, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, nobody. Yeah, so let's go Jalik. JT, what's the trick to flying with a mask on? <laughs> I don't know, man. It that, it sucks. I get a headache every time. Uh, the only trick that I have is once we get up in the air, I go into the bathroom and I sit in there and I take my mask off and I just wait until somebody beats on the door so well that I think they're <laughs> going to break it down to come out. That's the only trick I have. I, so, I go window seat, turn towards the window, and you know, sink. So I uh, kinda, I take it like off. I take it off my ears and tuck it under my headphones because I always have headphones on, and then it's basically just hanging there so loose. You know what I mean? Like, it's basically like a shovel. Yeah. And, and so then I have air coming in and out, and it's not pulling on my ears because it's tucked into my headphones. That's, does it come, that's my move. Does this happen to you, Steve? Like, well, and you don't use – so I, I wear AirPods all the time. And the combination of the straps pulling my ears plus 
my AirPods being in, it's like a guaranteed tension headache for me. And I don't know what to do because I, I can't take the mask off, but then I need my AirPods in or else I'm going to be bored to death or headphones of any type. Yes. It just sucks, man. It's so, not a great. So when situation. I have over the well, my headphones are over the ears, so that's where I tuck the straps yeah. in uh, in between my 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 face and my cup. My why, ear cup. Why don't we try? Have you ever you guys tried you know, a little bit of body face paint? Just make it look like you have a yeah. mask on. Yeah, yeah. Just spray your face paint. <laughs> I get it. I tell you what, the the bath bathroom trick works. Um, you know, you can get you know at least five minutes right of just taking it off, and it just will like you can just I don't know. For me, the it's headache so, calms down sad. a little bit. It's it, a big deal. I feel bad that we're in the position that we're talking about going to a bathroom and pulling your mask off is a refreshing <laughs> option. Yeah, yeah, really. It's how right. bad think, it's think about gone. That, right? Yeah. All right, next yeah, question. It's, yeah, it's bad. Desperate, <laughs> desperate times. Michael, what production 450 would you recommend to a pro privateer getting minimal help? Blue Crew. Blue Crew. Blue Crew. Blue Crew. I mean, look at. Let's say right now. How many people is Chiz going to make feel bad A1 when he shows up with Supercross suspension and a pipe on the bike and makes the main event? A slip-on, even. Slip-on. Probably yeah. just a slip-on with a Kiefer map. Right. And makes the main. No, he likes the zeros, he said. He likes the zeros. Yeah, so Kiefer map's too zero. aggressive. <laughs> I don't think I ever thought I was going to hear that in I my know. life. <laughs> I know. No, he likes, he likes zeros, he told me. So, All right. 2.2 seconds. Steve, how many main events does A-Ray make this season, and who makes more, A-Ray or Cade? Well, I got to go with Cade because A-Ray had a bit of an off, rough, a rough offseason. His wrist uh, jacked up a little bit on him. Cade's been riding really well. Cade was riding well last year, better than A-Ray. Um, I'll go Cade, but A-Ray's a, my guy. Um, he'll be in the mix. Even though he's Don's guy. He's, nah. A-Ray's, <laughs> A-Ray knows what, who was first and who was there for him early before he became SoCal A-Ray. Um, he's got a lot of heart. He rides with a lot of art. He's got a lot of effort there. So I'll go I'll go eight mains for A-Ray. 36 seconds. JT, if you get to indulge in ketchup on your new diet, what's the first thing you're putting ketchup on? Uh, I don't know. I don't really miss it. I'm sure I'll have a little bit or whatever, but I'm not like, I'm not dying to have it. So right. I don't know. Whatever. What the hell happened? All right, last one. Michael, how do you justify posting the new KTM photos prior to the team releasing them? Oh, here we go. With with JT. Oh, God. With JT uh, on the line. So (laughs) I justify it because somebody else had posted it on our forum. It was already public posting. Listen, I was there for you, Michael. I was there for you. JT was not. I understand. It's all good. No, it's it okay. It's just an opinion. I don't think Michael's a bad person for it. I just, <laughs> I, I, my whole point was that yeah. you were just taking it off the forum. Now, if you yeah. had arranged for the photo, I, that, that was jacked well, up. Well, so it been of course there have been multiple. I mean, we had a probably a fifteen page topic on that bike from all the posts from yeah. Europe and all this stuff. Did you get any backlash? Only thing I did, and it wasn't the one you guys are talking about. It was the one we posted two weeks before that. Somebody from KTM did call me, and all they simply asked is, go, where did the photo come from? And I'm like, you are going to laugh, but I'm about to send you some random-ass dude's YouTube channel that it popped up on a couple days and ago. Was it a bike itself, or was somebody riding it? It was uh, the original Plessinger leak Oh, from that is mechanical, but the test track, it was that photo. And I sent to him, and you know, basically had the conversation. It was like, hey, 
I would never ask your mechanic or send me in your team to send to me. And if I got sent it that way, we're never publishing it. If it becomes public, like post so, I'm gonna publish. Are we good? And yeah, yeah they're like, yeah. At mm -hmm. the end of the day, like all we can really do is be mad at the people in our group to keep yeah <laughs> posting I agree. this stuff or keep sharing. I it. agree. JT um, did not feel like that though. Now I like auto industry. I mean, worse off if I take like other forms of me like auto industry pays photographers to do stuff like that i would never yeah. Yeah. pay somebody to go do it um once it's on the form it's but, flown around so but no well. ktm didn't care no yeah. i other than when we went to the the team intro the next week um there was a joke when i walked in and then while ian harrison was on stage it was funny he did say yeah we're you know they're talking about the team but we're really excited to, to break ground and show you guys the new bike here but we all know you've already seen it on vital mx michael are you here and i just oh, really? raised my hand and then afterwards i walked by the truck and only thing everybody on the team would say is go jade had to be the person texting to pick it was all pictures of his bike had to be J like teasing yeah, jade yeah, just yeah, like yeah, yeah. teasing it. jade jade work out a deal with you but it, it was aaron's dad the sec yes, yes the, the, the later yeah, one the, later the first one, one right. was a mechanic right the second one was Biggie Zoid doing a video, and then the third one was Aaron said. Okay. Huh. JT, any thoughts on that? I No, I, I would just uh, – I mean, obviously, with those comments, KTM wasn't thrilled. I, I think that's clear that it was bleeding through that they weren't yeah. um, ecstatic that those were out there. Um, and I guess, I guess it all comes down to me if I was – if I'm KTM and I am – you know, and I have no idea the business dealings is vital, but if I'm a business partner, I would be like, man, that's not that awesome. But that, that's just my take on it. It's not a big deal. Like, I don't care, but that was just my take. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, is that, was that the X-Brand Tech question? Yeah, it was, right? That was it, yeah. Okay, all right. X-Brand Goggles, choice of champions <laughs> everywhere. If you don't wear X-Brand, you will not win. Privateer heroes choose X-Brand. Um all right, JT, so before we let you go here, uh, we got Scuba Steve coming up. We kind of have the coasts figured out. My rant was going to be about the different coasts, and uh, we kind of have the coasts figured out. So, okay. I have a question for okay. you. All right. When, when you get wound up on this rant, have you ever ranted at Mitch Payton about this? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Of course I have. And, and what, is his, uh, what is his answer to you? I want everybody to be ready. I don't want to tell them because in case something happens and someone says, oh, I'm not ready. I wasn't ready, Mitch. I was I was peaking for the East Coast. And then you just lose your mind more? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you lose your mind to Mitch Payne. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen. Uh, in the modern day of social okay, media so, video, I need proof. All right. So here's what, we, here's what we know for the West Coast. Jet, Nichols, Craig. Is, is Shimoda... On that level. Dude. Is Shimoda on? Like, okay, so right now, if we're in Vegas, when we're in Vegas right now, yep. uh, JT bets quite a bit for different sports and stuff, so he understands this a little bit. Um, Jets probably the slight favorite over Nichols and Craig to win the championship. Slight favorite. And then is, is I would put Nichols and Craig on the same level. Is, uh, is Shimoda on that level? No. No, not on not on a, a mathematical level. I, the no, you can't be because you don't have the race wins and, and the stats are going to determine that. Um, and a purely binary look at it, he's not, you, and you can't say he is. There's no way. The other guys' stats are more impressive, and they've 
So if, you know anybody was watching the races, they, those guys have been a little bit better. That's not that doesn't mean that Joe Joe can't be on that level this year, right? But on a betting betting frame, he wouldn't be. So Jet Nichols, Craig, your top three on the West: Shimoda, Moseman, Thrasher, and Swole. The next four. There's your top seven. Marchbanks. I put Marchbanks ahead of a couple you mentioned, maybe. Eh. Ahead of Moseman, ahead of Thrasher. Thrasher got two wins, like somebody yeah. told us earlier. I put I put March Banks ahead of Swole. Did Thrasher's two wins come at the Speedway? Both of them. They did. One yes. did for both sure. Atlanta, yes. Both Atlanta. Okay, so and does, the one he came from the LCQ, right? Right. Yeah. So I wonder if that track we're not having that track this year, at least not on the West Coast. No. So does that hurt? Because Thrasher's other results weren't great, right? Remember, we were like. Thrasher Fry, like, oh boy, right? It was a contention which one was going yeah, bye-bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if we're not having that track, does Thrasher maybe need to get knocked back a little behind Marchbanks? I mean, he definitely can't be with Joe. Yeah. In no. My opinion. No. No. I, I don't know. Marchbanks was Marchbanks' results weren't great either. We, we know what he's capable of, but there wasn't, you know, like all of these great results to really lean on to say he should be that high either. Mm-hmm. Mumphy? Mumford Army? I mean, Mumphy has to be behind those guys. His results. He got much better as the season went on, but his Supercross results were not not great. Right. Okay. What else you got there? That's it? Um, give, me your, give me your race winners. Wait, where does Hamm- like, Hamaker yeah. fall in? Uh, I question mark, right? One I, heard I know he won, well. but he's... Well, I'll say, like, there's a whole flying history. I've gotten to watch the PC guys ride a bit publicly. I'm very impressed with both Joe and, and Seth at the moment. Yeah, Just I heard Hammaker Seth. Both both very impressive. Um, biggest thing, like, Seth, I feel like, at least from watching him, took a, a step, from my opinion, of watching him speed-wise at mm-hmm. local tracks. And then the bit I've seen Joe has just been, like, a, as, you wa- as you would think watching him, picture perfect, lap after lap, no mistake. Um, yeah, I'm pretty impressed. And I, and, I, and I still think Mosman's got something in him, man. I if mean, he can hold it together, right? The big he can, question. He mark. can be right there with those guys. Yep. He has raw speed. I don't know if Shimoda has raw speed like Mosman and the other guys. I, well, I think Joe does. Here, I really yeah. do. Okay. Here's a. Yeah. I got a question for both of you. So we talked about it's like you you can start breaking down the 450 class of these guys having wins and stuff, but at the end of the day, statistically, only four to five guys yeah. actually win a year. Yep. 250s, we're talking about a lot of guys that have won, have the ability to win, have won within the last year or two. How many wins do we, how many different winners do we actually see? Do we see like the year Malcolm won his title where it was almost a different winner every week, or are we in that three well, or four guys can win, will actually end up winning? Jack can win, Joe can win, yeah. Moseman can win, Nichols can win, Craig can win. And I'm not saying can win. That would be we, my five. I'll say we get three. I'll go with JT, I think only three. Four is a stretch. Yeah. And those guys can win, but mm-hmm. I think you have, my opinion, you have the top three. Those are the three fastest. Something has to happen to those guys to, for them, one of them not to win, in my opinion. And on top of that, I think Jet takes a huge step forward this year. Is Jet the title favorite, slightly? Or is it bigger, more than slightly, JT, in your eyes? I think it's, I think it's really unfair to do that to Nichols. Or Craig. But well, Nichols is an offending champ. I, I would yeah, put Jet yeah. above Craig. 
I have I have Jed as my favorite. I just I still think it's unfair. I, I'm saying that even even though I know it's unfair. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Well, it's, it's who's your dark horse for West? I mean Mo, Craig. Moseman. Craig can't think, be a, Craig think, can't be a dark horse. Why not? He can't be a dark horse. He almost won the title. He almost won the title last year. He won a bunch of races. He can't be a dark horse. But um, Moseman, I think he would be the third, the third highest betting favorite. Mm-hmm. I'll go with that. If I'll, I'll, yeah, I would go with that. I would put Craig and Nichols the same to me. Uh, I know Nichols beat him last year, so that. But I would, I still, yeah. I think Christian on the West, Anaheim's and San Diego's and stuff. You know, that's really good stuff for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but Moseman would be my dark horse as a guy that could get a couple of wins and finish top three in the points. Mm-hmm. I'm a I, would say, I would say Joe is right there. I, I have Joe and Moseman like even money. Like uh, the same, yeah. The same. I, I think Moseman's got more potential than Joe, but only by a little bit. Just Ceiling's a little higher, yeah. but I think Moseman throws races away. Right. Joe yeah. doesn't throw races away. He's really, yeah. really steady. Um, Who would be your dark horse, Michael? Mine's Joe. I don't think that counts as a dark horse. Wait, you just said Mo- we're talking about Moseman and Joe being on the same level. And you're saying Moseman Jersey, I can't pick Joe. Joe won a race. Okay. Uh, there actually would be a good one. I just there's no way I'm going. There. I'm not. Yeah, I'm yeah, not. yeah. Um, I th- I looked at those. I was thinking about Thrasher the other day on my mountain bike ride, actually. And I was thinking oh. that the, that Atlanta track. I'm like, didn't he win both of them at Atlanta? Like, how? I'm, I'm going to go for one that neither of you are going to. You're probably going to roast me. For. Zombie. I like Chris a lot. No, right. like that one's tough because I, I know he can do it belief wise. I'm going like dark horse, like pulls something out of his ass and does better than he's ever done in his career. Carson Brown. I would go Dylan Schwartz before I go Carson Brown. I like Dylan Schwartz. That's true. Dylan did scare me a little bit. He did. Across he did. He's a better outdoor guy. He was really good last summer. He was. Yeah, he was. I, I think it was Hangtown. He started, I think, outside the top five in one moto, and I was busy watching uh, Mumford. Somebody tapped me on the and goes, hey, short, was it Schwartz passed into, like, third or second within a few laps or something? Oh, and then he got taken out later yeah. in the race by somebody. But I, I got tapped yeah. somebody, like, uh, Schwartz just moved into top three. Right. I'm like, right. what? So, podium guys, Jet, Joe, Seth, Mosman, Nichols, Craig, Thrasher, Swole, Marchbanks, all capable of podiums, right? Yeah. For sure. For sure. Mumford? Maybe not? Maybe not yet for Mumphy? I am I, Mumphy I, Army. I, I, I watched him ride a lot last year. He is very, very talented Supercross. I just felt so bad for him how it went last year. Right. I'd love to see him on the podium, but I'd love to see him just put together. I, I just want to see him get through a good solid season. I, I Mumphy's don't talent is, is yeah. undeniable. Yeah. He just, you know, like it, it, if you went back two years ago, let's say even two or three years ago, this conversation would certainly have Mumford in it, right? He just hasn't really realized the potential. I mean, the first national he ever raced at Loretta's, he was the fastest qualifier in the first practice. Mm -hmm. Like, the talent is there. He's just got to find a way to translate that into results when the checkered flag is flying. Yep, I agree. And that's such a – these guys get so weirded out at the races, these kids, right? Yeah, and, and yep. then also you, you know, when you ha- are forced to take a step back in equipment, right, you don't have a factory motorcycle, especially in the 250 class, it, it gets that much tougher. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, JT, how's your Manscaped? I love that thing. You love it's, it? Uh, it's good. Yeah, it's right. great. 
Public yeah. Mix 20 is the code to save with, with the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer. It's a it's a complete performance package available. Uh, in a, it's fantastic. This thing. Coolest thing about it is it's waterproof, and it's got the light. Yeah, it's awesome. I think it's really cool. Uh, so thanks to the folks at Manscaped. Uh, get uh, get going on that, please, uh, um, uh, Michael. Is everything okay down there with yeah. with, with manscaping and trimming? And we're like, oh, we keep that. We're, we're doing good. Jumanji. Who calls it Jumanji? <laughs> Keith does. Keith calls it Jumanji. Get Jumanji. Your, get your Jumanji uh, uh, straightened up. Weed hey. Whacker is a uh, waterproof. It uses a nine thousand motor RPM. The uh, the uh, that's a lot of RPM around that area. Yeah, it is. But it's got a it's got a guard on it, so you're good. You're not, you're not doing I, anything. I forgot there's one on West I want to ask okay. your guys' thoughts on. Can I get through my Manscaped read? Sure. Uh, so thanks to the folks at Manscaped, whether it's Kiefer, whether it's Talon, whether it's uh, Marks, JT, myself, uh, Galdi, Parabinos, John Knowles, we're all Manscaping with the with the fantastic uh, Manscaped Performance Package 4.0, and uh, it's it's great. And so, Marks, you said you just put yours on the charger for this so it like totally yeah, I, think it was, I think it was my second time yeah. uh, I charged it once when I initially got it obviously and it's been running strong I use it you yeah. know every so often it, it, and I think I just charged it again for yeah, the second it, time so it's, it's been months without having to charge it right that's, that's awesome and waterproof and it's got the guard on it and it's got the light on it take your grooming game to the next level everybody with Manscaped alright go ahead freeze freeze I don't know top can he get a top five? Can he get top ten? Is it going to be chaos? I felt Where like he took a step back last year in the 450 class. He was mm-hmm. not as good as usual, mm-hmm. right? So how good's the equipment? X- XPR doing it? Mm-hmm. It starts, you're going to be money. Mm-hmm. I watched him out start Oldenburg mm-hmm. on a 450 multiple times on that 250. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. It's just technique, man. It's not, you know. Yeah. I'm sure their bikes are fast. Yeah. The bike's always been fast. No big deal. That, that's fine. There are a lot of fast 450s out there. It's it's the technique. He's just, he's got exactly dialed. Just like Michael Lessie and Jeff Emig and everybody before them. Yeah. They are more efficient, you know. Reflexes, technique, all that stuff. Yep, yep. Um, He's a 5 to 10 guy to me. Right? Mm-hmm. You agree? I, I agree, was, 100%. Yep. I was just wondering he's solid. He will be fit in the starts. The, the starts will put him in position to do well. Yeah. Yep, exactly right. Um, also, by the way, Pulp Mex Fantasy, sign up. Uh, Motorsport Whole Shot Challenge. We talked about that earlier. We got four Yamahas up for grabs. You can join leagues. Michael Lindsay's uh, going broke here with all the different leagues he's joining. So, <laughs> I'm already broke. Yeah. I'm trying to get out of being broke. Right, right. Uh, so please check that out. Uh, I signed up for the Vital League uh, right right here. Ooh. So I'm in there. Uh, I'm in the Industry Idiots for 100 bucks. Tons of money involved in that one. JT, you're back in for industry. I am back. Oh, you are? Oh, my God. Oh, God. I'm back. He is back, yeah. You sound really so excited. excited. <laughs> I am. I am actually thrilled, and I will be thrilled all the way up until Saturday night, and then I'll be raging pissed. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, that sounds about yeah. right. We're going to make a you, video you, montage of him saying this, the text messages he sends, hey, and how miserable he is you, next week on the You're going to laugh, but busy with the team last year, drive to everything. There is still one podcast I listen to every week. Fantasy one. It is the fantasy podcast. <laughs> just I just to hear to. everybody's misery. Just to hear the misery. No, I even though I was going through a different misery, right. I just felt like I wasn't alone. I just yeah. want to let you guys all know that you made me feel like I wasn't. Oh, alone that's in good. Misery. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, sometimes uh, these. I mean, look, I, I get upset too, but the I really feel like JT and Paul take it to a level There's that a sh- they shouldn't have. 
Oh, they shouldn't take it to the emotion I, that they I do. have mother effed people that I consider really good friends based on how I have too, but these guys, I mean, we're doing this pod on Wednesday, Thursday, and they're still very angry. I mean, I was mother effing you and your chains and Cody Shock and everybody <laughs> on planet Earth. <laughs> how do you think <laughs> I felt? Oh, no, no. Talk to Tony Archer if you want to hear mother of the date. Like, yeah. Tony was right there with you, trust me. Yeah. Yeah. God, uh, Paul Max Fantasy, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Have a good Join time. In. It's great. Saturday yeah. night. It's, it's great. It's great. It's calming. It relieves stress. Right, right. You can it doesn't hear it. create it. You can hear it. Everybody's voice. It's, it's absolutely all, amazing. I'm so calm. Right, right. Uh, all right, JT. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming on. Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Next Monday, we're going to have some racing to talk about. So. Thank God. Yep. Anaheim. Can't wait. No right. more fast food. We actually get to talk yeah, about race. Yeah, yeah, a little more fast food talk. <laughs> uh, all right. All thanks, right. man. See you. See you guys. Uh, all right, thanks to JT. Of course, Fly Racing, please check those guys out. They got the Formula CP helmet out this year. Uh, same great safety features as the regular Formula, but just a different price. Uh, also, thanks to the folks at Skosh, uh, celebrating over 40 years in business. Skosh.com to get a discount. Use the code PULP2021. We're going to change that code soon enough. PULP2021 at Skosh, S-C-O-S-C-H-E. Skosh.com to unlock your discounts on accessories for life. We've got the base mount charging system here in front. Um, and uh, they got phone mounts, chargers, cables, power sports, clamps, and mounts. I got a, a mount for my uh, bicycle from the folks at Skosh. So, uh, yeah, doing well. And uh, they got all the things that you need for Skosh to make your life on the go much better. You combine Skosh with OGO Power Sports, and there you go. There's the ultimate uh, travel combination for you. You'll be covered. Uh, next guest on the show brought to you by the folks at Skosh. Uh, he is the team manager of the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team. For now, uh, announced this week that he is going to uh, be stepping back at the end of uh, this month at some point. But he's been on the team for a number of years, whether it's uh, a mechanic, whether it's a crew chief or team manager. It's Steve Westfall. What's up, Scuba? How are you, man? Good. How are we doing? I'm good. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Big sh- a little trying sh- to figure out why it's taken 20 years for you to have me on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? I deserve that. I don't have a comeback for that. I deserve that. Um, I mean, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Uh, hey, listen. Well, got to quit every week. Yeah, you know, you, well, listen. You made big news. Uh, <laughs> no kidding. You made big news in industry. You've been with the team forever. You've had a a real successful run of championships and race wins over there, and you be promoted yourself. Uh, got promoted uh, to team manager a little while ago, and now yeah. it announced you're leaving. Um, I guess take us through this decision. I was a mechanic for 12 years. I certainly can understand the workload and, and everything else. But, man, things are rolling for you professionally-wise. What, what made this uh, decision uh, for you to do? Uh, it was probably one of the toughest decisions I've ever had to make, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Um, just family. You know, I've always put everything else first, and my kids getting older and stuff. I just – it's a lot of stress on myself, and, you know, I just – wasn't fair to everybody around and involved mm-hmm. and um i just this is this is the this is what i chose you know i'm you know i'm still going to help the team you know probably for the first month or so mm-hmm. you know help that transition over and um you know still be there and still support the guys as much as i can right you know, i'm just always a phone call away at the end of the day so um yeah it was hard but uh um, i bet I I just, you know, I love the industry. You know, I love, you know, we all started it at one point or another because we rode and raced and I just, it's hard. Right. It's the hardest, you know. Um, I'm I'm interested in the timing of it though. So like, obviously, you know, you ended the season last year and then, you know, this is fairly recent. Were you like 
kind of burn out at the nationals, but then things got better and then you got into the grind and then you're like, I, I really got to leave. I got to do this. Like it is a sudden, but you know, a couple weeks before the first race or whatever. Um, were you trying yeah. to be like, I think I can do it. I think I can do it. And then like, ah, no, I can't. Or were you close to doing it in September? Uh, no, I honestly just, I mean, exactly what you said. I mean, I was trying to work through it mm -hmm. and, uh, my anxiety, I got bad anxiety. It's high. Yep. And I was trying to get through it and I just couldn't, I, I was trying and then just, it's not fair to everybody else involved, honestly. Yeah. Like I'm trying to do, I know the timing isn't perfect, but timing's never perfect in racing. No, nope. you know, no. Nope. Um, and that's why I'm, you know, trying to, in my mind, you know, do the right thing and still try to help this transition, if that makes sense. No, it does, for sure. You know, I, I've told this story on the show before, but I was a mechanic for 12 years, and in 05, I was getting a little over it, and I wasn't enjoying myself as much, and I couldn't believe I was a factory Yamaha mechanic and not that happy. My bike broke at Southwick. It wasn't my fault, but it was uh, an ignition wire broke. There was too much tension on it between the coil and the uh, coil on the frame and the spark plug wire. And yeah. it was something I probably should have caught, like if I really looked at it. But, you know, just in the course of our moto, the thing just pulled apart a little bit. Anyways, long story short, like I got to my bike at the end of the second moto. Red Dog was third or something fourth. He was doing well. Bike quit. And Scuba right there, I said, I can't do this anymore. Like I, I feel so bad for Timmy. It really wasn't my fault, but it kind of always is when your bike breaks. It's always your fault at the end of the day. And I had yeah. so much anxiety and so much like um, nerves and so much pressure and stress. At Southwick in 05, Scuba, I said, I'm done and at the end of the year. And I, and I certainly was. And I never was. Was there a moment for you like that? Did something, did something hit you at the shop or at the test track and you're like, yeah, it's time. Anything like that? No, it just I was honestly trying to work through it, and yep. when and I just you know it, like I said, it just wasn't yep. fair to everybody else involved, and I just you know I know the time, like I said, you know I know the timing wasn't right by any means, but yeah, I mean the over the overwhelming stuff that you know from Instagram and Facebook and the messages was blown away. I know I can be an asshole and a dickhead. <laughs> Lindsay will attest to that one. Uh, yeah, you kicked him out of the truck one time, right? I deserved it. Damn yeah, right, I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beat it, Lindsay. Um, but yeah, a lot of passion for it. But and I, you know, and you know, when you kind of lose it a little, and you're uh -huh. not sure, and you're trying to find it, and you know, it. It, trust me, it was hard because I had to call everybody. I bet. Well, you know, yeah. I was about to say that for you guys is you know it's uh, you talk about your family, your team is definitely your second family. Especially when I look at your guys' crew, you guys, I remember riding it for an Arcos off season. You know, there's a lot of teams with a lot of staff turnover. You guys have very little. You you guys have a real tight knit group from the outside looking in. A lot of riders stay around mm -hmm. at the same time, so I can't imagine any of those calls are easy when you've worked that long with so many of those guys. No, not not at all. I mean, I broke down. I ain't gonna lie, mm -hmm. you know, because that's the hardest thing when you got to tell those guys, and um, you know, and then trying to tell the riders and stuff. The older ones kind of understood. They mm -hmm. weren't obviously, you know, they're bummed. Um, the older ones understood the most. The younger ones, it's hard when a few of them are like your kids. Yeah. I guess probably yeah. not the right thing to say with all of them that we have, but a couple <laughs> of them are like my kids. Yeah. 
Jalik being one, because um, he's been with me eight years now, going on eight years, seven yeah. years, eight years, long time. And obviously Timmy, you know, yeah, with Evan. You know, Evan, I've known Evan since he was a little, you know, a little yeah. kid. Yeah. Watching yeah. him ride. Bobby started helping him a long time ago, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so, yeah, yeah, you would have been there the whole time. Um, yeah. Uh, exactly, so. Yeah, that's tough, man. But, yeah, like, again, like, the timing's not great. But, like you said, if it's if it's not in your heart and you're and you're, you're getting anxiety and all that, man, you know, you mm-hmm. got to look after yourself. You really yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, you know. Kids are getting older now and stuff like that, so we're gonna we're gonna move back east and, you know. Oh, that was my next question. Yeah, so you're gonna go back back New York? No, I'm gonna go oh. like Georgia, Florida. Area, okay. Yeah, yeah. Roughly. Yep. Um, haven't quite figured it out. I had a you know buddy of ours that uh, we he passed away this past year or whatever, mm-hmm. and his wife and they have a couple kids and whatnot and. Um, maybe head that way, which they live in Georgia and then Florida. I mean, I've gotten phone calls for jobs already, but I just, I don't want to commit to anything. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, no, you I, just I don't, you know, you don't know. And I don't know. We'll, we'll see. You know, I never, I don't think, I've, <laughs> I don't know if I told this story before, but like speaking of my last year of mechanicking. So every time I drank something super hot or super cold, I had a stomach pain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I went to uh, uh, what do they call the when they put the, the stuff on your stomach and uh, ultrasound? I had an ultrasound. Yeah. They knocked yeah. me out and put a camera down my throat. Mm-hmm. They gave me an ultrasound. I took some pills. Nothing could get this thing solved. Nobody, none of the doctors knew what was going on. It was either hot or cold. Dude, I stopped being a mechanic. Went away. Hey, Never hey. had it again. Anxiety. That, that's a true story. Anxiety's mm-hmm. a bitch. Yes. Yes. I was. I was physically affected by my job, you know, um, scuba. So, yeah, I, I get it, man. You know, when you say you have yeah. anxiety, I can feel it. Like, you have this crew underneath you. You have these riders. It's not a overstatement to say you have their lives in your hand. You know what I mean? Um, you do. And, 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 I mean, yeah, it's a lot. It's so much work and so much uh, stress that people don't understand that. Mm-hmm. It is a great job. You get yeah. paid well, and, and you get to be with the coolest fucking things. But sometimes, man, it just it just ain't worth it. Yeah, no, for sure, and it's yeah. I don't know. It's still it, hard. What did know? Roger and Ian say? How did Roger and Ian take it? Would they try to talk you out of it? Did they say give it a day or think uh, about it? Like how were they? Everybody was caught off guard with it. Yeah. Um, which obviously the whole industry was. Um, they understood, you know. Yeah. Like yeah, you know, with just the way that the living in here is in California and stuff. Obviously being. New York isn't much greater, but, um, <laughs> I mean, just being on the, you know, it's just the cost of living is just through the roof and it just keeps going up. And, yep. you know, my wife, you know, she stays home, you know, to take care of the kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's hard, you know? So, yeah. 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 Um, so you're going to work with the team, you're going to manage it and then find a successor. Uh, this yeah, month? yeah. Mur- is yep. Murph gonna yeah. step up to that, or you guys sure? No, um, you know, talked about it a little bit. Not a hundred percent sure how that's gonna work. Um, but I mean, I think Murph would be really good at it. I mean, I love Murph. Honestly, he's a good dude, and um, I, you know, I, I think he deserves it. Yeah. Honestly, um, he's, I mean, shit, he's one of my 
good friends. I mean, should we work together seven years probably? Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause and I'm, he's awesome. Cause right. I, I always think of the fan thing, like when, okay. So like Kehoe steps out, you know, mm-hmm. yes, it was obvious, but I remember the m- moment somebody haunted me as I was like, it's going to be Lars. Like I right. think of these groups again, as families, like, yes, you could find somebody experiencing outside in, but again, what I said earlier, I feel like you guys have had such a solid group for so long, not to say somebody else couldn't come in and lead them well, but if you've got a person yeah. that's got those relationships, man, it's hard to, yeah, hard. Everybody trust them. Yep. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. naturally, right. It's yeah. natural. Um, scuba also too, um, if, then this is a hard question, but you know, things have changed since Bobby owned the team, right. And, and Husqvarna took over and, the, and it's more, it's probably been a bit more stress. You've seen it cause you weren't a factory. You weren't a, the manager then when Bobby was there, but you were a uh, crew chief, I believe, or maybe you were a manager yep. when Bobby was there. I, I don't remember the timeline exactly, but anyways, if Bobby's still the owner and still run that way, are you still there or is that impossible to answer or did things change with, uh, you know, it, Austria getting more involved? No, I wouldn't say things changed. No. You know, no. I mean, it was, it was the same. Right, right. You okay. Know, not, Either I way. Wouldn't say yeah. it changed. Right. Yeah. Right. No, it didn't, it didn't change. Right, right. I was wondering if the workload increased or the stress got higher or whatever. You know what I mean? So, um, no. Yep. No, because, no, I would say no. Um, and also, like, you know, again, like, um, you know, you guys had uh, – it wasn't a big – it wasn't really known behind the scenes, but there were issues with ignitions and, and riders and bikes. And, dude, I've been there. Our carburetors were falling off at Yamaha. Our, our fucking carburetors were falling off. And I can remember shit. the feeling in my stomach sometimes when, when shit went wrong in the test track for Chad, for Timmy, for Villeman. And you're just like, oh, my God, you feel – it's just the worst feeling in the world, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's gnarly. I mean, yeah, you, you, know, just, you just can't we, sleep. Like, you literally yeah. can't sleep. No, cannot, cannot sleep. Nope. Don't understand why. Can't figure it out. Right. Doesn't, you right. know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's crazy. Shit. I remember back to the Yamaha thing. I was yeah. working for Cunningham. Oh, okay. Amateurs, yeah. Uh, yeah. And when he was on the Yamaha and I remember racing at Glen Helen and, um, uh, all of a sudden he's pushing his bike and I'm like, yeah. what the hell? Right. And then Frenchie comes up and he's like, well, you didn't wire the, <laughs> Carbon? I'm like, wire the carb? What are you talking about? Why yeah, are, wire the carb, wire the the carb on? And I'm like, what? He's like, I told you. I'm like, you never told me because yeah. I promised that yeah. thing would have been wired on. Yeah, that's what I want to do is push a bike off the track. Yeah, yeah, The last yeah. thing. Yeah. You know? No, and this is the stuff that you lay there at night and you're like, I cannot believe this happened. I'm lucky my rider yeah. didn't die. I'm lucky he didn't break it. You know, and sometimes they do get hurt really seriously. Timmy. Timmy, uh, before I got there, carb came off, sent him to the hospital, you know, bruised lungs, uh, all that stuff. Um, and mm-hmm. I, and I, you know, I can't even imagine the feeling that everybody had. And it's just like, oh my God, it's, it's a great job. The th- it's like a roller coaster. Like the highs are so high, you know, Jason Anderson yeah, winning yeah. the championship, Zach Osborne, all the success, everything else. The highs are so high, like no drug can beat it. But then the lows are just, you know, like we said, you can't sleep at night. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. The crazy part is, too, yeah. is you can have high and low in the same weekend. Yeah, yeah, 100%, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Oh Especially when you got both classes covered. Oh, you my could gosh. go in and you could have a guy in the 250 class do well, and then next thing you know, the 450 class just falls apart. Yeah, no, <laughs> exactly. Like, well, there goes that. <laughs> One right. moto, great. Next moto, right. you're walking back right. to the truck wondering what happened to Dude, everything. RJ's chain at, at high point. You're like, Dude. really? Like, really? I, you know. I could have. Bit fucking nails. I was so pissed. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
Yeah. I could not believe. Like I'm like, my guys are one and two. Mm-hmm. This is awesome. Yeah. How awesome is this? Yeah. And then I hear somebody say something on the headset, and I was like, who? <laughs> and then they said it again, and I'm like, wait a minute. What yeah. did you just say? Yeah. What race did you guys have that happen at? High Point. Oh, it was High, High point. point. Okay, I was I was trying to remember mm-hmm. who else had Millville with like. Uh, there were, the, the, I don't know what's I going on with the chain industry, but all brands of chains were breaking last year. We went through two at Millville. That Dude, was like my. It was insane the amount of chains that were breaking, and these are expensive <sighs> chains. It's not like Scoop is putting on, you know, a twenty nine ninety five RK or something. You know, I mean, these are high like quality chains. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're <laughs> <laughs> new ones every it, weekend. Yeah, yes. it's not like it was the Master Link. No, you know what I'm saying, or yeah. the Clip, or right. a Rivet. Yeah. You know, whatever. I mean, it just broke at the. Like yep. in the weirdest spot. Yep. Um, Never so, would have thought. So do you think you may, like you talked about getting some job offers and you're going to take your time and you're going to sort through it. And I understand mm-hmm. that. Do you think you'll be back in the sport on a lesser team, lesser role, and a little bit less stress? Or do you see yourself kind of not going to Supercross and Motocross races for a while? Mm, I'd say probably not going for a while. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. There's there's a couple of things I can't, you know, really. They're kind of up in the air. Okay. I guess you could say. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know, right. but um, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. You know, we'll, hey, we'll see what happens. Good time to sell your house right I'm now. I'm definitely Mark, not Mark. going to Star because <laughs> <laughs> I have seen the post and everybody's thinking I'm going there and yeah. Star's hiring everybody. My, I'm not. You know, uh, they like. My, they, my, my I go-to. heard Triumph. I was my oh, go-to. Oh, that was you said no. that on the forum. I, I I said it was a half-assed guess. But. Someone on <laughs> text like, message. Really? Someone on text message <laughs> said I heard he's going to Triumph, and I don't know you very well, Scuba. So I'm like, I don't know. Like maybe I have no idea. But yeah, that was that was the text message I got. I, so. I made a joke. That's I said if he, if yeah. he my joke was I did say I said this is a guess, but if he says Georgia, I'm saying Triumph. Okay, which he did again. Which I'm right, just right. once again joking. Uh Listen, uh, Star could use you. They're going through a lot of guys right now, Scoopa. So that's what I heard. Bro. Oh yeah. my god! Um, but yeah, yeah, I just need to take time to sure. like really, yeah. you know, think it through. I yeah. mean, I love the sport. How, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Hey, yeah, Scuba. How? So. I was trying to think back timeline wise. How long were you at what was basically you know Hewitt Rockstar Race? That the organization you're with. How long were you there total? From 08, 2008. The September of 08. Okay, so back Canada when it became Canada yep. Cowie. When it was Canada Cowie. Oh mm-hmm. my God, were you the test track when Phil did his, uh, ca- <laughs> his, his, his somersault? No, that Fuck. was right before, but. Okay. Dude, that was when it was Motorsport Cowie. God, he is such an idiot. <laughs> he, <laughs> Phil he, said you were going to say that. <laughs> Phil said that he wanted to come on, but he would be asleep. But So you're a New Yorker. You've known yeah. Phil forever. Uh, he's a friend of our show. He's on all the time. Our listeners love him. He told me a story. That either you wanted to fight him or he wanted to fight you at Frozen Ocean back in the day. What what happened? What what was the story? It was a dickhead. <laughs> where there was an open practice day. Okay. And we're just cruising around, and you know it was back on eighties. Okay. Then, way back then, on yeah. Honda. Yeah. Way back. And I'm just cruising around, and all of a sudden I hear this little kid on an eighty just bear, and I'm like, oh, and all of a sudden. Boom, dude, just blasts me off the track. No way. What an asshole. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, this motherfucker. And yeah. I'm like, that's it. He's done. Yeah. And uh, I found him back at the pit, and I was going to kill him, and then me and his old man were going blown. No blow. way. But it was a co- 
Oh, well, wow. we weren't fighting, but yeah, like, yeah, but it was nose to nose. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then come to find out, a couple of our buddies had put him up to it. Oh no way! So, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So he was on a Honda then, right? He's a Honda eighty rider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was on a Honda. Oh, yeah. that's that's great. That's great. Yeah. Um, so what? What? A, yeah. What? Feels a, awesome though. He's did. Were you one of the reasons he got that fill in? Were you one of the reasons why? Like, uh, what happened there? against it to be honest with you. I was about to say he probably said no. <laughs> I'm like, there's no no. You cannot hire no, not Phil. He's like and I anyone but Phil. Saying, no. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, dude, who else are we gonna get? I said, I don't give a shit. Find somebody else. And he's like, No, it's like I you know, he's from New York. I said, That's the problem. He's just like me. It's not gonna work. And two less uh, so make it right. Yeah. Yeah. And so anyways it's on and but it, honestly, it was an awesome summer. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. we had a good time. We would swear at each other all the time. I could yell at him and he, you know, or whatever, and we could banter at each other yep. like two old ladies all day long. <laughs> and he actually had a really successful summer. He did. He got on the podium. He got on the podium. Yeah, it was incredible. It was a great job. Yeah, I mean, him. shit, yeah. it was awesome. Yeah, and, I know. And, you so, know, he, he jumped on the bike. It was, you know, obviously coming off the aluminum frame, and he got on a steel frame, and mm-hmm. he didn't have much time to get ready. And I'm like, how is it? He's like, dude, it's weird. It's like super weird to ride. I'm not used to it. And dude, he picked it up pretty quick, you know. So yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, he was. Uh, that that, yeah. that was a cool. So you've gone that far back with Phil when he was on 80s. Oh my god, yeah. dude, long time. How about when mm-hmm. he told me that he swore at Mark Johnson, uh, told Mark Johnson to fuck off or something, and then started getting slower motors all summer. Uh, yep. <laughs> That's her. Mm-hmm. And he said that McFarlane, he got to ride McFarlane's bike or somebody's bike, and it was like, holy shit. And they're like, yeah, Phil, you, you know, you're an asshole to Mark Johnson. And so that's what happens. <laughs> it's some I'm not story. Surprised. It's some story like that. Yeah, it was some great story. So um, I didn't know you'd go that far. I'll back never forget. Uh, What's uh, The last year he did Canadian Nationals, and him and Alessi got into it. And yeah. He okay. called me. Called me, dude. I just gave Mike the cutthroat, and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and he's like, "Tell." And then I saw the pictures online. Yeah. And I'm like, "Dude, you just did a 30 minute moto or whatever it was." Yeah. Everybody's dying, and Phil's just up there yelling at him, and I'm just like, Holy "Losing shit. his mind." Yeah, losing his mind. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. our mutual friend, uh, Canadian moto guy Gauld up there, criticized him, and then and then uh, uh, Phil wouldn't talk to him. Phil would not talk to him and just refused to talk to him because Galdi thought that the, the punishment was, was suitable. You know what I mean? And then Phil was so mad at him. It's like, Phil, you, you, you yelled at the dude. You know, he was laying on the ground. You came up. You looked like you were going to threaten violence on him. Like, I mean, you should be penalized. So, yeah, I don't agree with the penalty, but, I mean, you know, I mean, look. It, I mean, we could go on for hours, but. Right. I mean, with, you know, I mean. I don't know exactly. I saw a video of whatever Mike did. I mean, it was a little yeah, yeah, typical. Oh typical, yeah, no, no. It was it was bad enough typical. that the the ref was giving Mike the blue blue flag because Mike was not getting lapped, but the the referee wanted to get his attention, like stop moving all over the track. The referee mm-hmm. was like, "You're you're going across the faces of jumps on Phil, so stop." Yeah. It. Uh, you know, so yep. it was bad, that bad. Um, Scuba mm-hmm. Steve Westfall on the Pulp Mex Show brought to you by the folks at Skosh. Skosh, longtime sponsors of the Rockstar Husky team, too, by the way. Uh, Pulp 21, 2021 is the code to save with Skosh. Uh, phone mounts, chargers, cables, power sports, clamps, and more. Um, 
Steve, you had a, a really good run there, uh, and not even, like, again, before you were team manager, whether it was Osborne, whether it was Jason Anderson, RJ, Jalik, all this stuff. Is there a couple moments that stand out for you as your time on the team? Um, you know, there's been a lot of success there. Uh, is there a couple that stands out? Um, probably one would be Zach's first win yeah. ever. Yeah. You know, comes at the ironic track that, you know, yep. kind of, you know, eluded his career or ruined it or right. however you want. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Like Bud's, Bud's Creek, yep. 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 Um, it was cool you know, because Zach, you know, Zach had, had uh, you know, he came back to America. It was a great s- story. But he had two mm-hmm. so-so years at Geico. It wasn't like he was setting the world on fire. You know, he was good, yeah. but he wasn't great. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, when he got on your bike, on your team with Alden, he, you know, he came on. And it was a really cool story at yeah. that point. No, it was. It was, you know, awesome for him. Uh, Jason obviously winning the, you know, the 450 championship was cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, Zach went in the outdoors, you know, and – all of them really yeah i mean all the championships are like those are the probably you know i mean you would know like the hardest to come by and to be able to have every championship in every discipline i guess you know east west yeah that's true outdoors, right Outdoor, 250, yeah. yeah yeah supercross 450 and a motocross 450 like you got them all i never thought of that <laughs> you're right you got them all yeah that's pretty damn impressive sure yeah, no. yeah. How about, how about even show. Jason's first one the year you guys did the KTM thing? I mean, it, before you get yeah. one, it's got to be surprising, you know, as you guys were kind of building up into the program you are now. Yeah, because, I mean, well, the year prior to that, I, you know, Suzuki's, and right. I was Davies' guy, and we were leading 10 rounds. Yeah. You know? Yeah, what a story that was. Millsaps washed up, right? No one really wanted him, right? Quote, unquote. Yeah. And he comes yeah. out just on fire on that Suzuki. You know, mm-hmm. and it, it hurt his knee, right? That's kind of the beginning of the uh, the downfall in the Supi, right? He hurt his knee at some point. Yeah, right before Daytona. Yeah, yeah I got the phone call, and I was like, "You got to be fucking kidding me! Seriously, yeah. like, come on, right? Like, right? Really? Like?" And then he actually was doing okay. I think he was fourth in the race, fourth or fifth, mm-hmm. if I remember right. And then went down in the turn before one of those walls, or I forget, and then ended up maybe tenth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he never finished worse than tenth that year, so it was tenth. Yeah, it's crazy. I can remember like a lot of that. Right, right. Yeah, that is weird how that works, right? Where you're just like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, I, to- I can picture standing in the mechanics area that day, whatever that you know yeah. that, that day was or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of great memories. And actually, you're right. Like the Jason Anderson Rockstar KTM. <clears throat> year or t- was that two years on KTM? Yep. how many years was that one year one year one yeah it's kind of right kind of just yeah. forgotten about like you it, guys went right away i'm even trying to remember team because mm-hmm. it was supposed to be I, I thought i remember it was an odd one when i looked back at because it, it was supposed to be jason west coast savachi east and savachi didn't even end up racing supercross right because he was hurt yeah supposed to be your east if guy I remember right yeah. and then david yeah, ivan came on yeah because david yeah, was Davey supposed to be your 450 guy oh yeah Davey got hurt, right? Yeah, Davey got hurt. And then Ivan filled in, so I was Ivan's guy for six rounds, maybe, or so, before they went west. And Davey was supposed to come back, so then I was back to helping him. And then, uh, um, yeah, then he never 
never was able to ride. He got hurt again. Did he do one race or two races? Did he do any? None on nothing. Zero. Okay, not yeah, a yeah. one. Right, I remember that. Yeah. Crazy. I got a jersey. Got a jersey from that year that he didn't even race. <laughs> I didn't even ride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nope. Nothing. Savachi East Coast. Uh, didn't Cole Thompson end up filling in for him? And he yep. been riding around on the 350 or something in the big boy class. Thompson did. Yeah. yeah. Thompson rode East Coast that year. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That one weirdo year before uh, it went to a, a weird one i had this conversation <laughs> with somebody the other day was uh, looking at where this went timeline wise so you had jason anderson and cole seeley racing for that title yeah both at that time private you know private teams yep. on the up and up coming sure. up mm-hmm. think of the momentum of it like not that not to say like okay if cole would have won the title TLD would have gone on much but like what you guys did you guys went from there and just built upon it built upon it built upon it and then yeah. Cole, it, it was just interesting for me to look back at like the moments for two teams that were on up and up, and just how you guys yeah. took it, and once again just uh, uh, just capitalize on and kept building that momentum and the right people and everything. Yeah, uh, Dean yeah. Wilson, maybe one of the funnest guys you've ever had underneath that yeah, tr- tr- tent. He's funnier than hell. He's good. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's good. <laughs> Dude, his social media is unreal. The the instant messages I get all the time, like of the, yeah, because this from I mean it doesn't matter. I mean shit. I think he tagged me the other day and what Styles had a girl over to the house. Yeah, he's like, do I your parents correctly. know about this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I was a little concerned there for a while. I even told Styles that. But, you know, <laughs> the girl over to the house now we know yeah. <laughs> it was that uh, i can walk away from this job in peace we know style yeah. yeah yeah i'm okay now yeah we all all right everybody everybody likes girls we're good thank yeah. god yeah um so all right uh yeah well hey man um thanks for calling in i appreciate it thanks for giving our listeners a yep. little bit of You're uh, welcome. The little bit of the news and, and the information behind the decision and everything else. Like I said, when I got when I got the press release, I was like, "Whoa, shit! Like, wow, that's that's a big deal, you know." So, um, mm-hmm. I'm stoked you came on, and uh, we'll still see you at the races, of course. You'll be there for the next month or so or whatever. Yep. Um, yeah. And uh, and well, congratulations on a uh, on a really cool career and whatever's next. Um, uh, you know, from now until the races, uh, we appreciate you coming on, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate uh, it. All right. Thanks, Steve. Uh, that's Scuba Steve, everybody. Brought to you by the folks at Skosh. Uh, Skosh.com for more information. Pulp 2020. What do you think? Awesome. You know, it's funny he's saying that, you know, there's never per se a good yeah. time. He did kick you out from the tank because you were taking photos of the bike with the tank off or something. What was the? Um, no. Oh. Actually, is that I, another team? Full... No, that? no. Okay. I did shoot when theirs was off at Monster Cup the year they were running the new chassis. Um, Dean, I don't know if it was like some. They had the tank off. I shot it from outside the tent. Okay. Where any fans were saying, I ended up talking to Roger about it, but I think there was another thing where I'd shot a damper behind a number plate, but I'd turn a front wheel. But basically, I overset my bounds. I was out for like a year, and then it was actually <laughs> funny. So I remember going over to their truck. Uh, you know Manny Ornelas, the carbon guy, right? Yeah. So Manny had talked. He's like, I, if I just went over there, I was like, look, I'm sorry. I'm a pain in the ass. Uh Please forgive me for my stoop. Like yeah, like you like you like threw yourself on kid. your sword. Yeah, yeah. Well, I went over. I couldn't find a scooter first, so I went to CeeLo first because oh, yeah. I knew CeeLo right. was like <clears throat> Superman. Which was funny because like CeeLo's, I don't know their whole crew. I know their driver really well. Like build days this year. That honestly, like I said, their group yeah. to me. There's a reason why I don't think you see a lot of staff change over there. Yeah. Um, they're they're a really good solid group. You can't um, turn like the wheel though, Lindsay. You can't. Tur- yeah, I mean, I was, 
I, I think it turned. I, I got to try to turn it to move the Dunlop. We, I, I, we I, to, I screwed up. We used to I, have I these Japanese up. guys come underneath up. our tent at Yamaha. They yeah. would just come. The Japanese dudes would just degaff. They walk in. They turn the bars. They move the tire stickers. You know the whole deal. Yeah. We're like, what are you doing? What? 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 Like you can't sh- get out of here. Yeah. Like you know, they just felt like they could walk in whenever and take photos of the bikes. And it's like, no, you can't do that. You need to ask. Like, yeah. like stop it. They dude, they didn't yeah. care. Japanese uh, guys and Michael Lindsay apparently. <laughs> so, as an idiot. Um, not saying those he was saying mm-hmm. about not not a good time to to leave, but I would argue. This may sound weird, but leaving now might actually be one of the best times because he's helped the whole crew get through. Like, I would yeah, almost yeah. think they would have been worse off if he had just suddenly left, like, right at the end outdoors and they, you know. Right. It's tough right now. Heart shortages are things like to lead the team through offseason, get moved in there, get the guys ready, yep. and then be there to help pass the torch off, help the guys for the first round. It, Like I said, there's never a good time in racing, but at the end of the day, it's it, yeah. it's not actually the worst uh, time. You, He's helped the guys prepare and get ready for the season, and you can test. Everybody calls it the off season. I would argue at times the off season is the worst, <laughs> the most stressful. Yeah, thing yeah, of no, all. You, you got a point there for sure. Um, Michael Lindsay here, brought to you by Decal Works from Vital MX. Eighty uh, percent Jack in the Box, not even close. I'm surprised it's even that high. I that low. Mind I mean. blown. Uh, ride-engineering.com they've launched an all-new website over the holidays they should make finding the products for your bike easier and faster than before pulp fan 20 code at checkout all ride engineering products are made in the usa so a product isn't in stock it won't be long until it's back on the shelf uh solitaire nuclear blast yamaha guys aje motorsports gas gas guys all running ride, ride engineering products ride-engineering.com check out all new website pulp fan 20 to save on anything on their website, it's super easy to do. All right, we're going to go to commercial break here on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by Motorsport.com, Decal Works, and Fly Racing. We'll come back. We've got the Motorsport.com tweet at Talon segment. We've got a little bit more A1 talk with Michael Lindsay and much more. So stick around. We'll be right back after this, everybody. Check out my boat, dude. <laughs> Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motorsport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. 
Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring Tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 Tire and the Michelin Power GP Tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com. Visit your local dealer or online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with the right sprocket and chain kit for your bike. With more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex EK has more gearing than your garage has room for. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Star Racing Yamaha and Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandis and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, orange, silver, and Kawasaki green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning, may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will be. Call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and mention promo code PULPMX2021 and get the best deal on your next order. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Steve. Kiefer. You want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Racetech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Racetech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, fork, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, 
Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here. You guys have some of that on your bike? It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Race Tech. Good people. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Hey, Pulp Nation, Andy from Guts Racing. We are the leaders in seat technology. We feel like for any need that you have with your seat, we've got you covered. For 2021, we're going to be adding more colors to our, our product line, and we're going to be adding more merchandise to our product line. Also new for 2021, we've expanded our distribution through motorsportoutlet.com. So please support the people that support Pulp, support Guts Racing, and also support motorsport.com. Hope to see you guys at the track soon. Once again, this is Andy Gregg from Guts Racing. Thanks again to Pulp Nation for all the support. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati. Today, Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Hey 
Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys that wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. Our guys at Works Connection have always been there for the Pulp MX show, and they're there for you as well. Uh, they're just as passionate and as dedicated to the sport as you are. For over 30 years, Works Connection has been designing and producing innovative products like the Pro Launch Start Device, the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch, Elite Axle Blocks, and much, much more. You'll find Works Connection products on AMA Pro Riders bikes under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, Smart Top Honda, as well as top teams and privateers alike. The best part of this deal is Pulp MX20 code saves you money at worksconnection.com. Stop by your local outlet and check out the new lineup of Works Connection products for 2021. I've got the perch on my bike. I've got the engine plugs. I absolutely love it. Great product. I've got the uh, start device as well, which helped me in one moto at the World Vet Championships and one moto. Not so much. Worksconnection.com. Pulp MX20 is the code to save. Please check them out. All new. 2021 products now available. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody. Pulp Next Show presented by Motorsport.com, Decal Works, and the folks at Fly Racing. Uh, I'm Steve Mathis. With me here, of course, is uh, Michael Lindsay from uh, Vital MX. Michael, have you been in a car motorcycle or car accident? Uh, <laughs> I ride dirt bikes. Um, yeah, of course you have. Yes. <laughs> if somebody or some idiot took you out, call Arthur Draper. He's a friend of the show. He's a slow moto guy turned attorney. In fact, ambulances chase him now. Uh, Arthur takes the time to know the clients. We'll take the time to talk to you personally. Consultations are free. You just need to call ArthurDraper.com. Arthur only gets paid if you get paid. There's no risk to you. So if A-Ray lands on you at State Fair, call Arthur Draper. He can dial it in. ArthurDraper.com. It's really that simple. I'm suing A-Ray. Yeah. I mean, look, he probably would do something dumb. Uh, thanks to the folks at ProFilter as well. There's a real option for riders to avoid cleaning an air filter ever again. Get a pre-oiled, ready-to-use premium air filter, oil filter for your next service for dirt bikes, street bikes, side-by-sides, everything in between. Uh, Pulp20 is code to save at ProFilter.com. The uh, Moto Concept Smart Top guys use uh, ProFilter, so they uh, they do well with those with this, and a few other teams do as well. Pulp20 at checkout to save. Uh, again, uh, they've been active in the industry for the last decade. And they manufacture everything for air and oil filters. Uh, so please use, please visit ProFilter.com. Use the code PULP20 to save uh, when you do that as well. Uh, also, new on the show, uh, our guys at Suspension Direct, SDI Racing. Uh, my buddy Dan Worley started this company years ago, 2005. And they manufacture and distribute suspension components for the power sports and automotive industries. Uh, Worley was a factory mechanic for a long time, and uh, now he's coming on our show a little bit. Uh, quickly, uh, Worley recognized that shock settings are a balancing act between comfort and composure, high and low speed, and there was always a compromise to be made. Michael, you know this as a suspension guy. So wanting to find a, a suspension guy. 
Wanting to find a solution on ending the need for compromise, Worley started Suspension Direct, a one-stop shop for your suspension needs in the home of 4x4 Jeep suspension without compromise. Uh, their e-click uh, was launched in, 19, in 2018. It's uh, been a lifeline project for those guys. It's more than electronic shocks. It's a semi-active suspension system that constantly adapts to the road and conditions. No more getting out of the vehicle to adjust suspension for getting on the road or trail. They're available for Jeep, uh, JK, JL, JT models, for Raptors, F-150s, UTVs, and more. E-click uh, suspension. The reviews on this stuff has been really, really good. I've been reading about it a little bit. And the uh, UTV world is taken by storm by the SDI E-click stuff. They do a really good job on that. Uh, so they make uh, race-proven and winning chassis component suspension upgrades and tools utilized by teams around the world. Pulp MX code to save. That's the best part of the whole thing. The Pulp MX code saves at Suspension Direct. Please check it out. Marks, we're going to get you some e-click stuff for the uh, Raptor. Very excited. You are excited because yes, you do excited. offer out a little bit on it? Not as much as I'd like, but I'm going to for well, sure. When you get the e-click stuff, Shoot, you will, right. it, will it be on par with his with your ridgeline then? Uh, on par with the ridge, not surpassing it. Uh, so yeah. please check that out. SDI code PulpMX. Uh, please check those guys out. Suspension Direct. Uh, and there's more information on uh, PulpMXShow.com to read about it as well. My buddy Dan started this stuff. Really smart guy. And uh, so they're on board with us. And use the code. Save some money. ORW also carries SDI products. So uh, you can do uh, the combination of supporting ORW and SDI. So thank you to those guys for coming on board the show. And uh, Michael Lindsay here from Vital MX. Um, you mentioned your team. You're climbing yourself out of debt. You're going to the races now as a media guy. Yep. Um, you're not going to all the races, but you'll go to most of them, right? Yep. And will you be kicked out of any team's pits, do you feel? Or do you feel like the, the new Michael Lindsay will be... Well, Chris Kiefer say he likes the new Michael Lindsay that's been defeated by life. So I oh, think really? many others okay. will as well. <laughs> well the first times I saw him at Grounds, he goes, I like this version. You know, I'm like, what version? I mean, he was the one that's been beat down by life. Yeah, uh, I like it. No, I actually mentioned yeah. this before uh, uh, a couple things. is uh, Oddly enough, I thought going into doing the team would maybe make some of my relationships with our teams that are mechanics stuff worse because you're competing against mm -hmm. them. Maybe you can test this from being a mechanic. Actually... Going there, if anything, I had a better relationship with oh, our, our mechanics. Like, everybody goes through the same shit. Build days, Garrett, chopping around each other. Just, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I no, felt my, like my media career has helped immensely from me being able to walk in these trucks yeah. and talk to these guys, you know? No, I think it's it's good at the moment. And if anything, like, I always knew that all the jobs in the sport like that were hard, but I have a much even larger respect for certain gigs. And I've talked to all you guys about where – a lot of our content this year as I want to focus more on some of the, the jobs and the behind the scenes of certain gigs. We all do so much on the riders and dude, like we we're just listening to like the stress that other yeah. people are on the team is, it's, is pretty bad. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like that's what, like whenever, uh, somebody's like, Oh, Mathis, you're gone a lot. You travel a lot, which I do. I go to most of the races. Yeah. Right. I always like, dude, Dude, I got it easy. I get yeah. in Friday evening. I'm out Sunday morning. I'm hanging out the races, laughing with my buddies. Like, I remember the hard work. I remember the build days in 100-degree weather, and I remember the uh, the nationals where you would, you know, almost be dying out there and the stresses and the anxiety, all the stuff we talked to Scuba about. That's the hard part. What I do is easy, man, and that's why I think that I've never really been burnt out because I know that I have it pretty good. You know, I get to travel to these races, sit in a press box, yeah, and and, you know, well, fun. And, and I'd argue just some of the trial schedule, all the COVID. I mean, look at what it's done. You know, everybody's seeing all this mass exodus from teams and mechanics and stuff. A lot of people got burnt the last two or three years out on this stuff. Like I was, it's been kind of a 
you know, a lot of dudes stepping away, not just switching team. There's been a lot of people going from team yeah. to team, but it's also because there was a lot of spots where dudes are just like, I can't do this. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Star guys have gone through a ton of changeover. Yeah. And they had they had a chunk of people that moved to our team say cover and a chunk of guys they were just like, same thing, I'm out, I'm done. And some of those guys went to teams from people, those teams were like, Hey, yeah. I'm out, I'm yeah. done with the yeah. industry for now. Yeah, it's uh it's tough, man, for sure. Absolutely. And you know what? I think a lot of people aren't liking California. Um, you know, the taxes, the restrictions. Cost of living. Cost of living. Even, you like, know, like, yeah. We always, and it still comes up, like, yeah, Hondas and Torrance and, like, Cali over in Irvine's expensive. All of us would, you know, flock to Temecula and Marietta. used to be affordable. That It's gone through the roof. That's yeah. my neck of the woods. No, yeah. And it's insane how yep. expensive it is no. to live there now. You have these mechanics also as bad as some of the teens pay. You know, you got four mechanics yeah. renting a house together because that's the only way they can afford Absolutely. it. Absolutely. No, for sure. I, I I think back to when I worked at Mechanic. <coughs> I, I mean, this was 05. I was making $44,000 a year trying to live in Orange County. Mm-hmm. That was insane. Like, I'm just like, I can't do this, guys. I cannot literally live here and enjoy myself. So and I don't want to live where Kiefer lives and do a two-hour drive to work every day. You know what I mean? So. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's really weird. So, um, all right. Uh, Hey, it's one thing about vital. I was going to, uh, touch, talk to you about tonight. It looks to me like since you've been there, since you've been back there, you do a lot of aggregate stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was on Twitter about this too. And I, and I wasn't mad about it. You were linking to Pulp MX show. Like you were giving us all the credit and everything else. I just said on Twitter, like, I don't understand why you guys would do that. Not that I, I mean, you have ping does a show Mm -hmm. there and, uh, Guy B was doing a podcast. I don't mm-hmm. know if that what the plans are for that, if you're going to pick that up or what. And so my point was, like, why are you trying to help your competitors uh, promote their products? Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm <laughs> stoked on it. But uh, you've done this. You guys have gone this route a little bit. So yep. what's the thinking behind this strategy a little bit? So for me, Vital, well, yes, we are a news website. It's also very community-based because of the forum. Um, I always joke the form is the end-all be-all of where stuff will end up anyway, so why not capitalize on it? My view is that people on the form love your stuff. They love, um, love or hate, um, Jason McClane's, gee, I'm losing my brain. Gypsy. Gypsy Tales. Um, just other good content. I I follow a bit of trends from, like, YouTube creators of a lot more people collaborating hey, I want to reach people. A lot of this content's really good. There's more people putting out content that's embeddable because it's YouTube. Yep. Hey, I can get the people I work with and I think are good friends, good views. I can expose some of my audience to them. Some people come in social media because of these unique taglines. They get exposed to our website, what we do. They get exposed to Pulp MX. They get exposed to all this stuff. I feel, you know, yeah. I, there are some people's content I won't post because... I don't, I don't yeah. kill all of them, but for the most part, the ones I'm, I'm good with and I like their stuff. We're, yeah. we've just, it's like, just so we, all we that's produce, awesome. In, yeah. this, in this industry, MXA yeah. is not promoting anything Racer X is no. doing. And you know, it's and just, I, yeah. I promote race. I promote like the Kiefer versus kid one. I, yeah. And it was funny as I remember I hit bleach and thing. I hate said, Hey, I'm going to post one or two Racer X things. Is that okay? And we just like, I, I can't see why not. Like, <laughs> What? Yeah, we we just like <laughs> what is it, it? This is odd. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's yeah. it's good for us. It brings eyes in. Um, a lot of our goal is also just having so much more content in a sense. A lot of ours, mm-hmm. a lot of being able to repost our stuff, is being able to just constantly feed out into social media and put <clears throat> interesting stuff in front of people. The end goal of exposing them to our brand. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's worked out. I did a lot of it before yeah, when I was there. Rider D. But- we'll get there. We'll raise some time. <laughs> I love that one. Um, yeah, since I was there before yeah. to coming back, there's also, like I said, just so much. It, it probably, we were doing this before, 
but there is so much more once again content that is embeddable very easily. I'm not quote, I'm not having to just quote articles. There's a yeah, lot of yeah, stuff yeah. I can just drop in. Yeah, it's easy to do. And yeah, yeah it, it's no, listen, really I I just it's a different strategy in mm-hmm. Moto Media, and it's yeah. fine because you're not you're giving everybody all the credit they need. You know, all yeah. the views and all the clicks. But yeah, I yeah. mean, do some people that vital are they? Some people are like, what the fuck, like. Um, I had some of my coworkers maybe didn't understand it at first until they saw some of the results and yeah, some, some of the, the... the numbers. And I explain a lot of stuff to them, like how I follow trends. Like I said, a lot of how I look at, at content trends, I look at a lot of what's going on in YouTube. And once again, how content creators are working together yeah. there more. They're more, hey, there's a couple of us that do this really well. Like, why sure. treat it as war? And I've always said, like, I enjoy what I do. I enjoy, like, coming on here and stuff. It's like, I don't... Yes, I'm competitive as hell. I want my site to fucking kill it. But mm-hmm. at the same time, there's not that many of us, in my opinion, yeah. left that do quality moto media. And I'd rather kind of, you know, support us all and um, keep it rolling. How often do you spend time in the forum cleaning things up? How much I is spend that a lot your... of time in the forum because I, I genuinely love the community and I post a lot. Yep. I, I post a lot of content there. I, I comment on a lot of stuff. Um, cleaning, I've, I try to leave the forum to the ability for people to debate and discussion is is why it exists but oh that's got to go well (laughs) it's actually not that debate and discussion (laughs) people can debate intelligently it's when people just don't like an idea and it and it you know it matches a lot of current day politics or stuff related to covid is where people just they cannot there are people that can be on both sides of the fence and debate it and either learn from each other or just debate it out and be fine and then there are people that are just like they read something they don't like and they're like f you man right right those are the yeah. ones we have to clean uh, out on that- Twitter. Like I'll, I'll talk to somebody on Twitter if they're respectful and they have a different point of mm-hmm. view than me, I'll engage them and I'll talk to them and be like, well, this is what I think. And you yeah. know, this is why I think that, but as soon as you come at me with an insult or some snarky yeah. comment, I just block you. Yeah. Like if you can't have a discussion, then fuck off. Like I don't, I won't yeah. even engage in those people. You know what I mean? But I imagine there's a lot of people on your, on your, your forum is pretty popular. Um, mm-hmm. so, you know, and it's not been too bad. I, we've gotten a really good, um, response from people of letting us it, it got a little bit more closed off for a while like so i just tell the guys hey like guy b being a bit more heavy-handed you mean or at times yeah um i've told a lot of the guys now like hey just stay away from two main ones i'm like you say anything if you say anything even partially racist you're out get the hell out of my place i don't want you here i don't i tell guys all the time don't discuss religion. That never ends well. Right, yeah. Like, I know. yeah, yeah. You Poli- guys can discuss po- we have a non section. You can't even really section. do politics anymore. We have a non moto yeah. section, oh, okay. so I let guys yeah, yeah. kinda of go politics. But same thing I tell me, if you guys want to debate, even if you don't agree with each other, debate, discuss. As soon as you guys just start telling each other to F off, yeah, yeah, yeah. then yeah, yeah sorry, yeah, we, yeah. we got a problem. Right. Oh, I can imagine, man. But uh well that's good, man. I'm glad yeah. I'm glad you like you being back there makes a lot of sense uh for what you're good at, for your skills, for your uh whether it's talking, talk, talking boy, talking boy, but that, but that's good yeah. for the form and that's good for that stuff. Yeah. You're, you're a great rider and, a, and, a, and you know what the bike's doing underneath you. So, so spent, uh, testing and bike shootouts and that stuff is right up your alley. Like this is a natural spot for you yeah. to go back to, you know? So, uh, and like, so I've had the experience there before. So community, I'm really yeah. good with everybody. Um, right. honestly, it was really interesting going from the team because Yes, I'm. I have to deal with every aspect of our business now more than I even had to before. Mm-hmm. I'm literally involved in every end of it, running it now. Right. But from the farthest end of the spectrum to the other, my skill set and experience is usable more. Where with the team, there are certain <clears throat> situations where I didn't have the experience or skill set to. Uh, uh, you're just saying like. 
okay, I know how we're going to fix this, but I yeah, guess we'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Like, it, you know, it, right. yes, there was the very far ends of it were very difficult. Where yep. here, I can look at the far ends and yep. I'm able to fix the problem or I'm able to step in and make a difference yep. a lot easier. Yep. And when you decided to stop the team, and was it. I know I've talked to you about this before, but was did Brad come at you to get you to see if you wanted to come back first, or were you closing the team up and then Brad hit you up around the same they time? They came or? to me before I ever decided to close the team, and there okay. was actually a point where we were trying to figure it out where you could do because both. the team. Yeah, you were, I, I that's was right. You were I trying was, to sublet the team or something. Right? I was gonna set it up where I had two people that were heavily in, involved. Keith wanted to do some more of the management side for contracts and back end stuff. We were going to try to move Archer more like a crew chief role, take home more of the technical parts for me. I was going to try to take a step back because I hadn't made – I had spent money for two years. Yeah. hadn't made any money. Right. And I was like, I, I need I need a real job here soon um, right, in right. life. And then it just kind of all – there was a big trigger moment that made me have to close the team. And I was lucky enough to be able to like, okay, well, right. this was already lined up. I'd already signed my employment contract before that point, yep. uh, um, months before they announced or anything. We, right. we knew what we were doing. How's Ping doing over at Vital? He's good. Does he does he not like me still, or what? What, what is is there a lot of dis- yeah. dislike there? Yeah. Okay. All right. It happens. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Look at that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, Michael Lindsay here. Brought to you by uh, Decal Works about Vital MX. Uh, let's get to our uh, our next caller here. Here we go. Hey, the pony. Oh, shit. That's David Bradshaw's bike. I just fucked up. What? I've yeah. never heard that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, the pony. Uh, Dark Side, first, first show of the year, and, and can't do the wrap-up show this week. Just can't do it. He has a portal. Traveling, man. Oh, on like, if only if only that uh, podcast machine you have, if only you could, goes in a case and goes on the road. Like, I've, I've you know, I've, I've, I've never seen this before, so... <laughs> Yeah, I'll be know. in a truck. I'll be in a truck most of the evening, so it's going to be kind of hard to find a spot. So and you're you're driving so from late. you're driving from Texas to A one. No, no, insane? I'm driving after work and a couple other things I got to do to Dallas. But it'd be probably ten o'clock when I get there, and then I'd have to set up and well, what about tell the guy to, what about hey, tomorrow? I got to have a room in your house to do a show. It's just not logistically going to work. I've this done way, many podcasts from hotel rooms with that same machine you have with the same I, equipment. I'm not saying it's impossible. You know? I know it's possible. It's yep. just I'm feeling a lack of commitment. Thank you, Michael. Brand. Michael, I didn't want to say that, but thank you. Lack of commitment. Thank you. What's the old saying? I'm not nice. I'm not angry. I'm just, just disappointed. disappointed. I'm just disappointed. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> you are a little I was gonna say how great it is to see Michael Lindsay happy. It's yeah, been a long he's, time. he's definitely better. It's definitely better. He was a lot of us were worried about him, and uh, he's. It looks like he's gonna pull through. Looks like it's gonna be okay. Yeah, like the last couple of times I saw him at Supercross, he would like just not even say hi. Hardly. No, he just walked yeah. by. Yeah, I remember one time he was on top with his tent taking a stand up. I'm like, are you just gonna jump? Are you just gonna jump? <laughs> oh, I remember that because my exact words yeah. were. I thought about jumping, but the fall isn't far enough to kill me. Yeah. I said, if anything, I'm just going to walk out on the road. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> uh, where are you at on Jack in the Box, Dark Side? It's the, well, it's almost the worst. Like, Wendy's and Jack in the Box suck. Wendy's does not suck. It I'm sucks. on the fan. It's I've Dude. had some bad Wendy's experiences really? lately, sadly, and I used to love it. But I will always go there for a little frosty. A uh, Jack in the Box, Kellen's Jack in the Box pick is just, just absolutely terrible, terrible. Yeah, it's it's awful. Um, that's that's at the bottom of the barrel of fast food. Terrible. Take. What about where are you at with Whataburger? 
it's okay. I'm not like the, the the born and bred Texans that think it's the best. Yeah, because there's a there's a strong Whataburger contingent right out there in the world. Yeah, yeah. If you're born and raised out here, it's the place to go, and it's like okay to me. But yeah. Have you guys I'll had here? Have you're you a Texas guy. How yeah. about uh? I I didn't know this until I was traveling with a buddy recently. Dairy Queens in Texas have this super unique me- menu that's Texas only. That has like a bunch of stuff on it. You ever go or no? I we dude. I live in the town. It's so funny with the world's largest Dairy Queen. Didn't know shit about a fucking secret menu though. It's not a secret menu. Just there is a ton of stuff on the menu in Dairy Queen that is unique to Texas. Oh. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, they're individually owned, so they all have a lot of them have different menus. I've yeah. never ordered food from Dairy Queen in my life. It's actually pretty Ever. decent. Is it really? It's, it's I biggest thing I'd say. It's not bad. It's not great. It definitely kicks Jack in the Box's ass. Uh, I'm trying to find out. Yeah. Have you ever had? Uh, hold on. Uh, Bet said. Um, did you just say it kicks? No. No. Dairy Queen, Dairy Queen kicks. food over Jack of the Box food? Yes. I liked Marcus's reaction well, when you said again, that. <laughs> I can't see I can't see for here. There's just the... this wall. All I see is the top of his head turning like <laughs> It took a couple seconds for that to register. And then when it registered, I didn't like it. What about like the East Coast place checkers? That place rules. No, I never had. Is checkers. this what we've reverted to? We've run out of things to talk. And we're back tr- on fast what, what, food. What, what was <laughs> what was Betts's place that no one had eaten there? I'm trying to find. I'm scrolling right now. I'm trying to find it. <sighs> I don't even remember. It was something he named off. Uh, I literally never heard of it. Yeah, I, I was asking Pony if he'd heard of it. Maybe it was. Maybe it's a East Coast, Texas. Oh, cookout. I don't remember cookout. what he said. It's called cookout. Oh no, I don't know that one. No. Oh, okay. All right. I thought no. that, I thought we have a lot of Sonics here, too. That's popular. I've never eaten Sonics. I've hey, never so what, eaten Sonic. I, I miss this. You're wrapping this whole thing about Pony cutting his hair and getting a bike. Did yeah. that all go down or not? Yeah, now? Minneapolis Supercross. Yeah. February it's 18th. Live show. Yeah, we're doing it. He's getting uh, the Pony cut. He's getting a, a motorcycle out of the deal, and we have the barber already. Are you guys just going to do it on stage and then no, throw it to the get, crowd? He, or? No, Kiefer's keeping it and put, 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 put oh, in a jar. Okay. And then uh, we have uh, – he's getting a whole haircut. He's not just getting a pony clip. He's getting a haircut, like a real oh, haircut. Wow. So uh, that should be great. Are you nervous at all? Do you feel the, the pressure coming on? You know, there was a moment like a few weeks ago where I called Keith and I said, dude, I'm kind of in. I feel like oh, it's a neat change. It's, it's, and then now I'm back to being, oh, fuck. I like but, how uh, – I, for, I forget her name now. What's her name? The barber we got? Jilly, I think. Jilly? I think it's Jilly, J I L L I E. She commented. Like she commented on your on your Instagram. I love it. She's already on board. I did see that. Yeah, that's yeah. great. That's yeah. great. She she seems like a great person to do this, and she's uh, totally down with it. Um, all right, yeah. understands. Um, there's just odd, straight so, up oddness of this whole thing that's going to go down on stage for a dirt bike. Yep, because it makes uh, so much sense. So no wrap up show this week, anybody. So guts racing, motorsport. Uh, seal savers and Michelin bicycle tires. Go screw yourself, I guess. Um, they've all fi- they've all find me. Yep, yep. And also too, I got a raise from Michelin uh, on my rates. I gave it to Pony, and this is how he repays Michelin. This is how he does it. We'll make it up, Steve. I'm sure there'll be a week when you're off, and I'll do a classic wrap up or something. I'll all make right. it up. All right. Okay. All right. Oh, there's some. So I'll do it next week. I'm going to take my notes on the plane Tuesday night and. I'm going to get everything. I'll probably have to take the day off of work Wednesday to put all the audio together and do it Wednesday. So I'm still – next week's not easy either, but I'm making it happen next week. How many races are you going to go to, Pony? Uh, five or six I've got booked. I okay. can't remember. All right. Yeah. So Mini obviously being one of them. So. Yeah, Mini, uh, Dallas, Anaheim. 
Yep, yep. And, uh, you know, we've talked about this a few times. Everybody gives you shit for being an asshole, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you, I'd already bought my tickets for many. People need to know you. Like, hey, I got that. You cover, you're covering the flights for that. So uh, you, you're always giving, man. I don't think everybody realizes. Uh, this, so, no, I, I'm 1.5 million I'm worth, according to Vital <laughs> Mix. So it's not a problem. At 1.5 to yeah. 3. You're there was somebody that posted there once says you're worth three million. Yeah. Damn, you need to get my hotel too. Then. What do you think? I got Millsaps money. I mean, is, you know, what are you guys thinking here? You guys think I, you know, I'm some loaded rider like that? Like, I mean, he's a fat I mean, fucker. Yeah. You walk in this. I'm just sorry. The gate on the way in. You know, sorry. Yeah, a lot of people live in gated communities, Michael. A lot of people live in gated gate communities. In front of your house. It's the double gate. The it's the, oh, it's a double. The, the other one's just a door. It's just a door, everybody. Uh, it's not yeah. a gate. It's just. Have a you door. been here yet, Pony? Pony was here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had to get security clearance, and I got escorted in, though. Yeah. yeah. No more talking yeah. about the house. No more. That's it. We're not doing that anymore. Fuck you. You're fired. Is JT still in the bungalow? Yeah, I think he's still there. I haven't, I haven't seen. <laughs> uh, you got to right. walk across the balcony. All right, so what else for Ferrandis? You you said it says there, Ferrandis? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm on the – you know, I picked him when I was in studio. I'm still on that bandwagon with yeah. Michael Lindsay. He, he's a champ. The Tell champ. Me. I didn't say champ. Yeah, I said he did not see him in top three. I'm Cooper Michael, Webb. Michael said that Ferrandis is, is the guy that could break up the little three monopoly there, get some wins, and finish top three. Yeah. You're not no, calling, I'm calling for, the champion. for the championship. No, I'm, no. Calling I'm calling for the championship. I'm sticking by it. All right. Well, he's got to get better starts. That's for sure. That's that's step one. Have you talked to DV about starts lately? No, I haven't. Who knows? DV probably would just be like, you know, uh, yeah, just – Fuck you, you're fired. That's it. That's that's what DV would say. That's it. Um, all right, all right Dark Side, anything else? No, I think that's it. Good how's, show, Michael. Good, uh, good having you back, man. How, it is Thank good you, having sir. him back. It is good having him back. Uh, how is, uh, how's, the, how's the love life going? It's going good, man. It's going good. Okay. Yeah, stick on your dipstick. Uh, you know, the, I told her <laughs> she could pick a race to go to, and she said definitely not Minneapolis. She's not happy. Uh, that's not the one I would go to. Uh, yeah, well, no, that one's not. She, that's not a good one. It's cold. Well, I, she, she didn't want to go because of the hair thing. She, she's uh, she's not I, thrilled. But hey, that deal was made when we were not together. Right, right. Hey, You're soaking poke. Actually, speaking of Mini <laughs> and DV, one of my last memories of going to Minneapolis a couple years ago is somehow I ended up with DV and somebody else when we were running around the outside of the stadium trying to find our way in. It's, freezing balls yeah. and we come across you and you're still wearing shorts your flip-flops and you're standing with a coffee in your hand i don't have flip-flops on it no, was maybe shoot, it, you yeah. had straight up you had shorts though and a yeah. very very light long sleeve yeah. shirt yeah and dv looks at you and asks you something like are you crazy and you're like it's not that bad and dv's like you're going to die out here <laughs> that's what dv <laughs> would say uh no man i'm canadian it's not that bad i mean that the one year leaving the leaving the one year I mean, it was massive snowstorm. My Uber guy got stuck. I had to push him out twice <laughs> to get to me on the side of the stadium. Like, it was nuts. We, and even for me being Canadian, I'm like, this is a serious blizzard. The year we were there, that's, uh, we did the FXR snow bike yeah. thing the two years in a row. That might have been the this, same year then. Yeah. It was. Yeah. The second year. It was so iced over in the parking lot hotel. I had Mike Brown and Antar, somebody in my car. And we go to stop, and I'm literally going – two miles an hour and i'm just sliding across the parking lot the car wouldn't yeah. stop i mean we were yeah. you could walk get i well, that's, literally that's get where uh someone tore their acl crashed it out and barsha uh, crashed I was think. it Har- harrison harrison crashed the yeah lot? a bunch of dudes were just eating shit on their bikes so. uh, harrison oh no it was kyle peters kyle peters yeah um all right uh dark side thanks buddy appreciate it all right see you guys great work on the wrap-up this week that's really awesome so that's great you're welcome okay you cock. all right see you man
Uh, that's Dark Side, everybody. Motorsport.com, tweet at Talon. Let's do this. <laughs> no, that's my mom. It's the Motorsport.com tweets at Talon segment. Uh, that's uh, the uh, motorsport.com tweet at Talon segment. These are qu- tweets submitted to at Pulp MX Show on Twitter. Talon picks the best ones and uh, and makes it work. Motorsport.com, OEM, and aftermarket parts. I got. I can't talk about these guys anymore. I've been talking about them all night. They're great. Uh, great that's return why they're so policy. Great. Keep talking about. Them. Yeah, they're fantastic. Motorsport.com, guys. Uh, we got the motorsport.com whole shot challenge this week too. By the way, um, when's the industry idiots closed? Uh, is it Thursday? Is, it is Thursday. Yes. So listen, jerk offs. It's a hundred dollars. It's a tons of payout. Don't lose money with do the rest not, of us. Do not try to get in uh, after Thursday. Dan Truman will not accept you. So if you want to get in the industry, idiots, hit me up on Twitter or use the contact form on Paul. I'll pass you on to Dan, and he'll show you how to do it. And but, when you get the email, read the email. Like, oh my like God. read the email. There was a guy. He sent out that email, and the dude literally messed up in like five minutes and sent me an email. Go, yeah, I screwed up again. It. <laughs> the, it's it's incredible the stuff that we see. It's it's incredible. <laughs> it's passwords. Uh, rules just you just like it's all there people you just gotta read Some, it someone asked when the someone replied and said when's the when's the deadline and that the very first thing at the top of the email in big letters Bold is the letters. deadline <laughs> it's, it's it's incredible, incredible. uh com. uh so yeah if you want to play fantasy sign up this year uh we're doing we got a mulligan so you don't if you pay a little extra money then we can We'll pick your team for you out of the random riders uh, that you're eligible to pick, and it'll make things a little bit better for you if you've got to go to a wedding or you don't have service or, or whatever. We we still can't pick seven. It's not not going to happen. Weed, you got to pick eight. Um, all right, let's do this, Talon. All right, first one from the voice of the drunken people for Michael. How does a guy in his twenties buy a two hundred thousand dollars semi and largely self fund a race team? Credit card debt. Credit card debt. Uh, what? Li- no, I mean. No, he might get. Okay. Uh, least owned the semi, so didn't have to pay for it up front. Spent every dime I had in my savings. Uh, really good sponsors. Uh, couple cool people I see helping, but yeah, mostly credit card debt. Credit card debt. Mm-hmm. Credit card debt. Oh boy. Yay. All right, from DCMX19. What's everyone's thoughts on Jay Bone's new job? Does this mean Steve will direct Tough Block Talk at him now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll direct Tough Block Talk at anybody who listens to me. Uh, nothing we can do. Nothing we can do to Tough Block. So what you're just, saying they is just Jay scatter everywhere on the track. I like this role. I, look, I like John Gallagher. I, I, like, I had a good relationship with John. I don't think – John stopped talking to me after I criticized him for some of his moves, and I understand that. Um, yeah. So he stopped talking to me, uh, and that's fine too. Uh, he probably didn't. So like, is Gallagher not going to the he's, race? He's anymore? done. Yeah. He's done? Okay. So, but I thought John was too emotional. I thought John was too, you know, kind of in your face with these rulings and stuff. And so now it's going to be Thule, uh Tim McAdams, and Mike Pelletier, and Jay Bone. They're going to look at video. They're going to talk to the people involved in these incidents. Come to an agreement. Three of them, you know, vote, take a vote on it or whatever, and and try to uh, have the best punishment available to these people. I mean. When you look at the jumping on the red cross and the jumping on the yellows, that that's all in the rule book on how those get penalized uh, as far as how many spots you gain, then you get one extra one and that kind of stuff. So it all makes sense, those kind of rulings. I like it. I think Jay Bone's a reasonable dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you agree? Yep. Yeah. With all that? Yeah. Even the John Gallagher part? I agree with everything you just said. Wow. Okay. I'm sorry if that's shocking. No. Nope. Moving on. Next one from Jordan L. 1992. Ferrandis, AC, Sexton, AP, and Mookie. Who
who does not win a Supercross in 22? Uh, Ferrandis, AP, Mookie. Sexton and AC. I think AC, Sexton, and Ferrandis win, so AP and Mookie do not win races. Uh, I'd have to agree, sadly. Okay. All right. That's two for two. Yeah. You're making this too easy for him. I know. I know. It's I need a fuck, waffle it's a little I'm more. I'm a fucking genius, and people are finally understanding it. It's okay, taking, I don't agree with that. It's taking finally. 12 years of the Pulp Show, and finally my genius is being revealed to the world. So can we spend the next year's 12, 12 years talking about your mansion then, since it took you 12 no, years to get to this point? No, it's not a mansion. It's basically the same square footage as the last house. Somebody wants to make it that a T-shirt too. By the way, that's how that. Yeah, we can. Hey, there's right. a, I think we I basically the same, same square, square footage. <laughs> hey, even if it's the same square footage, it's like going from a fucking tent to. That house, house was pretty nice, bro. That other house was nice. Got a really good studio. The studio in the other house was nicer than this studio. Yeah, why don't you just add on? All right, here we go. Just building that on. All right. Why aren't we across the balcony in the other? <laughs> <laughs> All right, from Lax Defense Coach for Michael. Is there a bike suspension that was so miserable to work on you wanted to launch the set to the moon? Uh, I feel that same as uh, 2019 Suzuki RMZ250 when I went to Japan to ride the bike. That was my impression while we were there is I wanted to launch it to the moon. Um, Dennis Stapleton was with me on this trip. And I remember at one point we kept changing everything on our bikes. We're not happy. Um, all the engineers from Suzuki that were there at this intro. At one point, Dennis asked one of the guys, hey, who is the like main test rider for this thing? And they point at this guy, which at the time I was light. I was like mm -hmm. 155 pounds. Dennis was a little bit heavier. The guy he pointed at couldn't have weighed, they pointed at couldn't have weighed more than 135 pounds. <laughs> at this point, like suspension did not move yeah. for either of us. So we're looking at this whole guy and, and Dennis like, so he's the main test rider. They're like, yeah, he goes, can we see him do a demonstration ride? And I'll kind of look at each other on the demonstration ride. Why? Stapleton's like, I want to see if the suspension even moves when he rides the bike. Yeah. And collectively, the group's like, oh. I'll tell you what. You take apart some mid-80s stuff before cartridge forks. And it's got a fucking cone with a hole drilled in it. Yeah. And a spring. And that's your fucking suspension. And and like you're just like how did they, how did anybody rot like how do you I take that over that yeah I guess <sighs> at least it would move right right good point all right next one from Greg Morrison eighty one what's the word on Triumph and their MX and Enduro bikes I've heard nothing nothing it says I know more about a Stark what I've, is the best journalist in the MX industry know I've seen that's them. me or Michael that I uh, well probably Michael actually okay. you've seen the Triumph. Mm-hmm. I seen a photo of it. Oh. Where'd you see that? How'd you see that? Somebody showed it to me on the phone. Oh. Okay. S send it Back to me. Back at, like, Loretta's. A Loretta's? Back at Loretta's. Oh, wow. So IT's doing testing, right? Mm-hmm. Ricky's Rick, wrote it. Ricky's wrote it, and IT's doing testing. It's a mm -hmm. uh, WP bike? No. It's not? KYB. Oh, okay. All right. I heard WP steel frame. Uh, steel frame, yes. KYB suspension. Okay. All right. Yeah. So they're getting somewhere with it. Uh, mm -hmm. I think... The Stark guys want to fly us out to Spain. Spain sometime in March. Is that what they're saying? That's okay. when I when I asked when I interviewed with right, them. Right, right. Yeah. Um, Triumph, I, I don't, if I don't, they I don't, stay I want to ride it. I really want to ride it. I yeah. really want to ride it. I don't know if I want to go to Spain to ride it. Come on. You'll go to Spain to ride it. Will there be tacos? I'm sure there'll be tacos. I'm in. Okay. That was easy. Uh, no, I think... 
I think we'll end up seeing something on the Triumph by the end of Supercross. Okay. Based on something I saw. Right. I think and and Beta's coming in. Uh, so we got Beta, maybe Triumph, uh, Stark I, if they allow. Yeah, it's kind of exciting. I think Supercross next year. Uh, or sorry, next, yeah, we're in 2020. 2023 Supercross, there is a high chance we will have nine OEMs racing. You think? High chance. You think the Stark's going to get lit in? Uh, I wasn't counting the Stark. Oh. I meant nine OEMs without the Stark. Well, what's the, what's the last one then? Beta, Beta Triumph, Triumph, and then the existing seven. I thought it was Gas his... Gas has a seven. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, and then so Suzuki's got a new 450 coming. Stop it. Yep. That's not true. <laughs> I just fucking kick it. All right. No more S- kicking it. From Smorsky281 for Mike. Can you put into perspective how fast the pros are compared to your local A and B riders? Are the LCQ guys waxing your weekend A-class winner? <laughs> I actually have a story that might fit with this. So I remember going to a Supercross with my older half-brother, Tice, and um, he didn't grow up around the industry like I did or anything. He played basketball, all stick and ball sports. Uh, we were at a Supercross, and I, I feel bad saying this, but we were poor. I'm not trying to bag on, but uh, we were watching – 450b practice watching dustin pipes try to get on the track it's a real technical track dustin was struggling in the whoops in a few sections and my brother actually made a comment about it uh, a few months later we're in utah where my brother lived at the time and we were riding a local track before the national that they held at miller and dustin pipes was out there pretty much going 10 seconds faster than their best local pro and my brother's like who's that i'm like that's dustin pipes and he's like oh, i'm like the guy you were like kind of making fun of at supercross months ago <laughs> Yeah, that's about right. That sounds about right. Yeah, think about how fast A Ray is. A Ray actually goes ri- like yeah. as much care we give him, like yeah. shows up a little tray, he rips. Right. Yeah. About the only place like a local pro doesn't like or a LCQ level guy doesn't look like he rips is maybe like a local SoCal track when there's a bunch of fast amateurs. Right. And you ever say you go to those guys yeah. are just like yep. freaking out a whole different planet. All right. Next one from same square footage. for an uneducated new viewer looking at past seasons is Kayaba suspension like factory Yamaha had in 05 similar to KYB today no KYB stuff today is better than the stuff from 05 yeah our stuff in 05 wasn't I was was at Yamaha then wasn't anything special I'd say production stuff right now is better. Yeah. I think it would shock. I, I hear well, this. Well, the, the Showa stuff is direct copies of a kit from whatever, four They're years both, ago? They basically both are. Actually, so yeah, uh, production Showa, like last year, was the same that was on Roxon's fork like three years prior. And right. then they updated the Factor on mm-hmm. team, went to a different mid-speed like blow-off like a year later. And now that's on production this year. Yeah. But so tubing like, cartridge is all the same. Right. The factory Honda guys are running the production catalog right now. Um, the shock bodies on the kit showers are still a little bit unique. KYB stuff, like, it would terribly disappoint. Like, my team had the same stuff started. You can go buy it. Well, that's it's, that's by the rules, though. The PS, but the, it's based off the 2012 Kicks 450 PSF1, and there's nothing. Yeah. Like, Ross built some cool parts, but it's n- not like right. a whole different yeah, planet. Not like a whole, yeah, a whole other uh, option. Yeah. Is the air spring fork. Ferrandis is uh, is Ferrandis using that or are he, is he uh, all air? I think Ferrandis. I I so Star- I don't feel like this air spring fork is really catching on the hybrid. Um, the hybrid I, thing. So I'm trying to think. Last year, it, so Factory Yamaha was him and Plessinger. I think Plessinger was on it, but I and I don't know about Mookie, but I think Dylan was still on the PSF one, like the 250 yeah. Star Team was. I think fully it was air, only, 
Full, yeah, full I think AP yeah. was on the hybrid PSF4. I don't think the hybrid thing is really working. It, or is I've it? said it works really well, but it's uh, it's just complicated. There's just not that many. It, it can't be used in the 250 class because right. it doesn't meet any homologation rule whatsoever. And then they don't have a lot of 450 teams right now inside the Yamaha thing, so you okay. just don't see a lot of it. Right. And I'm guessing probably Tomax is he's probably just on. But Show has got spring. a system too. Yeah, there's. I don't know how far they ever went with it. They had a real minor error assist one. They right. went the one year with the cast where they were just adding like like Stu years, one or two. No, no, oh. Stu. Stu never rode spring air assist fork. Yeah, he did. Did he? Oh yeah, he was sure. on like no, the tack version though, right? He, I don't know what, it, but he tried it for a while. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was kind of more after that they made a big push on it the one year, and then the KYB one. Nick is, was doing is some testing different. for it. Yeah, Nick was doing some work on it. Um, so. But as far as you know, even the Showa Air Spring Hybrid is I don't not, think they're on it, right? I don't right. know anybody's touching it right now right, on the right. Showa it's side. It's either Air or Spring or whatever. And yeah. I don't know anybody. Showa isn't doing any Air stuff in the U.S., basically. Really? Not oh, that I'm aware so of. So nobody really gets to try it. Yeah. Not on non Showa. Because they never built an Air system that was both legs. Like, the PSF1 fork is really yeah. simplistic that Star uses. And, like, we ran and they ran Supercross with really good luck. Um, Showa never – Showa did that whole tack fork split, you know. Yep separate functions they've never really done the other system okay all right Question. they've been messing with bigger shocks like show was messing around with a shock for a while where this most of the shock bodies are 50 millimeter with an 18 shaft they were running like a 55 millimeter shock body with a way bigger compression adjuster and i think the shaft size might even be a little bigger they were Jeez. playing like ac had tested it and i know the honda guys had tested right. a version of it right. yeah okay for the sake of clarity <clears throat> does Talon have to put money in the, the house talk jar or does the Twitter user have to put money in the house talk jar? I just asked the questions, bro. Hmm. No, but he picks the questions. He he knows what he's doing when he picks he the questions. He chose to read that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He knows what he's done. I just want to point out, because the guy who did the square footage is the same guy that makes all the Twitter accounts based off these inside jokes. He made the cat in the podcast room one for a while. <laughs> I figured out when I got here today, there is a cat at this house. Now there is. Yes. There is a yeah, cat. Yeah, yeah. I am not insane. Right, right. There was no cat when you were over. I'm pretty there sure was. there was a fucking cat last time. I don't so think I saw a cat. I, I don't saw think a cat. You did. I don't Users on the feed saw a cat. I no, saw a cat. No, we went back and looked at the feed. I don't care. There was no cat. No, on the feed. I, think, I think people on the feed said they saw a cat. Yeah, I but saw we a cat. Went back I know. And we went back and looked and there was no cat, but I, I think multiple cat, people. But there was a cat sighting, so. <laughs> no. There was a freaking cat. <laughs> we watched the feed. I I'm, I understand what you're saying. It's a ghost cat, man. That's funny. Ghost cat. Ghost cat. All right. Question to Michael from Joe. How does Vital MX explain to his advertisers and sponsors about the racism, sexism, hate oh, speech, God. and misinformation I, I that runs rampant this on guy, the website? This guy. Uh, this guy he, he's this really. Guy I read this whole thread. Me around on, tw on Twitter well, well, for. Weeks. I mean, you you try to do what you can. You don't catch everything. Uh, I'm sure. Right. We have the largest message board in basically in motocross it's thousands of posts a day, like tens of thousands a day i cannot read everything i have a guy that every time he perceives anything and not to be wrong like some people like i do say say racist yeah. shit we get rid of them but like like he keeps tagging like vital mx has a white supremacist on staff he's calling being a white supremacist nah, this guy was yeah <laughs> And then he says he's got folders and folders of proof. And I'm like, dude, if you run into somebody that you think's right, we have a report system. Like, send me a report and said they go on Twitter and tag me and go, you have racist stuff or something. I'm like, well, where? Yeah. I, you're saying, I don't know. There's thousands of threads to yeah. look for. I can't read through everything. Right. No, no advertiser asks because, yes, there are stupid people. I can't control what dumb 
people post. I'm sure you've missed. I'm sure you've missed some egregious stuff. You're only yeah. a human. You don't well, see everything. I feel like somebody will point something. I've been up for three or four days. I'm like that thread title is so stupid. I had no interest in reading this topic. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, this guy here. I read the whole. Th- I mean, he's just out to. It just seems like it's like guy. Relax a little bit. He's right? been posting for day weeks on this one. Right. Weeks and weeks and weeks. Well, I don't know how to do that. Right. Well, tell, uh, I got this guy. I got blamed uh, so many times. What, what, I uh, yeah, I mean, you I'll tried to stop it, and what yes. can you do? We do. That's again, as I tell you, chat. We have I, a report. I mean, system. I have my differences with Ping, but I don't think he's a white supremacist. Yeah, exactly. As far as I know. Yeah, that's and he keeps saying mm-hmm. that. he'll keep telling like, Joe, how is he? And he just keeps uh, racist white. I'm like, I, I still don't see it. Where yeah. you, I'm, yeah, I'm waiting for this proof. I got folders of it. I'm still waiting. That's the world we live in now, right? Yep. Yeah. From Abide Moto, for both of you, what has been the best A1 race ever, in your opinion? Well, you got the RJ Bailey one in 86. The Millsaps Canard was great. That's, That's a 14. lot more current. That one's really good. Um, Roxon, no, Webb, no, that wasn't A1. Um, A1, A1 was never a triple crown, right? No. No. Um. Anyone stands up for you guys? No, Kennard and, and Millsaps was it for me. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah, um, that was... Uh, uh, the Barsha AC one was good. AC mm-hmm. was leading. Barsha got him. You know? Yep. Mookie led for a little bit. Yeah. Dino. Dino. Dino led, led one. for a little bit. Was that A1 that Dino led? Yeah, that was A1, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen some good races for sure. Mm-hmm. The Baggett-Glendale round two was win was great, too. That was a mm-hmm. great race. I think about the one where RV crashed like five times. Yeah, fourteen ish, fifteen. Yeah, you got fourteen. When Stu crashed in the whoops, trying to pass Roxon. Was that a one? I think that was the same race. Was uh, Dunge on Stu a one? That was a one too. Knocked him out. The one was that the first one where Dungey led him all down to the last lap, and Stu passed him in Dungey's four fifty debut. Different race. Yeah, it was. I thought that was a one. I didn't think it was a one because I thought that was the big point. Came out in the four fifty, led Stu down to like one or two laps to go. At A1 the one year. In 2010? Yes, in his 450 debut. Well, it wouldn't have been his 450 debut because that was Minneapolis. But it's full-time. Full full full-time. Right, 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 got it. Full-time. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so let's stand up. Uh, from Lax Defense Coach. Uh, you already asked that question from that guy. Uh, he has another good one. Bigger potential headache for team managers, the ever-changing COVID landscape of testing and requirements or the logjam of parts availability? Parts, 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 parts. parts. Yeah. COVID regulations are pretty basic to deal with. It races parts will make you literally yank What percent of riders do you think have fake Vax cards? A very large amount because I know a lot that have admitted to it. Would we, I mean, would you go 75%? I don't know if I'd go that high, but I'd at least go 40. 40%. 40 50. A lot that got it. All right, good to know. So if you don't, if you, first of all, if you don't, if you're not vaccinated, they say you can't get a hard card. I find that hard to believe. Like, you're telling me Eli Tomac's not going to get a hard card? I think riders are different than me- media than staff. Okay. And then team staff is, I think it depends different? on position. I think okay. manager no matter gets one, but I'm not, I heard mechanics. I'm sure factory teams get more leniency, but I know a lot of smaller teams. If you're a mechanic and you're not vax, you have to wristband every wristband weekend. Wristband every weekend. You test, then you wristband. Yep. Yeah. Right. From Mac McGuire, future headline. Amart out chizzes chiz. No. Nope. Or. Martin misses many mains. 
as much as it pains me to say, I'll go the second one, but I don't think Martin misses many mains, but I don't he think ain't he out chizzing the chiz. He ain't out chizzing the chiz. Nobody out chizzes the chiz. No, the chiz is just too strong. The, for, the chiz is too strong with him. From Jut127, just how invested is Mitch into Kawasaki or vice versa? Could we ever see him switch brands? I never thought he would leave four, so he did do that. Uh, yeah, sure, he could leave. Uh, yeah, why not? I he mean, I don't... Want- it, you know? As far as I'm aware, he was one of the ones that was contacted by Triumph. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he's contacted by a lot of. Uh, yeah, I could see him leaving. I don't, I don't put wouldn't put yeah. odds on it, but I could see it. Okay, last one from Jut again. I feel every fan of uh, our who? sport, Jut one twenty seven. I feel every fan of our sport wishes they worked within the industry. Steve or Michael, what's the absolute worst, most frustrating thing to deal with working in the industry? Ah, uh, that's a good question, Michael. What do you think? I mean, he sent it to me, so he better have an answer. Oh, you sent it? Yeah, I sent oh. a screenshot of a couple of tweets. I thought that'd be fine answer. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. Uh, uh, there's a lot of fucking like flaky dudes, but I feel like at this point. I can sniff those guys out and just move on with my life. But there are people in the pits, whether it's sponsors or agents. Or that make big promises, like big yeah. ones, like, hey, this is going to go down and this is going to happen and, and, you know, just stay tuned and then nothing happens, like just fucking crickets. And you're like, yeah, yeah dude. So, like, people tell me things and I'm just like, I'll believe it when I see it, man. Moving yeah. on. Like, I, you know, like, there's a lot of, and I don't even know, is it lying or is it just like trying to hype up your project well, or something? And I don't know where it ends the top because I would agree with that same thing because I ran into the team thing is like people would make really big promises on stuff. So you talk about, hey, we're getting this, or this is getting handled, or we're getting these parts on, and then said person bails, and then you're stuck looking the light, like the liar, like, well, I'm sorry, I was just passing on what I was told. So it's, you know, at some point, somebody has straight up lied, and then everybody below them has had to pretty much pass on, yeah. ends up looking like the liar. Yeah, yeah, I, um, yeah, I guess pr- broken promises would be my thing, um, you know, uh, I remember as I've said this a few times when I was a mechanic trying to get a job like I couldn't get a phone I couldn't get a fucking phone call back from people on like mm-hmm. shitty teams and I'm like dude listen I know you have a shitty team and you can only pay me $400 a week or whatever yeah. but can you just tell me that you can or can't hire me cuz I'll stop bothering you if you just tell me on the phone hey man uh I'm thinking between you and another guy I'll let you know in 2 weeks or hey man I don't have a job for you if you say even like just tell me something don't keep ignoring the phone calls don't tell me to call you and then never fucking give me an answer or call me back so that used to bug the shit out of me and i like to think that now i'm i don't do that myself i like to think like i do communicate hey man i can't do this i can't do this i'm I'm, i don't know yet and you're on your phone a lot michael by the way i am okay i'm looking up something what are you looking up i was looking up boy i was thinking yeah 2010 dungy led stew down to like two laps going as rook i just want to make sure it was 10 okay thank you all right so so that's my two things that's horrible. All right, everybody. That's motorsport.com. Tweet at talent segment. Hunter Lawrence, Steve Westfall, Phil Nicoletti, Scott Huddleston, not Stone, Huddleston, Jericho, Todd Hammock, mm-hmm. JT, all in the show tonight. Best interview for you, Michael. Mm, that's tough. It goes. Chris Betts. Chris Betts also. <laughs> uh, Westfall. Yeah, I think Westfall too. What about you, Marks? I'm going to go Hunter. All right. 
I'll go Phil to be different. Phil's good. Phil's, Phil's always, always good. good. He was actually and Mr. Scott. He wasn't as grouchy as much. Scott. I like Mr. Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Phil wasn't as the only part that Phil was really grouchy at was I ain't paying for your shit or something like what about the fantasy <laughs> thing. That was it. Phil's always super nice to me when I yeah. call him, and then he gets on the phone and stops me. Phil turns it on. I just um, want him to call me Mr. Travis one day. That's, that's my goal in life. <laughs> you don't pay him. When you pay him, you, well, you call him. My goal in life it's, it's is Mr. to be Coy, called Mr. Coy. It's Mr. Mr. Travis. Mr. Mr. Thomas. Mr. Thomas. We're going to get there. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Thomas. Is I'm going to hit Thomas. Hey, Mr. Thomas. Yeah, yeah. Thomas Victor, our buddy there. Um, Michael, thank you for coming in. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thanks for coming back in. It's been a while. Uh, I'm glad you're in a better uh, headspace than you were. We are. We are getting there. We're moving on up, and and, yeah. and you're going to be uh, yeah, getting kicked out of semi trucks in no time. Right Hopefully. back to the old days. Oh God. Um, thanks for coming in, though. I appreciate it. We'll get you back up here at some point. Okay. Uh, talk, do some supercross talk. Um, uh, thank you, people, for listening. Uh, thanks to our guests tonight: Hunter Lawrence, Steve Westfall, Phil Nicoletti, Scott Hulston, Todd Hammock, Chris Betts, Jason Thomas, Jericho. As well, uh, quite a few guys on. We did, yeah, a lot of a lot of phone calls. Uh, Marks, thank pony. you. Pony, thank you. Yeah, pony, thank you. Marks, thank you. Yep. Marks, Tom. What? 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 Huh? Thank you. Huh? App? Fantasy? Uh, He's still the, mad about Jack in the Box. It's on the port. What comes first, fantasy uh, or uh, app? Uh, live show pages to buy tickets or live Yamaha sh- raffle? Live show pages, probably. Well. Okay. Yeah, live show pages and 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 uh, privateer raffle will be within like the next week or so. Okay, so right. uh, definitely those first. We're doing that, and we're, we got live shows. It's in uh, St. Louis. Live shows in Minneapolis. Stay tuned to buy tickets on that. I'm working on some other ones as well. So we got that going on. Uh, Talon, thank you. Thanks thank for you. stepping in at the last minute. Always for the other guy. Courtney had to fill in for me, so yeah, yeah. At least I yeah our fans want Courtney back for sure. Kids wanted she Courtney no. back. She said no. No, she didn't. No. She probably would have. Yeah, she would have. Uh, thank you, people, for listening. We'll be back next week to recap Anaheim 1 with Chris Kiefer and, uh, and, and, and others. So thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Pookie. Thanks to Swisscore. No thanks to that Moser guy. And uh, we will see you next week. Yeah. I am a shitty media guy. No about it. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine and I did it I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine I I mean spread man I pulled my butt apart and stuff and I was totally nude and it was weird I I mean you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho but I just wanted you to know that if you could hear me if it got into your brain somehow that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho